0: Previously on Martini Giant.
1: This day today. I know this day. This day, the 23rd. Lusitania. Also, interesting fact. Got painted. Today is.
2: Today is. I love how the
0: Lusitania is a returning theme uh, on finally. this podcast. I actually don't think I could recommend this movie for someone to watch it.
2: No.
1: I.
3: <laughs> but what if you have poor taste? And, like, and you love films that are not rewatchable.
1: Th- but that's what. But, but I'm in the conversation, Sally. <laughs> Whoa! I'm right now hold on a second. Let me ask you this. Let's <laughs> go back to Titanic.
4: <laughs> hold on a second. You were saying earlier. So don't go back. Don't over sentimentalize. How, do
1: how do you know though? But right hold on a second. It's, uh, it's uh,
2: like redating someone.
1: Redating exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who stands up and goes Allegra, 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 and then, like that's more or less like the opening line of the movie, which is funny because Allegra in music means like. Speed it up Right And then this (laughs) movie Is the slowest fucking thing You'll ever see (laughs) You're welcome Here's the question for
4: you You talked about your friend Who went and wiped out That village Not in real life
2: But in the (laughs) game No the other friend (laughs) Okay So He's a libertarian though So he can do Whatever the fuck he
0: wants (laughs) Okay Sixteen Candles That's an example Mm -hmm. Right We've all Seen that movie I'm assuming you've seen that movie Is
3: that the one Where she was in a mental hospital And then wanted to work At Disneyland
0: No. No. (laughs)
4: Wow, that is so, like...
0: Welcome back, Martini Giant fans. This is episode number 14 with our very special guest, Ken Stashneck, who is a fan of the show and also an awesome DP. He's worked on such films as Clown Town and The Toy Box. And while he doesn't actually bring those films to Martini Giant to discuss, he decided he wanted to discuss the 1973 film, Coffee... Uh, very famous exploitation film written and directed by Jack Hill and more importantly starring Pam Greer in one of her early films she is absolutely fantastic in this film I am going to give you guys a big word of warning about the film there's a lot of strong violence, a lot of racism, a lot of nudity a lot of strong language, all good things for a movie but uh, if you're sensitive to any of these things you may just have some fair warning about it Uh, really, really great uh, discussion with Ken. He is a really knowledgeable person. A lot of fun to have on the podcast. It was so awesome to have him on. A couple of notes before we move on. Uh, We have been sort of uh, quietly uh, updating and changing our site a little bit, so if you guys want to go check it out, you should do it. Eric's done some really fun things on there, so just go to martinigiant.com and check it out. Uh, He's updated a little bit of the look of it. Uh, One of the things he loves to do is to uh, take stills of the movies that we uh, work on and uh, change out the characters so that it represents uh you know different people that are in the mo- that are in, in the podcast to be uh, entered into the uh, into movies and it's they're really hilarious really fun so go check it out go check out uh, all the all the the sites that we've done for the different podcasts we have uh, and you know make sure you update it uh, frequently so every time you hear this podcast you say oh I should go check out the site and see what Eric has done on the site. As well as, obviously, the great write-ups that, uh, that Anthron has been writing, which are really funny as well. Um, and the other thing that I'd like to ask of you guys, I know I always ask for you know ratings, reviews, and shares, et cetera, et cetera. And I still want all of that. But what we would really like also is uh, more suggestions of guests. Maybe you want to be a guest or maybe you have a suggestion of another guest that you would like to have on the podcast. Uh, I do ask that they are generally in the Los Angeles area because we always do those in person. Um, And also, if you have the guests, including yourself, uh, what movie should we pair with that guest and what should we talk about? So it'd be really great to suggest that. There's a lot of ways you can get in touch with us uh, if you want to uh, let us know about that. One of the easy ways is just to email us, podcast at martinigiant.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, which is uh, uh, Facebook slash, uh, slash giant. We're on Instagram, martini underscore giant for Instagram. And we're on Twitter, which is at martini giant. And of course, you can just... Get in touch with us through our website as well, martinigiant.com. Um, any way you want to. We'd love to hear from you We'd great suggestions. All right, guys. With that, please enjoy the 1973
4: coffee. Do we have any air in here? Or,
1: oh, we, I'll or turn are we the air on.
4: Simulating the DOS boot set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. I'll uh, turn air on. Dive, 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 dive. Dive, dive. Whatever happened to uh, that actor? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jürgen oh. Prochnow, I believe that's too much, Chris. That's, that's too, too much. You so you give me a little
4: bit there. In this one, just but put another thing. This is my special glass. <laughs> okay, then pour this fucking thing in there. What are you here? You're not recording. I know you're not. Let's take 2 That's give three me fingers. A shot more. Oh. That's one urethra full. That's a, <laughs> that's, that's a recording. unit of measurement. The old Western. <laughs>
0: I thought it was a fist. Are we still not doing? Are not doing fists? Let <laughs> me turn on the air. You guys hang
1: out. Are, Good are you old recording? Yes, I'm recording. It's very
2: true.
1: How did you hear about that? It's all It's part of my history class. Here we go. I'm very excited. Oh, mm, very tasty. oh, I didn't know that this was, I thought this was pieces of meat, but it's actually like a little. I'm not just a, piece a single of meat, unit It's a. <laughs> it's, right, it's like a little burrito. Oh, jeez. I can't eat that on the air. It's going to be. like.
4: Eat a, it now. Mm. Or put it in your cheeks and just let it slowly <laughs> dissipate in your mouth. Yeah, just like oh, chipmunk beef.
2: Beef.
4: it. <laughs> no problem. Do antihistamines help comedy? I think
1: so. <laughs> <They> all, <laughs> throughout yeah. history, Tonight's yes, research. Absolutely true.
4: It depends
3: if you mean making you funnier or just making you more the butt of the joke. <laughs> I think <laughs> no, it's the butt of the joke. Yeah. It's the latter. It's,
1: it makes you funnier but, yeah. on both sides. Hey, of the equation. It's both sides. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Okay. So here we are. Are we here? Mm-hmm. We are okay, here. Okay, welcome. Welcome everybody to oh, what's the show we're on? <laughs> Which one That's am I doing? Martini, today? I'm doing Martini, giant. Martini
0: Giant. today. Martini Giant. Today. Yay, Martini
1: Giant. Uh, and today we have with us uh, uh, young and vigorous Ken Stachnik. Yes. <laughs> uh, who is a uh, marvelous uh, director of photography. Yes. Uh, whose work you can see <coughs> in uh, the. Uh, uh, amazing movie, Clown Town, which I thoroughly enjoyed. It's on a- Amazon Prime right now. Amazon Prime. It's on
0: available on Amazon Prime. I saw the trailer to it today. It looks amazing. It's
1: magnificent, and it's and it's startlingly well shot. Thank you for something named Clown Town, which yeah. sounds like it's going to be a terrible, like a, a bad B movie. It's an extraordinary B movie. <laughs> thank you. I love it's I love excellent. the
0: the 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 color of the lights. The oh, thank color, you. The color of the lights, like the green and blue, is like very interesting. Especially when they're like, you know,
3: it's good. It's right, really it's good. Well, yeah, I mean, for, yeah, for a movie that we shot for that cost a little bit more than Blair Witch Project, nice. like just the fact that Amazing. you can actually see everything and it's, you know, nice and crisp. And yeah, and use the colors was something I was very proud of. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, yeah. It's, it's great work. And also you uh, just uh, did uh, Toy Box. That's yes. That's correct?
3: Uh, Toy Box, which is on uh, Hulu right now. It's uh, kind of like Poltergeist in an RV. That's uh, Denise Richards and Misha Bart. <laughs> just the, the way Poltergeist was intended to be made. Oh, yes,
4: Spielberg got a hold of it
1: and mm-hmm. went way out of control. Oh, yeah. He
4: was like, no, 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 no suburbs, guys.
1: No, <laughs> yeah,
3: none of this Stuff.
4: Yeah, exactly. So it's not you built on an Indian burial ground. It's you drove by. An <laughs> part of her. You picked up a hiker.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a hiker.
4: You <laughs> changed the tire by an Indian burial ground. And
1: that's <laughs> right. we, we could just drive. We drive away, Daddy. Drive away. That's what happens. I'm sorry, I'm eating so much on the mic right now. This is a terrible event. I not am crunchy though. Mm. It's
0: not crunchy. No, it's very moist. But I, <laughs> I, I, I have it's very moist so you'll, you'll hear here. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be one of the moistest podcasts we have.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone's favorite word, <laughs> even even more so than the transporter, which was pretty. That was pretty intense. That's very moist. And that was a very that was a moist podcast. I was very crazy yeah, yeah. on
3: I was so not expecting that to come up in the queue, and I was like, "Oh, we're oh. doing." It's okay. Yeah, so All good, right. right? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, that no, works. I mean, I, I saw The Transport in the theater. Like, it was... A couple uh, of times, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. and, and we were not expecting either.
0: <laughs> oh, and that yeah. was like, specifically because Lon's like, uh, like, Lon keeps defending this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I thought it was a brilliant episode.
1: Oh, it's awesome. I mean, Long's great. Uh, totally amazing. Uh, our first guest. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and Transporter is just like a... Uh, like, it was so out of left field. Uh, like, Because you're know, like, oh, it's a film podcast. And everyone's like, okay, we'll bring out Chinatown. maybe, And he's like, with well, a transporter. And then we busted it out for like Well, I think, I think and we're, and we're starting to do
0: some interesting things. I even think coffee is like an interesting way to go too. That's right.
1: And uh, for people who didn't notice that, he slipped in the title of what we are actually talking about tonight, which is Pam Greer in the movie
0: Coffee. Yeah. <whistles> Directed by Jack Hill. Directed
1: by Jack Hill. Suggested Directing, by uh, 73.
0: And yes. suggested by... Yes, yeah. coffee. coffee. Oh
1: man,
0: that's the coffee. color of her skin. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> that was soundtrack the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It's, in the soundtrack, <laughs>
1: you can hear most of the. You've already heard most of the soundtrack, even if you haven't seen the movie. If you've seen the movie, Jackie Brown also. I love that oh, movie. Oh, it's incredible. It's, it's my so, favorite. So, movie.
0: okay, let me ask you guys this because I know we're just, uh, obviously she was she was uh, uh, she was in Jackie Brown, mm-hmm. which is a One of, actually, probably my favorite Tarantino film. That's incredible. Right? Uh, Jack Hill directed Foxy Brown. Yep. Yep. Right? Do you think it's called uh, Jackie Brown because Jack Hill? Yes. Oh, I didn't expect that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't know That's a good point Chris Like Tarantino has definitely Talked about his love For Foxy Brown Right Russia.
3: and Jack Hill too I've heard And
1: Jack, yeah. Yeah. And so, Jack Hill So like yeah. Maybe her name is Jackie
3: yeah. As a tribute to
4: Jack Hill uh, yeah. That
3: sounds exactly like Kind of thing Tarantino would He would do. Yeah, That's right. a
4: really good point Chris Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also
3: know that was it, uh, Jack Hill also did The Swinging Cheerleaders Which is one of those movies On Tarantino's uh, BFI list That he Because like his BFI list Is wildly different than Everybody, I mean, every sure, other directors but, that they submit, right. and yeah, like I remember when that was, was like swing, swinging, swing cheerle- re- mm-hmm. really, and yeah, Gwyneth, and it's a fun movie. I don't entirely understand why it's in his top ten of all time, it, it, it but is, it is
1: fun. It is like, and there's a throw to it in um, uh, Death Proof. Remember the, uh, they're the the um, the last one has left in sort of in lieu of the cars yeah. they're taking is making a cheerleader movie. Ah, uh, yeah. And, and that's, the, uh, that's the Jack Hill. Well, there we go. Nice right little there. shout out. My other, I, and people can check me on this, my other reference for um, Swingin' Cheerleaders, that's what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that is the movie that um, the, uh, the killer and the accused killer went to go see in real life in Thin Blue Line. Oh fuck. And they show the so when I was when I was going over the stuff for this for uh, this podcast, uh they I saw clips from Swingin' uh, cheerleaders and I was like, How have I seen Swingin' cheerleaders before? And then I was like, Oh thank god, it's an artistic reason. <laughs> 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 now, I just assumed it was a late night cinemax thing. <laughs> it it could very well have been.
3: <laughs> so
0: he also directed Switchblade Sisters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Released uh, by
1: Tarantino in the 90s, uh, re-released. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, starring Kitty Bruce, Lenny Bruce's daughter. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. <clears throat> I, saw, I, was, I was reading the Wikipedia page. Uh, interesting. Now, I don't... Was he married to Kitty Bruce? Was Who?
1: Jack Hill married to Kitty Bruce? Man, you were on the Jack Hill connection tonight. Yeah, that's I know. Really exciting.
0: Very interesting facts about Jack Hill as well. His father uh, uh, was uh, art director on a bunch of movies, but also the architect... Who designed the Sleeping Beauty castle at Disneyland.
1: What? Yes. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We should actually do an episode just on that. We <laughs> should do an
4: episode, honestly. On, on Tom Sawyer
1: Island? No, the, the children,
4: uh, because that's an interesting point, that that guy's father. Who? Uh, you were just talking about Jack Hill's or who, father, right, right, designed. And if you look at, like, Billy Gibbons' ZZ Top, his uncle not only designed the Oscar, but he was the one that gave the name production designer. He was one of the huh. great um, Cedric Gibbons. Oh my God!
1: Wow. Yeah. And and so and the and the other member of ZZ Top is Ken Stachnik. So this all comes around. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're the guy. You were the guy without the beard, but now you have the beard. Count. Yeah. Exactly. It's nice to have you back. Right. Yeah, yeah. No,
4: but that's why ZZ Top put so much theatricality in. Oh yeah. Because right, Billy's like you know Uncle Cedric always used to tell me. But it's an interesting, like the kids of... Well, okay. These, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. these... Kevin Kevin Mack.
0: Do you know Kevin Mack? Yes, Mac? I know. Right? Kevin Mack, great... His uh, mother just passed. I know. So Kevin right. Kevin Mack uh, was a great... Jenny, visual- right? Jenny, right. Jenny. Kevin Mack is a great visual effects supervisor, mm-hmm. but also... It's an artist. Artist. Great, great mm-hmm. artist. Great artist. Really charismatic really person. Yeah. And I worked with him. Uh, he he won Oscar for What Dreams May Come and all oh, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Right, right, right.
2: Beautiful. Um, super nice guy too. Super
0: nice guy. His dad was like the big set, like uh, background painter for uh, Disney animation. He did like Snow White and a bunch of other oh, stuff it's like gorgeous that. Gorgeous work. Man, and his man. mother was uh, uh, an artist at. Uh, 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 Disney. Disney as well, also. and she and she was the model for Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. Oh no kidding! Yeah. So the the guy who designed Tinkerbell like modeled it after she her. She'd
4: pose for him. She'd pose for him. Oh and my god! She was in like when she passed last year. In the New York Times, and you could see pictures of all the artists sitting around her, drawing her.
1: Oh, that's great! I did not, I, no, I didn't even realize that we worked Jenny with Jenny Mack yeah. so, yeah. so closely with something that affected my childhood so deeply. That's so. She that's passed, bizarre. I think, in her nineties. Yeah,
0: yeah, she she was she she was up there. She was right still, up there, yeah. but she she was. I mean, yeah, Kevin Mack is is wonderful, wonderful guy, and his uh, his wife Snow is incredible as well. She's also a fabulous artist. Also was worked at uh, Digital Domain with Kevin. Uh, they both worked at Arts, uh, met at Arts Center. Mm-hmm. They have like this ideal marriage that's amazing. Like, I, I look at the two of them as a couple as like, no two better people. You, <laughs> there was no one else that this person could find except for that other person in this right. world. Right, yeah. And so, like, it you're both you so crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. that, exactly. like, you work so perfectly together that I can't imagine. That you would, and, and it tells when, you know, you, you can meet them. Right, right,
1: right. Yeah. Well, there we are. That's there the are. history of Hollywood via yeah. our connections. And parents and stuff. Yeah, it's very nice.
0: Uh, but, okay, so let's talk about this movie because this was a very interesting choice. We talked about a bunch of stuff. We were on the verge of not recording this podcast because uh, Kenneth had to possibly do jury, jury duty this week, but we pulled it off for the last second, uh, which is great. And I'm so glad we talked about this. I watched it again this morning. Mm-hmm. Um.
3: Woo, that's a movie. That's a crazy movie. Now, had you guys seen Coffee before? I've seen, okay. seen Coffee before. I've never seen really? no. it. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm a Pam Greer fan. Okay. And, yeah. Me uh, too. And a fan of the genre. And uh, Coffee is definitely right there on my list. Yeah. Right. But what, now, what? What is? What is? What is your? What are your feelings about Coffee? and Why did you choose it?
3: Uh, let's see here. Um, for me, it is absolutely like peak Pam Grier. It is absolutely mm-hmm. peak uh, black exploitation. Yep. Um It is a movie that I can put on. Literally any time of day, any time of night, and either watch it intensely right. or just kind of let it chill out in the background right. and just dig That's on the awesome music. That's hard to chill out no, with well, that movie it's going an on. Movie like day. any any scene you drop into is going to be interesting within a minute with no context. <laughs> like, like, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, like if, if, in a
1: completely crazy way. Yeah,
3: no, I mean, like yeah. there's just one amazing set piece right. or just directorial decision, script choice every single sequence and like it, it, like going back and watching it again last night right. I just was so taken aback at like how well structured it was right. for a genre that usually kind of gets like the just go write a script get it done in like a week right. and like right. if it's, it doesn't all it, nobody is here for that we're right. here for the we're here for the guns we're here for the boobs we're here for the, the right. violence we're the blood it, it's
0: not a, it's not an intellectual thing if you if you, on a surface level yeah right. it, is a, it, is a, it
1: is a passionate movie it's a, it is Very not passionate. an
0: intellectual movie it is a pure it's, it's a kind of movie that is you can e- easily watch and just like yeah I get right. it and, but, and, but on a deeper level it's got a lot more before we get into it because I want to structure this a little bit better sure. let's actually because some people may not watch this movie we were going to go ahead and spoil the entire
3: thing and talk about this movie. It is a mistake if you do not watch Coffee. It is literally, (laughs) A, it is 90 minutes and you're about to listen to a three-hour podcast about it. So, like, you could watch it twice in the time it takes you to listen about (laughs) it. Right.
0: It's true. Uh, And I still think that even if you heard everything that we had to say, you would still... Uh, uh, thoroughly enjoyed. Oh, absolutely.
1: Movie, right? Now I, I, w- I will say that uh, this movie is not for everyone. True, because it is a it is like uh, uh, this. This comes from the genre called black exploitation, and uh, right, which uh, it, which means that it is an exploitation film that is. Uh, was largely uh, like created for the black community, right. uh, but Coffee was actually one of the first major crossovers into yeah. a regular, normal, just everyday popular film across the uh, across the United States, uh, and so it's quite famous for that. Um, uh, but it is like exploitation films. Uh, whoever is in them are, it just means that it's super violent. <laughs> like there's a lot with, of nudity. Well, there's a lot of nudity. Lot it, it, uh, of nudity. Deals with some upsetting themes and. Uh, a lot of uh, racism
0: and yeah, like, uh, like
1: there's some ex- there's some pretty extreme racist characters. Not like maybe, uh, characters who are racist in the movie who are uh, who people might not like. Yeah, they may not just. I mean, f- you can see it, and, f- really f- and, and
3: f- it mostly doesn't end stuff. well for them. To be fair, oh, yeah, no, it's, like it's, yeah, an, it's an
1: anti-racist movie.
3: Oh, for sure. Like it, in is the an most an, it is an
1: shotgun based. It way. is an anti-racist
0: <laughs> movie, and it's also a feminist movie. It's mm-hmm. also a feminist movie in a very. I mean, nothing. I mean, honestly. Pam Greer as as a as a, as a heroine
1: is Oh yeah, she's the best. Yeah. Herb. She's incredible. And but this is like this is the kind of thing and Tarantino's a giant fan of this movie obviously. He cast Pam Greer in uh, uh, Jackie Brown. Well, he wrote it for. Her. Uh in, yeah, wrote Jackie Brown for um, uh, for Pam Greer. And uh, and, and you if you if you're familiar with Jackie Brown as a film, you'll also notice that most of the music or a chunk of the music in Jackie Brown is actually taken directly from Coffee, like you'll recognize the music as it plays, right? Um, uh, but it's so, like 110th Street, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, which is from 110th Street. Um, the uh, but this the is,
4: uh, Bobby Womack, yeah, yeah
1: and uh, but like all like most of these films that came out in the 70s, they all have like amazing soundtracks, and Coffee is one of the tip-top ones. Um, and Tarantino sort of made this stuff famous. He like we were just talking about before the podcast. Uh, he uh, got Switchblade Sisters, also from the same director. Re-released in the 90s, and the should also be really clear shaved. that the
0: director is white. The director is yeah, white.
1: Yeah, yeah his uh, name is Jack Hill. Yes, right. That's what you're saying, and uh, and the movie, like, um, he wrote it too. Yeah, and the and the movie is Jack Hill is actually thought of as a uh, like for his other work, uh, also is thought of as a feminist filmmaker. Yes, but when we say is a feminist filmmaker, it doesn't bring to mind what you may think, think of today. Think of today, right? Um, because like there's like there's There are stereotypes galore in these movies. Like, that's how exploitation movies work in general. And so uh, for some audiences, like, uh, the treatment of women and uh, how people are represented in the movie may be something that they don't enjoy. But the the idea of what the movie is trying to say, uh, we firmly believe is very progressive. It's just very insanely violent and intense about doing so. <laughs> right? And, and and to wrap it all back up, the Tarantino borrows from these movies very heavily. And so if you're a fan of like Kill Bill and things like that, you'll understand what we're talking about. But the violence in Kill Bill is pretty cartoonish compared to the violence in these movies, which right. can be pretty upsetting. So I want to sort of say that before we roll on in case people are just like, oh, I'm just going to go watch coffee and then, you know, I've right. an upsetting if time. If you have
0: any issues with racism, uh, uh a, a lot of female nudity and uh a lot of a pretty shocking violence, yeah. then this movie may not be that for you. may not it.
1: be for you. If you're not put off by that, rent it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's
0: go let's 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 do a synopsis. Go
3: ahead. For one second. let's take it away. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, let's see here. Uh, synopsis of coffee. <coughs> um, uh, coffee. Uh, let's see here. We open up at a club, um, and uh, a uh, uh, what would you call it? a junkie of some sort comes to uh, a drug dealer and basically says like, "Hey, man, you know that favor I owe you." I got this incredibly hot woman in my car for you. You have to come check it out. And, of course, he freaks out. And he, you know, how dare you? What are, you know, Why are you doing this? And he walks uh, the uh, junkie. He's like, come on, man, please just trust me for a second. Drug dealer and him go out to the car for basically him to get screamed at for putting a junkie, another junkie in his car. Yeah. And he gets out there, sees Pam Greer, and is immediately like, oh, my God. Which Thank is, you. Which
1: is the appropriate reaction to Pam Grier, Especially who is a, a that, commanding presence. And you look like, at her is like tw- that is tw- a tw- 20, is, 20 in this movie? Yeah, she's 22, something like she that? Really she, I mean, she's and beyond, the fact that she's beyond re- stunning. Like, she's, I mean, she's completely beautiful, but her, uh, like, you can see why she instantly became a star, because her command and control of every scene that she is in is insane <laughs> well, <laughs> like es- she just owns every single sequence
3: especially because how she got discovered do you guys know how, Meyer? no right? uh, no no. actually it was Jack Hill who <laughs> saw her in Corman's office she was working in oh, the telephone right. banks no kidding yeah. yeah and he was like oh my we God. should talk yeah. And actually, coffee is actually based on, uh, loosely, on Pam Greer's mom. Pam Greer's mom was also a nurse. Oh and God, yeah, uh, because right. of Jim Crow at the time, uh, according to Pam Greer, like, she had to, she would, if you needed to be patched up in the neighborhood, something went wrong, you couldn't go to the hospital. Right. You went over to the Greer's, and she would, she right. would stitch you up. So right. there's a,
1: yeah, there's a that's, a. that's incredible. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It obviously influences how. But on the East Coast, like, seriously, right? Seriously. Wasn't
4: she from?
3: Uh, I'm pretty sure she's from the East Coast, yeah. Yeah. Sounds yes, right. right.
4: From yeah. uh, the Carolinas or somewhere. Yeah, I'm not sure. That she sounds was not, right. But yeah, uh, no, from California. She, she is.
1: She is. She is 100 terrific. And there's the no reason why she becomes a giant movie star. Indeed. From this film. Right. Mm-hmm. Because she's actually in a couple of movies before this with for Jack Hill. Yeah. Uh, it was a
3: Big Bird Cage, a uh, Big dollhouse to the prison yeah. exploitation yeah. movies. She's, and a, then her, she's a secondary character. Yeah. And then her she's first movie character. was a Hardy Goer as in uh, oh, Valley of the Dolls.
1: Oh man! Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Very first role is that. One. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. For, and then yeah. First named role, actual role. I guess. Oh, would be Big bird cage and big. Yeah.
1: House. Those, which are also uh, uh, a super, ton of silly fun. Yeah. Super ridiculous, exploitative, but hilarious fun. Indeed. Yeah. It's so, are, that's part of the women in prison <laughs> yeah. collection. Indeed. Yeah. So there you go. A collection I I own own, because it's yeah. fantastic. <laughs>
0: so she, uh, so she was a, uh, uh, in the car, and looking. like a junkie sort of. She's but
3: very much playing up the role. She's play, and we, that's know.
0: a key factor. She's yes. actually not. She's pretending to be a junkie. Indeed,
3: because as soon as the junkie, uh, the junkie and the drug dealer get back to their place, right? Uh, and Pam Green was like, "Oh, please, baby, you got to get me a fix. You got to give me a fix." He goes, "Okay, fine." He turns around, and she just pulls out a sawed-off double-barreled shotgun. Basically, says, "You killed my nine-year-old sister by getting her addicted to junk," and blows his head clean off. Like, like doesn't wait.
1: Like wholesale. Yeah. blows his head and off. In a, in a, it's cl- awesome. Yes,
3: and like. <laughs> On screen, the whole nine, his head just explodes. Like it's like, it's right. like scanners. scanners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, right. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's totally amazing. And it's so, it's so, um, deeply satisfying. And I think like that one, like that, I, I must have seen coffee the first time when I was like 14 years old. And, uh, and it was so, that image was so arresting to me. Cause like usually you wait until maybe, yeah. You know, deeper into the How movie. How old were you when you saw this? Probably
3: about 14. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is like eight minutes into the movie. Yeah, it's we're not right, even at the 10 like, minute mark. There's
1: that, like, you might see some intense violence in the beginning of a movie. Um, it's usually the bad guy doing some intense violence or whatever right. it is. Something shocking happens at the beginning to set up the story. You don't see the hero of the movie blow someone's head off with a shotgun well, after, with almost yeah. no preamble. <laughs> yeah, and plus nudity. And
3: plus oh, faking yeah. being a junkie. Oh, yeah. And then, then, then what she does immediately after that is she forces the junkie oh, to, sh- is, to overdose. Yeah. Which
1: is horrifying. Yeah.
3: yeah which and, is great. Yeah. And then we get our title sequence. Yeah. And then we find out that coffee is actually an ER nurse because she shows up to work a little right. bit late and a little bit tired. And they're like, you have to go home. You, yeah. you are in no condition to you do look this. Like you just shot yeah. someone's head off. <laughs> so again, like this is just another great way of
4: subverting add, all those when expectations. Did, when
0: did, cause I was just thinking, when did death wish come out?
4: Seventy-four? Seventy-five? No, it's early. No, I think it's like 71, 71. Yeah,
0: yeah. So because it seems no. like, like yeah, Death, Death, yeah, De- sure. Death yeah, we'll Wish was similar mm-hmm. as a plot point. <laughs> sure, yeah. like so w- was
1: Get Carter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I – oh, man. That's not <laughs> one well, of my well, I'm I'm so no, on Why am
0: right. I forgetting right. the name of the actor in Death Wish? Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson.
1: Who gives hope, by the way, to 50-year-old actors everywhere because that was – his big breakout. I believe he was 45 or 50 years old and suddenly becomes a major. Uh, I mean, in he days.
3: wasn't in he was great
1: escape. Hard yeah, but that's times. not like, that's a big job. He's, he's in that. It and made him a, upon him. a time in the West. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's in. And, and, and yeah, again, it's one where he's in. And you know, who's
4: in death wish too. Who's that as a cop is uh
1: Christopher guest.
3: No kidding.
4: Yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't
3: Jeff Goldblum too. Or is he in two, the second one?
1: He's I've, in the second, yeah, one. Maybe okay. the second one. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I know he's a like a rapey hoodlum in one. Oh of them. yeah, yeah.
1: Which is pretty hilarious. Yeah. That's for
4: Jeff Goldblum. Like, Goldblum. What? What? No. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. Don't. I think he. I think. I don't think it's the second one. It's the first one where he he just has like one line. It's like I have the area cordoned off. yeah good. You know. Uh, <laughs> so good. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what? This is totally on it's top. It's like, like on the, the upper, upper west side. side.
1: I was watching a, a bit of uh, speaking of good exploitation films. I watched a bit of uh, Scarface uh, just a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the opening, and I just thought this was entertaining, so I'm going to bring it up. Is uh, when uh, Tony Montana is being um, sort of you know in, uh, interrogated by the cops in the very beginning, Al Pacino, um, and uh, one of the, the cop that's interrogating him is uh, not Charles Durning, but is voiced by Charles Durning. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was wow. like, because they don't see his face. I was like, <clears throat> oh, I didn't know Charles Durning was in this movie, and it shows the guy's face. I'm like. That is not Charleston. <laughs> it was absolutely awesome. And, uh, Interesting. And, uh, one of the two things I appreciate the, about, about that movie, outside of the amazing George Moroto soundtrack, is that that's right. It is uh, like that is a movie that it like it's amazing fun. I'm glad It's become sort of a, a cult classic, and it's unbelievably scary and crazy. It is also awesome that uh, there are, I believe, two actually Hispanic people in that movie. Everybody else is either white or Italian playing Cubano. Right. <laughs> like I was just like, this uh, this may not play as well today yeah. as it did back <laughs> It's gonna get a little asterisk next to its name. When yeah. you when you have Robert Loggia playing uh, uh, someone from uh, Colombia, like that's uh, that's a strange step. Yeah. But in any case, we recommend these things because they're still fun movies. Yeah. Um, but yes. Yeah, okay. So-, so we're introduced
0: basically to this woman. You know, just before you know the credit starts, mm. and basically you see all right, her role is she's got a vendetta, she's out to get people that have, are destroying black people's lives, In- yes specifically for her, it was her her, her sister,
3: sister yeah. right her little sister, yeah, her little sister so so. Carry on. So now uh, – OK. So uh, should I go beat by beat through the whole movie or should I just kind of like get a – okay. yeah, Whatever you okay. want to do. Yeah, whatever you want to do. All right. So then uh, then at the hospital, she bumps into a friend of hers, uh, Carter, who is right. a uh, cop or detective.
1: Oh, a nice cop.
3: Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, but it, Is accompanied by other cops. Yes. The other cops on the force are definitely dirty, which and, is something and, they talk about
0: right. quite a bit. Quite a bit. Uh, pretty much if they're white and they're a cop, they're bad. They're bad.
3: And Carter is a black cop and therefore good.
1: Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's the, this is how the movie works, and it should work. Yes, right.
3: it's yeah. Excellent. yeah, and Pam Greer basically, they have a little discussion in the car where basically she's like, "So, like, why don't you guys just, you know, who these guys are? They're famous. Like, they go to clubs and parties and such. Right. Why don't you just go arrest these people?" Right. He's like, "Well, you know, it's not that compli- You know, it's it's not that easy. It's pretty complicated." And he, she's and basically her retort is like, "No, it's not that hard. It's, it's pretty straightforward. Th- yeah, the like, law is in I- for a piece of the action." <clears> so. Can we do something about right. this? And right. Carter basically says like I'm trying, um, which yeah it ends up getting um, uh, reemphasized later on when she actually hears overhears a phone call that Carter has with his partner, where his partner is basically like, "You have to take the money, man. Are you not gonna take yeah, the money? Right, right, right. You, you got to take the money." And Carter straight re- re- refuses. And then literally maybe thirty seconds after he hangs up the phone, in burst Sid Haig and yep. another one of their goons, and they <coughs> just beat the living hell out of Carter. Yeah. Put him in a and, coma. Yeah, 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 and coffee, yeah. and also grope her. Right. Um, and, and, like, and molest her and, and all of that, but, like... Uh, don't worry there's it's
1: not rapey yeah um, no, it doesn't get yeah, that it's, far it's, it's, it's like, groping but it's not rapey. yes no yeah, indeed yeah. um and then like and it's and that's an example of like this is the kind of salacious movie this is like it's more of a sexual harassment it's way it's pretty bad it's pretty <laughs> it's, it's pretty it's it's, bad it's, I, and, and like so like the movie is like these movies sort of split the difference between condemning what they're showing and showing it to you because that's why people had yeah. shown up in the movie. Well, like, well, like the <laughs> so. only two
3: real moments of, if I'm remembering correctly, of like sexual, quote unquote, violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, like all the other nudity in the movie is women who are willingly taking their clothes off for a role or to uh, right. g- gain some sort right. of, they are all independent. There are two exceptions to that. Uh, one is Sid Haig groping uh, Pam Greer right. and Sid Haig does not, it, things do not go well for Sid Haig in this movie. And then also <laughs> uh, Arturo threatens uh, a photographer in the club and right. threatens to cut her tit off for taking his photo sure. and yeah. and, right. and uh, right. you know, takes the photo. And those are, if I remember correctly, the only two like male on Women, sexual violence, right. things, and both of those people are punished, and it is oh, shown yeah, yeah. to be bad. Like the, because the, 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 right.
1: like the, the point of like the point of the view of the film is like it is you know against you know like it, it's like we it, it agrees the movie agrees with us on on these on this kind sure. of stuff, but it is also you know meant to be uh, sort of ridiculous, trashy, fun at the same time, and that's like what they're selling tickets with. So the, so there's lots. Oh, of there's a, are, there's a
0: scene like you know. I thought, you know what? We we went actually pretty far. I said we would go three minutes before seeing boobs. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I think you know,
1: there was I think it slipped in about thirty seconds in. It did, it yeah, did. Yeah. But
0: there there's literally a scene in this film where it's like five girls fighting and a bunch of dudes watching
1: Yeah. And it's exciting. Sure,
3: yeah, like- it
4: is the greatest cat fight. Ever yeah, committed. It, we'll, get, we'll get to the specifics, pretty much
0: page. the the, the fight—it <laughs>
4: was, was the dirty whore fight. It was great. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ridiculous.
0: And the whole point of the fight was. Nude. For girls to go, ah, my naked, top fell off. Yeah, naked my top, top fell yeah. off. Yeah. My to- Like how many, like these it's girls like, are wearing se- the worst it happens color. like seven
1: times. Yes. <laughs> but okay. I will also say this. It's the fighting
3: okay. in it is smart. The mm-hmm. way that Pam Greer approaches fighting <laughs> oh, each yeah, of them. It's yeah. not just like a slap. Like in a lot of movies where you have a, a some bad skinamax movie where you have this kind of cat fight where the point is to get them to rip their, to- right. uh, their tops off. Right. It's just a lot of. Nail scratching and this and that, right. and that is not how this movie treats it. Pam Grier straight trounces these. Oh yeah. and also the, look, the razors in the hair. We, with the the razors. Razor. One of my favorite yeah, moments in, in in movies is yeah, and, Pam Grier putting razors in her afro, being like, the, "Touch oh, my hair, awesome. I dare the, you." And, yeah. And, yeah. And, I and, and, we, and we
1: sort of brought up uh, the thing that I love, like the scene. Just and that scene goes goes on and on. But the thing that I like about it is that it also points out how uh, crude and lewd the men are in the scene who are watching this and enjoying it. Which is at very least pointing the finger at the audience for doing exactly the same exactly. thing. So, like, yeah. it's a very, like, these things, as, as much as they are doing them, they're also commenting on the fact that this is something that you're getting off on as, as just as, 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 as much like, as half the, the audience is And, and off the
0: from. people that are getting off on it are bad guys. Are so, bad guys so, basically, yeah. they're labeling you as bad So, like, it's, bad like people. It's,
1: it has, it, and like, I, I think at least at some level, it has an intentionality to it right. that people can, even, even today, where, like, you'd never. Film scene like this today for any modern movie. That's um, another
0: thing, yeah. Like, uh, like because well, the the, can the, get the, con- that, the
1: context of this thing, I think that you can you can appreciate it in its time for what it is, and the sort of the there's a little bit of. We
0: need to have more nudity in films
1: of, for everybody. I yes. love, I love for everyone for yes. for men and women, absolutely any orientation. I think this is a great idea. I yeah, think it's hysterical. Game of Thrones does this at the very least.
2: Yeah, it does. Like, everyone
1: is, I think, is required to be naked on Game of Thrones. Not anymore. Yeah, that's true. It as on, it, as it
0: got, as it progressed, they were taking their clothes off less and less.
1: Yeah, but they 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 got the numbers out of the gate by I think literally everybody walking on screen naked and then putting on their armor and then fighting. Right. <laughs> it sells tickets, and I think that we shouldn't deny. Well, that it's sells it's tickets.
0: something that it's it's weird that, it, so okay, the, one of the reasons why movies stopped having nudity like in a big way mm-hmm. is that. Uh, for a long time, movies were uh, – uh, the best way to sell a movie post-theatrical release mm-hmm. was uh, DVD sales, right? Yeah, and, and the number one DVD sales place was Walmart. Right. And Walmart refused to sell any movie that had any nudity because of the religious backgrounds of right. the Walmart family. So, Oh, I didn't know the, they were religious. Yeah, very. <laughs> Uh, something new? Okay. I yeah. think there should be closed captioning. The face you just made yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. The, the squinty eyes of sarcasm coming yes. out of Eric. Yeah. Oh, but uh, what are you saying? That's not something possible, possible. new. <laughs> Steve Austin.
2: <laughs> That's right. But Get it, out of there,
0: in any you. case, the fact is, it's like if you had any nudity in your film, you wouldn't be sold post. Uh, you know, whatever. But now no one freaking cares about DVD sales anymore because right. everything is streaming.
1: <laughs> right. And So there's buckets new to the
3: everywhere. Well, and yes. pornography
4: exists in, and, in, yes. in in ways that it did not but exist But this is in, thing, in, with the thing, like you yeah. watch such. those movies and it's almost like in 70s porn which I'm familiar with. Um, <laughs> I've,
1: I've seen the photos.
4: Um, <laughs> it's always like those setup up scenes and the living rooms are where they are. It's like some like that party scene it's just like oh dude I mean everything's like
1: it's like, like, a, it's like oh like, <laughs> it's, it's awesome it's like in um, in uh, Boogie Nights when uh, oh it's it, genius like, dude like angels live in my town and Boogie Nights like I love angels live in my town as much as I love the movie that it is in like I love Boogie Nights but and I would watch all of Angels Live in My Town. <laughs> like, that's one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my I life. Say,
3: I actually only watch porn on 35mm. That's like been, know, Celluloid exactly and nothing like it's it's they would just those bring that back to the New 70s Beverly. 70s porn, <laughs>
4: like uh, L.A. porn. It's like the houses, the locations, yeah. the interior design of all that stuff. It was just it's like, magical. it was almost like, you know, uh, in those old films, mm-hmm. like the acting's really flat and stupid and mm-hmm. then it, it's like two minutes of that and then sex. Right. Here it's almost like the really well, you can cut in
2: oh, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah, film
4: yeah. and then like they're at the party and then cut to an interior bedroom scene and yeah, probably and work roll. together. Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. It, it's that's like true. a really thought out dialogue yeah. and yeah. then porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: very true. Because the there's some scenes I was like, wait right. a minute. This and is probably like, actually in the same location. Probably the same yeah. film
4: stock because yeah, they true. were probably grabbing film stock. Oh short, you know. oh, short
1: ends and all that. That's yeah. right. Yeah, That's exactly.
4: what I'm saying. So as the same way the, the, the porn guys were in the valley in right. the 70s. So it was like they probably got to the same place. And, because I noticed like when they dragged him and then you see the dummy at the end, that red blood, right. just like the red of it was so like um, – So red. Yeah, so it's red, like red, but red, but it was yeah, like, like an Suspiria earthquake red. 74, yeah, you know, like red. there's kind of like, ah, well, that, that's, that's what's interesting
0: now is because I, I was thinking about that because the blood in this movie, it, there's a lot of it, yeah. but it's so not, doesn't look like blood. But for a long time when I was a kid, I would see mi- movies and that, that very bright red mm-hmm. was the color of blood that I knew because of the movies that I remember from
1: as a kid. What? No, no. the thing is, I mean, we know – as we are humans, we know what that looks like. And so right. now
0: blood is like very dark and brown right. in movies, right? right? Like brown or, or very dark brown. Like right. Or yeah.
3: rich maroon. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, right. very – but that's the way – I mean, it looks like real blood or it right. looks like the way blood – but back then it was like, no, we have to make it bright red.
1: Right. So, you, well, the thing is, I, mean, I think I think it's that the there's processing. something. I think that there's something to it in that, like, oh, the shock of actually seeing, like, if you bleed your own blood, yeah. <laughs> like, it's really shocking, you know. And, sure. Like, I've gotten bad, like badly cut, <laughs> and it's like it's such a vivid experience to see that. That emotionally, right? Um, do you think it? I think that that's emotionally what it feels redder. It feels. Oh, well, it feels. It, it feels more intense, right? And there's not a way could to it. Really
4: also, pardon me. Could it also be the way they're processing it? Yeah. And do you know how sometimes sure. they run film through different batches. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you know, like so, if a big film was going through, you would get your short ends through a batch for a universal picture or something. So right. it's almost like the yellows and the magentas are different. I know it's kind of – but there's something about that those colors right. on some of those cheaper-made films that right. you're like, that's not – but there's something so cool about it.
1: I mean, because but, it, is that, like, it is that magenta, weird purplish tone. That they, yeah, that because pitch. I just
4: did purplish. one of the pictures of you right. uh, for the podcast. So I color grade our traditional photos mm-hmm. – into the scene. And I was like, man, I had to push the magenta, like yeah, way just out. to like grade that. And I was like, wow, what are yeah, they? Weird. And then add the grain and there's so much in there. It's but like, at the
1: same time, there's a, there's a it's like, um, it may have to like, uh, with Taxi Driver, the ending of Taxi Driver, which is like a complete carnage yes. fest, right? Uh, the MPAA, I believe this, I think this is true, um, made Scorsese uh, dial it to Brown instead of, uh, okay, right. intent, yeah, intent, instead, right. of instead of red <laughs> because it was overwhelming uh, and so I think that there's a there's a, there's a sort of like uh, ratings emotional component it's that interesting is
0: going on. yeah. so lo- uh, one of the things that uh, my, my wife's a flame artist I've mentioned this before but she does a lot of treatment and so one of the things she used to do she doesn't do it anymore but in the early days she used to do basically a lot of treatment of trailers mm-hmm. because trailers are supposed to be green so they're technically supposed to be PG. Right, right. Right? That you have Ren rated trailers and then you see the green trailers. Right. So even if it's an R-rated movie, the trailer is approved for you to watch as a PG trailer, even though right. it might seem so, – which is bullshit because in the context of the entire trailer, it's clearly an R-rated film. Sure, right. But they basically – each individual shot is treated as its own little thing. Right. So there's shots which she's had to do where there's blood on the person like in a horror film of some kind and so she's supposed to either remove the blood right if they have money <laughs> right <laughs> if they don't have money she make does a, a, a treatment called <coughs> uh, uh, blood to mud so basically they would take the blood <laughs> right. and she would color correct it to make it look like mud <laughs> right so right, it right, just right. looks like dark brown right, right, right. right but it's
1: like clearly it's blood but it's like I, no it's mud i understand the the intention of the MPAA I, and I'm not against the MPAA. But they it mean does, well. They mean well. It does end up in some... Do they mean r- well? I, I think they mean well. They don't do well. <laughs> I think they think they mean well, even
3: if they end up not meaning well they, to they, the rest of us. Yes,
1: exactly. They, they, yeah. they, are, they, are, they have some confused ideas <laughs> that, uh, that are often around sex and violence that I think are, uh, that are revealing of um, an ethos that I am... Unfamiliar with. Well, let's put it that way. Like I don't, sure. I don't exactly know how they, like how you process the idea of like, well, you know, you can say fuck like three times, but four, right out. Well,
3: I can say that's when the devil gets you. I can say fuck you, <laughs> right, and that's fine. But I can't say I'm going to fuck you, yeah, because the, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, by making it a sexual act, instant R, even though it's the same exact
1: word. Yeah, no, it's insane. Yeah. It's insanity. And like, and my my big beef with them is uh, over. Like the idea of PG thirteen and NC seventeen, like that's like having like you might as well call it really PG and really R. Like what the what the fuck? Like it's ridiculous. Like if you like if R means uh, restricted, <laughs> then that's what it means. By creating NC seventeen, you're creating a um, a limitation for filmmakers that they have to now work under because a bit that's essentially it uh, it it's it creates a puritan ethic uh that's mostly against sex uh where filmmakers are now required to not deliver <laughs> NC17 because it's embarrassing and people won't be em- don't want to be embarrassed going to the movies as, even though they're adults. Well,
3: and there's a lot of theaters that won't show that, like the movie right. just as a flat. No. We will just not out. show N C seventeen under yeah. any circumstances, even if it's like a weird you know, it's an interesting art film and it's that because it shows consensual no. gay sex between two loving partners. Right. right. Nope,
1: yep. nope, nope, nope. Can't have it. Yeah. Yep. This, is, yeah, this is this is this is de facto porn. No, like yeah, like it, Gas Gaspar and, uh and uh, right. and some and some really some Beautiful legitimate, movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean those are great show like, girls. The, <laughs> oh, showgirls! The
3: postmodern, absolutely masterpiece, except I, for that horrible I, rape scene. I, showgirls.
1: I have to. I have to. I have to find my love of Showgirls because I love everything that Verhoeven's ever done. I need to find my center with Showgirls. I,
3: I, I can I can tell you exactly how to do that. Okay. On the Blu-ray uh-huh. and the DVD. Yeah. And if you don't have this, I will loan it to you. Okay. Done. There is a commentary track called mm-hmm. "The Greatest Movie Ever Made." Oh my God. And there is a uh, a, a, a a gay gentleman in uh, Seattle. I want to say it is who um, was just doing screenings of Showgirls mm-hmm. as like a live screening, and he just stopped the movie every now and then talk about. This great scene. What's oh, man, happening that's here? Awesome. What's funny about it? And then he got a call one day from MGM, and he's like, "Oh, they're going to tell me to knock it off." And they're like, "No, no, no, no."
2: Can you come and do the commentary?
3: Yeah, Ver- yeah Verhoeven and them oh, have awesome. no interest in doing the commentary in this movie because, as Verhoeven once said, sure. it was kind of like watching a butterfly turn into a caterpillar. For him. Um, <laughs> and like, and so yeah, it is just this. It is this wonderfully fabulous gay man. Mm-hmm walking you through the wonders of oh showgirls and yes. why, like what you need to pay attention to right. what the reoccurring things are. And then, yeah, when they get to that horrifying rape scene, he just says, you know what? Just skip ahead on this one. You don't need to, <laughs> well, the I mean, mean like the, it's I, here I, for if you want it, but like,
1: I mean, don't. I like intellectually, I fully understand the, uh, I think we're still in the bounds of this punk of this particular podcast, because we're talking about like essentially trash art cinema with, yes. with, <laughs> um, and, uh, Verhoeven, like, uh, intellectually, I know what he is about regarding showgirls because it, I understand it completely in Starship Troopers and RoboCop and you know, ev- everything else that he's done. That is a essentially a you know a, I don't know if it's the right word, but a farce. That like like it is like Starship Troopers is a very nasty comedy um, that plays itself off as plays itself straight to be as sort of darkly comic. Well, it's it is. like
3: a fascist remake of all quiet on the Western front. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Except they exactly. win instead of they lose. Right. And, and it celebrates Nazism in the end. Yeah. Like that's the gag because like the, I remember clearly the audience that I was with when Doogie Hauser walks out and he looks like a
0: freaking SS. Officer. He looks like an SS <laughs> yeah. officer.
1: Right. And he heads his hand, holds his hand up to the brain bug and reads the brain bugs mind. And he goes, it's afraid. And ah.
2: the fucking
1: audience I was with was like, yeah, and applauded. I was like, no, that is the opposite of what you should be doing right now. And it's amazing That's that movie, how you can make someone a Nazi. Yeah, that's all like so, so his point, easily. Yeah, exactly. His point is like even though the movie is obviously making fun of this, I can still manipulate you into supporting it for real. Yeah. And it's a, and he's an incredibly like he's a genius. He's a genius, filmmaker. He's one of, one of the great filmmakers. It almost in seemed
0: interesting years. if like at the end of the movie after you know like the the, the just before the credits starting goes just him going if you applauded these moments, that's how easy it is to become a Nazi. Yeah, exactly.
1: exactly. Like if you actually <laughs> did, said that? And I and I remember when it came out, like people completely <clears throat> missed on something that seems so obvious to us right now when you watch it. Uh when it came out, like people completely missed the idea of what the movie was saying. Yeah and were angry at it for being fascist. When I'm like yeah, it, it's utterly fascist. That's the joke. But it's totally. But it's, uh, yeah, but, yeah. But it's against it. It's it showing you how bad that is. <laughs> it is an anti-fascist yeah. film. But because the problem is, is that, that
0: the heroes of the film right. are the fascists. Right. Exactly.
3: Exactly. It's the problem with any <sighs> satire is if it's good enough, the uh, both sides will claim it I as felt, their own. I, I, right, right.
0: What right. I felt when I was watching that movie, I felt like Kiss at a Spider Woman, when the guy is telling me the story of like this thing is like, wait a minute, I'm watching a fucking nazi movie yeah
1: yeah yeah. you know it was like oh it's i mean it's it's spectacular because this is actually like i feel the same way about we should do a different podcast about this but uh i could talk for like seven hours on inglorious bastards okay and uh and uh, it's weird to me that people miss the gag in that movie which is like that that the good the quote good guys of the movie are in any other context villains like they're right. terrorists. Like that's what's happening. Right. And, uh, and it's and, it, the and French resistance. <laughs> like and they and they pointed out by having a movie within the movie. Right. In which you're watching the same. It's the same movie. You know. Like the uh. You know. Like the the Germans make their movie. Right. And it's basically the same gag, and they're all cheering for it because they are Nazis and it's on their side. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's what we are also doing in a larger context of this film. Like you would right. not find like, yeah. like when you take something like, um, you know, uh, Brad Pitt and his crew, like they are referred to as terrorists in the movie. Right. Uh, and they're committing war crimes. They're committing yeah, war you're crimes. You're not allowed to scalp people. Right. Uh, and, uh, and the people that they like, for instance, the, uh, the Nazi soldier or the, the German soldier, uh, I believe he's also a Nazi, but the German soldier that they kill with a bat, like, is not represented as um, as a automatically bad person. In fact, he's like he is doing something that we would normally think of as like he is standing uh, standing up against cruel treatment. He's like, well, you're going to have to beat me to death because I'm not going to give up my guys. Like that's the whole thing. Yet we are cheering for him to be beaten to death because of who he is. And the context of what we're seeing, when in any other context, this is the bad thing to be doing. And the facts of it are identical. And I think that's brilliant. And I've tried to bring this up before and people are like, What are you crazy? What are you anti American? <laughs> like, no, wait a minute. Yeah. I swear to God. Yeah. So yeah, like I'm I'm in terms of showgirls, I fully understand yeah. what we're coming down on. I just when I saw it, I was like, Oh get it.
0: <laughs> it is it is, it is so great. Let me ask you this, Diane. Yeah, yeah. Are you for or
1: against waterboarding? <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, not shockingly against waterboarding. Uh, yeah, no, I was uh I was I was uh, I was I was one of those um when we were going to be going to war in Iraq, I was one of those dudes in the street protesting against it and having bottles thrown literally at my head for it. Um and uh and now it turns out that I was right. <laughs> no one's right. like that I dare.
0: So where were we? Le- where do we left leave off? On uh, the plot? Here, uh, yes. Where we left
3: off was uh, see here. Uh, Carter just got beaten to death, or it was just got beaten into a coma. Yes, um, by uh, the, the 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 well the the yeah, the, the gangsters in the uh, who have been connected to the bad cops. Um, and uh, let's see here. Uh, at that point, uh, Pam Greer vows revenge uh, against Carter and for the people who also beat her up. Um, but and- she also has a name. She has a name at this point. <laughs> yes.
0: Which is uh, uh, what's his name? the the, the pimp or
1: yes. Uh, what is it? Uh, I think. Uh, with the Pimp's name. Yeah, uh, King King George. King George. King George. Yes. Yeah. King so George. she has Also name. has an
3: amazing theme song. Oh, Yeah. 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 George. George. Uh, <laughs> he's the okay. man. Yeah. So so, okay. so awesome. Um, his car
1: was the best. Everything about oh, King George is amazing, yeah. and there's also a great. Uh, like and he's, not a, a, not he's a classic, outfit.
0: straight up pimp.
1: Oh yeah. Well, the things like I his
0: hat, his clothes. everything. here's a great
1: example of the. The, the style and tone of the movie, and for like who the you know who the movie is made for is like this is people making fun of pimps like, and he is he is ridiculous in oh, the movie. he wears a cape, he carries a cane, yeah, he
3: has a jumpsuit that can only be rivaled right. rivaled by Bones in the original Star Trek uh, yeah. the, uh the original picture <laughs> so like it is it it is yeah he is yeah. he is straight pimping like, the whole time this it is the, is the most yeah, awesome it's yeah. so
1: it's so awesome and so ridiculous and uh, and this is you know like for like. Uh, as this, uh, the movie was you know like it was like I said it was a crossover hit. The movie was intentionally like originally intended for black black audiences because that's you know like this is this is who they're you know like, that's uh, just like this is who we're going to sell it to in terms of like uh, marketing right. Um, and so this is what like this is making like this is making fun of this kind of stereotype. <sighs> for people that also hate pimps. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, 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 everyone who is watching this movie and in the intended audience also thinks this is ridiculous. Right. And so he's played as kind of a clown. What I think is really fantastic about it is that the guy who's playing him, very, very good actor, also you recognize him as the police chief in RoboCop. Okay. Uh, he's awesome. Uh, uh, Robert uh, Ducuy. Yes, that's right. And yeah, he's, he's also in Nashville. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. He's a great actor. and uh, And he plays him sympathetically, like I was real, I was uh, to watch that again. I was like, this dude, you know, he's played totally as a joke. Oh my God, his
0: death is the worst. But it's
1: really, really, like he has a a weird, sweet sadness (laughs) to him that is totally unexpected for what the setup for that character is. Really, really amazing.
0: So she has a name, and she's she's going. So keep going. Yeah. So she
3: uh, so she goes now to um, let's see here a uh, to to a to a junkie essentially uh, with with the name to find out like basically the next name up on the ladder. Pamir goes in maybe one of the most amazing pairs of red plaid pants. Anyone has ever wearing. Oh, it's incredible. Oh, okay. yes. are, incredible. Yeah, incredible. that is one like one of my like the costuming in this movie is oh, it's over staunch. the top she bananas. Looks,
1: she looks, she makes literally everything look completely uh, like commanding and amazing. Oh, yeah, and like the but those plaid pants are like there is no one she has on the m- earth right now body who can on make,
0: her that is oh every, inc- everything like I mean incredible. she's beautiful everything you can and say the about costumes her. just make that
1: like. Yeah. F- Fabulous. The, movie, the movie leans hard into the fact that she's gorgeous for sure, but it like there are plenty. She's not of, just gorgeous; she is sexy. Yeah, and then, well, that's a see that's a difference, right? Is because there is like, a difference the, because like because she's not like Grace Kelly, right? This. Exactly. <laughs> the, but the thing is that like sexiness comes from personality. Like, oh you yeah. Can, like you, there's plenty of people who are really good looking, but she's also but, sexy
3: because of she's smart and powerful yeah right. this is
1: like it's all yeah. the whole thing comes right. together and she like,
3: owns her sexuality in every scene yeah, there's exactly. no like 100
1: how are you doing this to right. me no
3: yeah, there's no weakness right. yeah, exactly
1: and, and 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 the fact that like those plaid pants are like the level of her uh unbelievable controller of the movie because there's no one i can imagine male or female who could wear that and make it work yes like, no absolutely She is like this is literally it oh you see that and you're like That's
4: insane. There was something to the – hey, guys, how you doing? Um, There was something to her – there was a scene where she was with the politician and she was walking to the bathroom after they made love. And she's like, oh, you made me laugh.
2: Yeah.
4: And then the way – I don't know if you get the implications of that, but it was like – I was like that – I've never seen an actress – Say that uh, with, right, what right, she was implying. Right. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I will get more you. She said something like, "I'll get more from you," or so. Like, yeah. let me just get more from you. Yeah, and I was like, "Wow, that is like totally." A wo- I was like, "Oh, I'm- it's
1: insane!" And like, and I have to say, like, uh these, the sexuality in the movie. There's the, the talking about sexuality that was like is, a, is, a totally
4: free woman. Yeah. like post. You yeah, know, it's amazing. The pill, it's amazing. It's in, just in a way like, that
1: is that is simply not true now. Like, this this is not like. <sighs> Like this is like everything that's talked about sexually in the movie is completely open, completely unselfconscious, and totally in control for every character that talks about it.
0: It was. It's interesting that you say that because I was thinking about you know exactly the way Eric was describing was that women are like it seems like at that moment, at that exact moment, like Mm -hmm. the point of feminism Mm -hmm. made more sense. As in now, it seems like we've lost sense
4: of it a little bit. When did the the pill come out? 71? Probably, yeah. Somewhere in that name. Right? Right. Broadly, 71, 72. Sounds about right. There was something about that because –
1: they, you know, it's re- I mean, it's real. It's well, real. You don't forget, Barbarella is
4: 68. Sure. And yeah. while well, Barbarella
3: is infinitely more problematic. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, that's. Uh, <laughs> but, like, that was <laughs> that's, the. That's a male that's gaze. What, yeah, yeah, exactly. Was I mean, yeah.
3: That. Robert Vadim was a total piece of shit. But, like, it was going for that same kind of idea of the, you know, the the most sexually free, independent, feminist woman. And, yeah, there's a reason that, like, a couple years afterward, even Jane Fonda was like, oh, shit, what did I do? Yeah, Like, I. I. I was going for that, but we
1: missed yeah, exactly. I mean, by a whole lot. Yeah, exactly. Right. But I mean, like, uh, yeah, I think you're like you're right on the money because, like, I mean, once you had people being able to take control over their own she lives. She took
4: control. She said, you made me laugh. Right. No, it's, <clears> only, <throat> it's so, so awesome. it's, it yeah. fell out, yeah, and it's like I'll just get more. It was just right. like he just kind of was sitting there, okay. Yeah, there was like it's a her so, powerful figure, and, it's and that,
1: It was a liberated woman, absolutely, and it's something <laughs> you get, like that you don't certainly don't see today, and certainly like you don't see. Raunchy, too, Raunchy, and, right? Yeah, and, like, and, and and it's not like it's not something you can do in ho- in regular Hollywood films of the time either. Maybe some like, John Wayne films, yeah, of course, John Wayne, very progressive. Oh mm. God! <laughs> Wasn't there a scene like that in The Searchers? Oh,
4: you made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, no, uh, there was a scene where he's super racist against Indians, though. Oh my God, yeah, that's a, it. A couple of those, yeah. Comanche, Comanche, <laughs> uh, In any case, yeah, no, like the 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 uh, the way that the movie attacks what it's talking about is really bold, bracing, and uh, what I would think in today's climate would be considered very brave. And uh and uh and it's all in service of like a really I said I mean I hate to say it, but a trashy good time. Like it's a it's like this is a fucking revenge movie and it pays it off. Like this isn't Oh like it's hardcore. Not, it's like it is now I think this is a really intense statement movie on many, many levels. But it never lets that overwhelm the fact that you're there to like have a good time watching, exactly. You know, and I think that's like that's the real key. It's to what's definitely happening. a revenge film.
3: Well, right. there's so many of those exploitation movies that like use a horrifying rape scene as just an excuse to get some nudity into the movie. Yeah, just this mechanism. And it's gross, and it's dirty, and it's it, cheap. I mean, it, it, it's yeah, cheap. it's cheap. It's, yeah, super it's cheap. the yeah. grossest kind of right. dude. I don't want to be watching this, or I certainly don't want to be complicit in being okay with, right. okay with watching this. Where all of the nudity, all of the, the you know, almost all the sex in this movie is. On, I guess the best possible terms you yeah, could exactly. but
4: here's a, ask right. nudity here's to be on. Here's a question: on. How would you perceive this movie if the lead was an A cup? Yeah, well,
0: I, I, I think that's uh, the it, breasts like, are extremely large. Yeah, yeah. okay, it's, it's, true. it's but like, e, there's it like yeah, be like e cup there's on those. Yeah, and like, it's
4: just like okay, I get it. There's it adds this sexualized energy. Yeah, to everything. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like,
0: but even when she's
1: not nude her breasts are like yeah. I mean, in your vision i didn't, I didn't notice like a, that part but yeah <laughs> <laughs> well what, what, what you're saying i mean like the, if
4: she was a cop would this movie come fl- out well flat? yeah the thing is i, I think yeah oh man <laughs> no i didn't oh, mean it man, that no. way but <laughs> i did in retrospect,
1: retrospect. <laughs> but that's but the thing is like uh yeah no, i think i think what uh like i mean the, the fact it. the fact i, don't that know. I think is, it'd be a bust. Oh, God. what a douche me. this is what we asked to get clipped out right here but the, uh, but the the idea that like the sexuality is like right uh, on like uh, I, there's no way to like, – it's, it's all bad jokes if I if I say it the wrong way. So it's like the, that it's so uh, direct and obvious all the time. That breasts are important? That – yeah. Well, it's part of the – like this is part it's, of the everything characterization. Is everything, everything is, is, everything do you is think, to affect the audience. Do
0: you – okay. Right? All right. Let me ask you guys this. Do you believe that the breasts are there to bring in the crowd?
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes. But, but also
3: represent the power and what's it – Well, I would also say this. Like so when – Fincher was casting um, Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. He had the character who sleeps with Ben Affleck's girlfriend in that. Right. And he ended up casting Emily Rachowski. Right. And uh, the reason he cast that is he's like, I needed somebody who every woman, when she, she saw her in you know, in the movie, would cross their arms and be like, oh, you piece of shit. Right. And every guy would kind of lean forward and be like, ah, uh, wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah, of uh, I don't know if I could say like no. And that's what Pam Greer's breasts, I feel, do in this movie. Because- they make every man. Putty in her hands because yeah. there's no man in this movie in, who reacts to her in any way. Other than, right from the beginning, that. Oh man, I have
4: to waste a hot chick like you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, right, the, what happens to your-
2: me, right from the beginning, <laughs>
0: and I swallowed something. Right from the beginning, exactly. You, you nailed it. Like when the guy goes to the car, it's like you put some trash. Oh wait a minute, not that one. Like and and honestly speaking, my reaction is like, yeah, you're you're I don't. You're not turning that away. Yeah.
3: Like it's it's very unless that's the whole point of your character right. as well. Right.
1: right. Like is that the like uh for me it's like the, the on, at one level it's you know it's you know, like this is frankly there to bring in the audience and put, you know, uh asses in the seeds. Like that's yep. what it's for. Um and there are plenty of movies that do this that like you're saying, where it's 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 just a cheap thing because, you know, like men want to see boobs and so we can get them to pay money for it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But these are entire smart boobs. Right. Yes. Well, well, yeah, but this is what, what I'm saying. Right? Like, it's like it's absolutely true that that is the effect. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then the movie she's it's like itself. like a black Marilyn Monroe. By the way, the movie itself the, points out what you are doing. Like the movie is like the movie doesn't release you from the criticism yeah. as it's going on. So like that, like it is a, like ca- like casting Pam Greer for what she looks like as well as the fact that she's fucking totally awesome. Cause she's like,
0: using that as an asset for herself.
1: Yeah. And not only that, the movie is using that <laughs> as a tool against the audience. And that's yes. what's really, really great. Yes. And so like, that's great. Like, it's a very, it's a really, it's a, it's a dumb. and subtle thing that, that make, I noticed. It's a really powerful. If aspect. you
4: watch the trailer for this film and you watch the trailer for hook. Identical, identical.
1: obviously, in mean, Dustin it, Hoffman.
4: It's just like, what? <laughs> Run it side by side. Identical trailers.
1: <laughs> but It's very true. It's true. It's very true. That's yeah. the false moment here. Yeah, the- yeah, just in case. <laughs> the only
0: thing, though, is a Tinkerbell belt. Small-
1: Oh, my golly. Yeah, see, we weren't going to even bring this up, and now we're spending half the show on it. But, like, this is the thing. Sorry, Kevin Most of those (laughs) guys, though, regret. Like,
4: the guys leaving after beating up uh, Carter, Mm. they're like, oh, man, look at this. You know, he tries to get a piece of that. When she was locked up in the jacuzzi outside or whatever that steam room, Right. guy's like, oh, you know, what a waste. You know, which was his demise as well. And it just is like how— what suckers we are for power.
1: Well, and things, men, like, like men are, and I think I hate to be super sexist against men, but we are very easily manipulated by exactly what's going on in this movie. And uh, and that's. Like, sure. And, and that's part of what the movie is, like, both doing and saying simultaneously. And that's why I think it's sort of interesting.
4: Could you say this film. Now, we don't know what the reviews are at that time. <clears throat> and I touched on it a little bit earlier, not that. Could you say this film is pornographic in a way? The way it exploits things? Because I can imagine a 68-year-old, 73-year-old woman in 1974 saying it's pornographic.
1: Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely would imagine. Like an
4: old school... Listen,
1: I can't... You don't...
4: (laughs) No, but it's exploitation. I I watched... You're talking about exploitation.
0: I I was sitting there when I was a late teenager. We were watching Pretty Woman... As a family. You were like teen when? No, whatever. I was like 17,
4: 16, something like that. When, pretty woman?
0: Yeah. How old are you? 71 is when I was born.
4: Okay. So, right. so you're older than me.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Like we do this every time. This is, a, this, is a, this is an ongoing thing. I'm trying to think Eric, when Eric Pretty Woman came 37. out. Anyway, my <laughs> grandmother <laughs> watched this and she seven, goes, I'm not 90, watching uh, this pornography. Like that.
1: Pornography, sure. She referred to
0: said. Pretty Woman as pornography.
1: That's, uh, that's, that's interesting. a bold I mean, statement. There's a, there's a lot. To unpack there. Yeah. Hector, uh, what's uh, Elizondo. Maybe that's it. So so my point is, like, listen,
2: (laughs) I I was going to bring it up earlier. Like, like,
0: we were talking about, like, you know, the the, the whole Walmart thing, whatever. And I may be completely wrong on this story. I heard it through someone else, so forget it. But someone told me that basically in some movie theater in Alabama, they wrote the, you know, the
3: movies that are playing. Uh And they wrote Heck Boy. Oh, yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Heck Boy. Instead of Hellboy.
1: Instead of Hellboy? <laughs> yep.
3: Right. Hmm. For the most recent release, yeah. Wow. You know, what's interesting is that
1: that is not the title of the movie. Yes. <laughs> the movie is Hellboy,
3: but hell is a swear word. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a uh, heck boy. I or, guess. Yeah. It's you know, okay. a
3: swear word, even though I'm pretty sure you could say hell in almost any situation. I
1: think, I think that is. And also, like, there, it's capital... Well, maybe it's because it's capitalized. Because it's, you know, his name, so it's capitalized, but also... It Capital is a major Hell's plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Hell is in the... Oh, He's right. not from that. Heck. It's H-E double hockey sticks boy. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah, I understand. I mean, that's, but this is the MPA thing. It's like the it's, MPA yeah. is around to, uh, to cater to that. S-
0: the point being that, that you're, there's, there's... My grandmother classified pretty woman as a porn. Well, so, I, mean, I, I, mean? I would
1: classify pretty woman as freakishly sexist. And 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 very disturbing. <laughs> but sure, I wouldn't classify it as porn.
0: Yeah, well, but. so is My Fair Lady.
1: Yeah, it's also true. <laughs> Which is the same movie. Yeah, all, you know, like, <laughs> yes. all the sort of like all the 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 negative spin versions of uh, what is the that classic um, myth about uh, the guy who sculpts the perfect sculpture and turns into a real person? Prometheus or not Prometheus? The, um,
3: uh, Pygmalion. Pygmalion. Pygmalion.
1: Okay. And like the like Pygmalion done right is. Uh, Shows that, uh, that uh, that uh, you like you like the Pygmalion, like the the sculptor is is the one who actually learns about becoming a real person. Like that is like like you you realize that you you are looking at other people as non-people. The idea of the story is to is to show that is to say stop having blinkers on. The sort of male satisfying version of the story is thank God Richard Gere showed up so uh, Julia Roberts can become a real person. Wait, like, do you mean
3: blinders, not blinkers? Blinkers. Blinders. Yeah, oh, okay, I've never heard him referred to as blinkers before. I was just yeah. imagining like, Maybe I'm just, click, no. click, 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 well, Sometimes, when you, sometimes, when, you, sometimes when you said blinkers, I thought
0: of
4: nipples. Oh my god. <laughs> this is...
0: The, the power of, of Pam going down The tubes. power of pre-
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> But <laughs> sorry, yes. at that time, Pam compels us.
4: <clears throat> at that time, this whole
0: podcast is going tits up.
1: Oh my god! This section. Okay, so we have <laughs> lost twenty minutes off the podcast right now. This is good. But the but yes, sorry. Please continue. The youngest man in the room.
4: <laughs> at that time, though, that could be the way she was dressed, and the extenuation of her breasts, and those outfits all the way down to the knee. Mm-hmm. That could be considered porn. And sure, the, and sure. it, was like it certainly really
1: it could be considered very action
4: and the, yeah. and, and the depth and the and the kind of yeah. The I mean, it seems the as though there are
1: movies like uh, what uh, uh, John Voight um, John Voight's movie with uh, oh, Midnight yeah, Cowboy. X. Um, was that and, rated X? That was originally yeah. rated X for essentially like
3: essentially implied gay sex. Yeah, that's right. Right. Exactly. it was yeah. way too much for people to obviously yeah. handle. Yeah, it's off-screen and you don't see it. Whoa, whoa, can't even think about that.
1: That's really that's too much. But yeah, no, I think that certainly at that time, it's amazing that like if they I were mean, trying Deep to Deep
4: Throat came out in what seventy two, seventy one, seventy two, right. and people went to go see that. Jackie O went really? to
1: go see it. And it was yeah, it was sort of considered a fashionable thing to do, yeah. right? And but but that 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 really speaks to not that you know, like Deep Throat is not a, a feminist movie, but it's like it is it no. shows to uh, yeah, like we can say not at all. But the uh, but. It it shows to it. It definitely speaks to the the intention towards uh, everyone being very sexually uh, like open about sexuality uh, at that time. Like people were really progressive about doing that and saying like if Jackie were Jackie O were going to see the movie, like that's a statement to make as as person. Would
0: you consider Behind the Green Door a feminist movie? I I have remember not seen Behind the Green, green
3: Door. door. I've not, not seen it. I've heard of it. Yeah. And it's one of those ones. I told you like,
4: my Behind the Green Door story. Yeah. With Tron. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: Uh, I would try not to know how this is going
1: to connect. This is going to be the X ray. This is going to be the Midnight Cowboy (laughs) podcast. My brother's friend
4: for uh, for Christmas, my parents had the beta and VHS. And Mark, who weren't just my brother was in Antigua with last week, uh, gave him, it said, Disney's Tron, but it was behind the green door for Christmas, oh, man. and my brother, of course, was in on the gag. He's like, "Ho ho ho!" Meanwhile, my brother and I w- oh,
2: were man. playing
4: outside, and my father's like, "How I old were I wanna-. you?" Oh, it was early '80s, dude, and it was just like I'm gonna watch Tron with my grandparents, and it was like so every oh, no. time I-, I hear behind the green door, Is that I what think Flynn's of- office looks like. I it was remember. unbelievable. Yeah, like it, it was like the wrath of it was uh, it was the funniest thing to totally. <laughs> my grandparents amazing. really Really, It really took him
1: for a whirl. <laughs> yeah, I <I'm> <laughs> tough on them. I think it's amazing that they got that far into it before they are like, wait, could, wait but, a second. What, <laughs> you know why? Have <laughs> you seen the movie? <laughs> but Dad you was the like,
0: like the beginning of it, it's like, this is a weird art film. Yes, <laughs> right. and my father, and like, of course, goes on like, this is not Tron.
4: So he fast forwards with visuals on and oh, stops. Oh, then, 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 what is this? Fast forward. Oh, stop. Man. Meanwhile, my grandparents get the rosary beads out. It was right, unbelievable. That's not a light cycle,
0: My
1: God, what is going on? Bruce Boxlight, no,
0: no, but it's an interesting film. Yeah, I will tell you this. Like, I watched, I, I, I've seen it because I, I like, I have to know about this film, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, uh I, I, I will. I will. I will. I'll preface this: This is a 1970s porn that can be classified possibly as an art film. Hmm. Uh, it's very. Very strange. It might as well be a a, a, a Godard film in some
1: way. Oh wacko! Wow. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. Okay. but it is very explicit. Is it like a dog just because the editing is so bad? I love <laughs> Godard. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> if, it, if it comes across it's that just way unintentionally, strange. It's just strange, yeah.
0: and it's just shot in a strange way, and it just like like yeah. you feel like you you feel like you're getting higher. Right. Like like you're literally. Like smoking a a bunch of dope as you're going through this. It's a surreal experience. Yeah, Yeah, like it's like okay, as the as the movie progresses, you're like, this is what it's like to get high and get. Happy and aroused and etc it 's a very weird film i don 't know why i 'm talking about this film, yeah, but,
1: but we but we should definitely uh do an entire episode on this <laughs> I think that's amazing yeah like uh, well the thing is but I do think that like the <clears throat> the view of porn and and sexuality, there's a lot of
0: visual effects in it too, it, which is kind of that's interesting amazing.
1: No, that is where they're, like that 's CG garage podcast, right? <laughs> that 's what we need to do, but like I do think that like the the attitude towards sex in film yeah. uh, back then is was generally to me anyway far more progressive than it is today and whereas like right right now we are very 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 puritan about sex like on the left on the extreme left like i think we look at sex uh, as like as as uh, like something that is um that we've intellectualized as something that's beneath us and we and we (laughs) that we're not motivated by these things at all and I, i think that's i think that's uh not good for us i think it's not a good thing and it ends up with sort of like a confused vision of what sexuality is which is to like you know your earlier comment on feminism like you know i think that the uh like it's it is hard for i think it will be hard for some people to watch this movie and see it uh for what i really take to be a very strong feminist viewpoint um because the sexuality is so like vivid uh in its casting and the sequences and like There's mistreatment of women and all sorts of things like that that are all topics that are just something you can't even uh, deal with today. Like, we just don't even want to put them in movies. Um, And whereas if you watch watch this, just to see, like, how sex is being talked about, you're like, whoa, shit. Like, all the female characters in this movie are totally in control of the scene and totally in control of their own sex life. And it's not embarrassing. It's not... Uh, it's not even like a point. It's just sort of like true, and uh, and that's something I wish were true today, and is very very far from being true. So, coffee passes the Bechtel test. I definitely... W- I definitely <laughs> mean, good God, I would, I would definitely think so. You know, like co- coffee is like, like
0: coffee, pain. like th- th- that movie is actually really good, right? At, <sighs> at putting all of those things right.
1: Yeah, you know, and I really because I mean, I I know that there's there's probably. Very few things worse on the internet than four white dudes talking about how much they love a black exploitation film than what feminism (laughs) is via four white dudes. I know. But isn't it –
0: okay, let's just actually address this issue specifically. mm -hmm. Like four white dudes talking about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Why is it so – why is it that we feel – like we are the ones that feel that we can have a voice outside of this industry, right? Like why isn't there four black women here talking about this? Or whatever it is. Like, well, I think you
1: know, I think that they I think that definitely exists. Oh right? well, yeah, I no, mean, I've I've yeah. had several uh, for, yeah friends you know, yeah,
3: yeah sure. who have told me that yeah black friends who like to, yeah have told me how much this movie means. I'm right. like I even brought it up once and I was like hey have you guys seen Coffee? And they looked at they, uh, after, well one of them looked at me was like. We've all seen
1: coffee man, like yeah, exactly, yeah, right. you know what,
0: what? Yeah, but why? Why is it that they are not on a microphone talking about it like well, we are? Well, I mean,
1: are. yeah, I, I think that – the kind of like I don't know, like I think that the the world that like the world that this podcast was started in is CG and uh, like deep deep nerdism, right. uh, which is still uh, in media very much dominated by uh, you know middle aged white guys, which is
0: what I'm struggling with right, right. now because like okay. I'll just put it out there, and 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 this is a, this is a problem, right? We have a, we have a conference we're doing, uh, which I'm leaving f- for on Sunday, which is in a, in our headquarters in in Bulgaria and in Sofia, and we're going to do stuff. And it turns out we got called out on the fact that we only have three women that are speakers. Sure, right. Who are the three women? I'm not going to get into that because that sure here, here, yeah, right, doesn't absolutely. doesn't right, matter. Here, yeah. Right. But the fact is, there's there's only three out of like 50 people that are talking. Right. Right. And it's actually really hard to find women speakers. Right. right. Really hard.
1: and But you are actively trying to find women speakers. Yes. yes.
0: And when you right. approach them, you feel like you're approaching them because they're a woman. Yeah, and that saying. is really difficult for me because I'm like, I want to approach everyone and say, hey, you have a voice. Yeah, you're in really something. good at what you do and I want no, to hear what you have to say. More specifically, you have a voice and you're right. speaking out on this subject. Right. Sure. Right. And men are just so much... White men are so much easier to be in that situation, and I don't think it's because they're white men. I think it's a circumstance that leads them there. That that women or people of minorities or whatever it is are left out of the conversation yeah, right. with there never is a voice that they have. Right. And it's really a challenge to deal with. I'm trying to figure this out because I want more women on my podcast. And I'm um, talking about visual effects. This right. is like the uber white nerd male. Has been for a long time. Has and been is, for a long time. But it's finally and changing. It's, it is changing, yeah. but it's hard to find right. that. Right. And right. so there's some exceptions that I can find easily. Well, I definitely think I that can give you a
4: woman, a couple women's names. that are. I
0: have a lot. Yeah. But but it's still hard. Right. to get that. But it's a,
1: but but in terms of in terms of this movie and this podcast, right? Like there's uh, like it's difficult to talk about this stuff because I mean, like I fucking love coffee, man. It's a go, it's an awesome movie. And the reason it's why fabulous. I want to talk about it is it's it's an awesome movie. And specifically, I would say the first half is pretty good. The second half is fucking incredible. Like it's incredible. And so like uh, and I was you know, I was talking to Anne about this where it's like we watch this together and she's like I mean it's like there's lots of choppy quality to the movie it's all over the place oh it feels right. very b it's a b movie, b movie it's totally yeah. a b movie it's yeah. just like what do you know how you talk can tell it? if it's a b movie
4: all the principals license plates say cfp <laughs> 260 cfp
1: <laughs> i did not i did not even yes, know what this when is. they're at the park 260
4: yeah. cfp when they're driving around 260 california film Productions. oh CFP. that's
1: awesome that's amazing i did not know this um i
4: thought that's a great name for like Like a T-shirt. CFP, man. CFP.
0: But yeah, so like the – Daniel Buck had a T-shirt that was a a Louisiana uh, license plate number. And you were talking about like random T-shirts that are like obscure film references. Mm -hmm. And it's like just a Louisiana license plate number was his T-shirt. And it's like – what the fuck is that T-shirt? Is that right. your license? Oh, thing I goes? know what it is. What is it? Jaws. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I do know nailed that. Nailed it. Yeah, okay. I know that's you nailed yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, the the uh, only more obscure license plate based T-shirt I've ever seen is on Steven Soderbergh's site. He sells one that is the license plate to the car that has the drugs in it from French Connection. <laughs> oh that, wow, that's, that's pretty. That's pretty great. Yeah. But yeah, so like it is. I, I I think it's fair to say that like talking about a movie like this is even if you know no matter who is talking about it uh we're in a social situation now where like it creates all sorts of weird double binds where you're really being careful of your language because like you know like my intention i mean like my belief and intention is i am pro-feminist very liberal and uh and i'm on the side of i believe you know, sides, whatever. But I mean like the side of people who listen to this podcast generally are going to support many of my views and vice versa. You know, like I think that's probably true. Hopefully. and uh, Or, or like, maybe
0: not. I actually would like people who don't, and I don't support those views to listen and, to
1: this podcast. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> no, but I mean I'm like and not to say like uh and I'm, I'm, I'm let, me, let me let me say it so that like that doesn't mean a liberal and conservative uh, Democrat and Republican It is sort of like people who are racists are probably not listening to this podcast. Like that's probably not the demographic that we end up in given the stuff that we talk about. They're going to go, I don't want to listen to this dude say those kinds of things. And then they turn it off and that's pretty much it. Like I'm sure the Republicans listen to the podcast and that's perfectly reasonable. But like the, the – we're in a social scene where everyone has got to be super careful about how they say stuff.
0: You but cannot they, say Republicans are racist but all racists are Republicans.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is a car crash. Uh, you just
1: said you wanted more people to listen to this podcast when you say that. But like the uh, – but it is it is – it is difficult to talk about movies like this because everyone is afraid of uh, saying something that is going to embarrass them or make them look bad for liking something that on the surface uh, people will have a very knee-jerk reaction to. Sure. And so, like, that's, so when you talk about Pam Greer's uh, sexuality in the movie, like it's a prime part of the movie. It's part of how, what's happening for the character. And it is part of why, uh, why the character is doing what she's doing. And it is a part of what the how the movie is both, uh, uh, is like it's part of how the movie is working and how the movie is working on you as an audience member, um. And so you should be able to talk about like like Pam Greer has large breasts, and they emphasize this in the movie. That is true, mm-hmm. and they do it for um, reasons that are beyond the fact that it's going to draw in a crowd. Do you
4: worry about saying certain things in company?
1: I I. I worry about
4: like, it's not I, a rigged question.
1: No. And like, I'll tell you what, i tell you what it is because I find, you know, I, I find myself having to, you know, like trying to contextualize everything I say when I talk about this stuff. And it's really frustrating because like, uh, I think the things that we are trying to get across, uh, mean one thing, but if there is a, if it's phrased wrong, people just don't want to listen to it anymore. And it, it stops conversation about it. And it's very, very frustrating to, uh, uh, to have to deal with that and so sure. and uh, to constantly have to re-explain ourselves but i also understand that you know there's a reason why people are feeling this way
3: well i mean to be fair women of, or like women and people of color have been on the other side of that exactly. for so long that's exactly. a huge part of like exactly. oh it's so hard for us to you know mind what you're saying Absolutely. yeah because for almost Absolutely. the rest of civilization <laughs> right. us white dudes in particular just didn't think about it at right. all right and like and that's there, that is now the pushback – not the pushback. That is now the reaction to that where now it's like, right. no, guys, you guys have been saying shit
1: out of pocket like, just for so for, long. Just wholesale without yeah. even thinking about without it. Without thinking about like it ever. Say some stupid racist or sexist shit and then we just have to let it slide. Yeah, yeah. and now and just we just don't – now right.
3: it does not – Completely. Yeah, most people do not let it slide.
1: Completely. Yeah, completely. And, and so like the – yeah, like the like uh, like uh, like for instance, like um, when we had Sally Slade on. Uh, who is totally awesome. It was a great show. Uh, you can hear her in the podcast. When any one of us would say, particularly me, if I if you said, girl, when you meant woman, she'll gently call you out on it right at that second. Not in a mean way. She'll just go, woman. And then the con- conversation continues on. And I was like, that is completely fucking fair play. Because she knows, like she's not getting, uh, she's not calling me out as a sexist. You know, she knows that I don't intend to have, in, I don't intend anything sexist. She's but, just
0: correcting your vocabulary. but
1: She's correcting my vocabulary, which is the right thing to do. Yeah. He
4: got, he took a shirt off at, during that podcast and he said, go back to the kitchen. And I, yeah, but I was, and look, I I was said, talking to Chris. I thought that was, <laughs> yeah, that was the crazy thing. He was, I was like, to be fair, he was talking to Chris,
1: <laughs> but that's, that's the deal, man. It's like, I think that the, like, uh, when you're being like, when you're talking about this, honestly
0: speaking, of, let's actually go back to the Sally pause And we mm-hmm. might as well talk about it. Uh,
4: She's she fabulous. She sent you an email. She was offended by Dan. Yeah,
0: I hope so. She did not say that. <laughs> she actually <laughs> said she had an awesome time and she really enjoyed it, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe I'm reading too much into it. Don't mm-hmm. I read. I felt this. that we, we – she did not have enough of a voice in that podcast.
4: I felt that she did. Really? Yeah. I felt, I, I, she, she, I felt that she she was didn't. deliberately quiet and just watching us banter. And right. then she'd come in with something that was really soundful.
1: Like, oh, I mean, oh she's, absolutely. She's Every she's time she spoke, it man. was gold. <laughs> she's incredible. Every she, time she's, she's
4: uh,
2: Yeah, yeah no, I know. No, definitely. I will it, talk yeah, my can't, ass off. Can't yeah, I know. But
0: the thing is, she would say a few things and we'd. I know. This is just me as someone who's done a bunch of podcasts. So if I go back to my other podcasts, which I've had, you know, this one, we only have, you know, maybe a dozen episodes out, right? Right. But in the other one that I have done, I've done like for four years, I've got over 200 episodes and I listened to my early podcasts. I am talking a lot and dominating conversation. And over those four (laughs) years, I have learned a little bit. Pull it
1: back. Let the other person talk. Learn.
0: Well, just learned how to keep it conversational, which is my style. Right. But also just let that person talk as much as possible, mm-hmm. um, and somehow, like went like I felt that we we were not letting her just finish a thought. I'm,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna one up you on that. I felt that I was not doing that. You were not doing. I, that. I was not doing that. I, know, and I and I'm I ta- actually criticizing I, you. I, t- I take full responsibility for that. I know. I'll, I'll I'll say why. I that. I mean, I didn't. It wasn't until later. But it's because not only were we talking about fascinating things, and uh, and Sally is a fascinating person to talk to. She about is these fascinating. Things. That is what makes me talk so much. Were like, you that's... nervous? Oh yeah, no, and and psyched, you know. And like, yeah, she was like Pam Greer here. Yeah, I mean, she's incredible. Like, she's the she nerd version of Pam Greer.
0: Honestly speaking, Sally Slade is like she is. She is. She is, uh, 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 she is a force to be reckoned with yeah. in the tech world. <laughs> Uh, and and uh, and a really interesting person. Yeah, to talk she's to. heroic. Yeah, she's heroic. amazing.
1: Uh, but I will. I would like to offer my apologies to Sally for talking my face off Every and talking over does her. does an apology.
4: It's on. Un- yeah, this is liberal. it. This is my. And next week
1: is yours, Ken. So uh, just to offer some suggestions for me, um, which but, is polar uh,
4: opposite. I'll like. I'll say something. But, nah, fuck it. They
1: deserved it. Yeah, and <laughs> I won't <laughs> apologize, yeah, which is on. even of worse. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. I, I felt. I felt the same way, and uh, I would not want uh, her or anyone to take. Uh, I'm going, going to, like.
0: I'm going to note, and I feel bad for Eric. Eric has a cold. and, and you
4: Because I know the audio levels are spiking, and you're looking at me with the tissues. And I'm like, you know what? Don't hustle me. No, I'm not
0: right. hustling you. <laughs> I'm actually trying to say – I'm I'm sympathizing with you. and I, want I appreciate to, that. I actually would like the audience to know that, like, you know, you're struggling. By the way, your voice is very sexy.
4: It was yeah. sexy, but I did not – I had a meeting it, this dude. morning for work yeah. at 9, and I literally didn't sleep. A wink. This is a new year, though. I think that you should definitely look
1: into less and sleep. And I more literally early did not
4: meetings. sleep. I took yes. a bunch of drugs, and I went to a hotel, and uh, met, met met a person at a bar. And what
0: happened?
1: I,
4: I could <laughs> say yeah. who I met, right? I don't know. I, it's I, up to I, you. I, th-
1: I think you should probably hold off. I'll hold off. Yeah, I yeah. would say hold off. Hold off on a that very beginning with a with a with a, a known very person. famous yes. famous person. Yeah,
4: and like, and it was like it was exciting. Yeah, but I was totally off the cuff. So like, relax because you, I didn't sleep. Because you had a cold, you
0: took a whole bunch of drugs to make sure that meeting would go well. Drugs felt good, though.
4: Yeah. I got to be honest.
0: Drugs feel that's good?
3: That's why people take drugs. Oh, I that's know. right. Yeah.
0: I
4: forgot about that part. Yeah. yeah and so, drugs, and by way. drugs, he took, like, DayQuil. Awesome. <laughs> now, I took this Aleve stuff. I don't know what it was oh, I, mean, yeah, sure. I don't know <laughs> it's,
0: an, it's an anti L- like, a yeah. little bit of the Tusson
4: that's
1: yeah, what I go
3: yeah.
0: for yeah, I go so for anyway so you took that and then uh, and super
4: then, loose with both those guys this yeah, morning
0: yeah but you're fine now and that's great. Now, you, and I'm very sympathetic. I think your voice sounds great. But if you hear a, some sniffling and some blowing there's some and stuff. I sniffling and, and I'm doing
4: it off to the side. You're doing great. My voice is really good. Hey, this is KRF oh, wow. 101. Wow. that. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff. Moody Blues Jeepers coming blues. up at noontime. That's nice. <laughs> good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, good Boys evening. And <laughs> I'm, the night, I'm the night owl. That feels really oh, yeah. good. we will do like, our night DJ voice. This is like
1: ASMR. That was really something. In New
4: York, there was a woman, and she was the night owl. Oh, yeah. And she used to do that on the PLJ the
1: night owl, jackson brown coming up oh my god yeah wow. i i'm really TV. i'm feeling this moment uh,
4: 78
1: now, jackson brown jackson. <laughs> now let's go to the supremes playing their number one hit I, them. the best i can do is rub my beard across the microphone <laughs> head <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> so that's the closest we can come but yes so here, here we are uh the vote was i uh when i get excited i talk too much And uh, we should let Ken (laughs) Stachnet talk. Ken. Ken, yes. Where are you at? Okay, so. About 30 (laughs) minutes.
4: By the way, way, that was an ADD Dan moment.
0: Yeah. I just want to – I also want to say that basically Ken showed up with a giant – like, notepad. You fucking think I'm going to let him
1: say any of that stuff? I'm going to talk yeah,
0: all over I think every this entire moment. notepad is filled with notes of stuff he wants to talk about. He's done so much
1: more research but than Dan we've has ever interrupted time. so much. He's just only on that. Stop talking, Chris.
3: <laughs> I just have a seven, one of those notebooks from seven, but for every movie I've ever <laughs> seen, nonstop insane scribbling so the whole should time. Should not
4: have t shirts made that just say, I'm sorry, and then inscript Dan? Yeah, I'm I sorry give it to about all that. our guests. I
1: said something offensive. I talked to her our guests. No, kind no, of like,
4: just a line, and you fill it in with a marker. I'm, I'm sorry, and then you put the person's
2: name.
1: Down,
4: like one of those like, "Hi, my
1: name is" stickers, except it's
4: just, like
3: "I'm sorry,", I'm sorry and the name underneath.
1: Dot, dot, Wait, dot. I, think, I think that we should have Sally on again, and I have to sit here very quietly. Here's really you know, I know I'm sorry, <laughs> you're only man. allowed to but speak sorry, when sorry. she says you can. <laughs>
4: that's, I think that's By fair. the way, I think a quick thing, fair. quick thing, quick thing. I still came. I still did this show because yeah. I care. You yeah, are I could have called very, it in sick. You're a I could have canceled it. No, this guy got in his wife's car and came over here. Yep. Yeah. Right. right. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Right. It's a you sick did. Car too. You are his wife awesome. Is furious about it. Oh, yeah. That, you know, I would be. Pe- it's like, that is a Don't
0: go car. in my car. Yeah, uh, sorry. The, what's yeah, the, uh, pretty uh, much
1: so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, we just okay. You know, you like to replace people. In in photos, like take a person and put another person in, yeah. mm-hmm. in the podcast. Here's what you gotta do: you gotta take uh, Kanye West and Taylor Swift and replace it with Dan Thrawn. Say, like, "Excuse me while I interrupt." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm
4: gonna do that. I'm gonna let you finish.
3: Sounds instead I'm gonna let you finish. Just, <laughs> just let like you go, know, hey, Tron is feel. one of
1: the greatest movies ever made.
4: <laughs> Excuse me,
0: I let you finish.
3: I'm gonna let you
1: finish. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I just want to say. <laughs> and, and I would normally be interrupting to say how awesome she was. Okay, thank you, Sally. I just <laughs> want to say. Oh
2: God, I'll let so you finish.
1: Ashamed. So very ashamed. And please uh, listen to the moments in that po- Sally Slade podcast where Sally Slade is talking. Can we talk not
4: get like a bass music track and then just take all the apologies from all the podcasts from Dan? Like, I'm so sorry, Neil Baumkamp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry.
2: I'm
4: sorry.
1: Did you hear your enthusiasm <laughs> music underneath it? Oh, okay. Did, okay.
0: did
4: you listen to the
3: Neil Plankamp? Yeah.
4: He apologized.
3: What did you think of it? Um, I was, or so going into it, I had seen most of the Bloom Camp movies except for Chappie, which oh, I yes. have now seen, and I found Chappie to be not the movie I was expecting yes, in any true. way, shape, or right. form. Yeah, um, and I really love. Um, I would say the Bloom Camp episode is the episode that made me want to keep coming back Mm -hmm. to this to this this podcast. um, Okay, and for much the same reason that I really enjoyed the Transporter episode that you guys did, because it was not a topic I see other people talking about, and actually delving into it because most of the time you get a movies you should see here's the transporter. oh mate it's so badass check out jason statham and there's fighting and he jumps around and, and not talking about the homosexual subtext not talking oh, about yeah, yeah. i mean not talking about like just really being like okay no 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 but what if we actually treated it like it was a real film which and it is which it totally, <laughs> is. <laughs> it totally which is. is and <laughs> like and it's a weird film yeah it's it, a it, weird movie. it is but yeah, like it's, it's, it's um, it's And so get, getting into those subjects and dissecting something most people turn their nose up right. at right. With, with a true critical and artistic eye right. is something I don't find that often. And it helps um, It helps bring light to the movies that normally would just become a footnote or drift off into the ether. Like The Transporter will be a movie that is a footnote of like, hey, you want to see where Jason Statham <coughs> kind of got his start? Like after, <laughs> right, after right, the right. guy Richie, but, you know, right. but kind of before – Otherwise, that movie's not going to get talked about. Right. You guys uh, offer a you know a way to find diamonds in the rough, right. and to me, that is one of the most important things for uh, for the older generation to pass down to the younger generations of film fans. Of hey, you know there are some badass movies that not only came out before you were born, right. but also badass movies that maybe just came out when you were alive, but before you noticed it, or like before we're talking you were about jaws gone into
2: the wind, yeah. Yeah. behind the, the green
3: door, parts one and two, yeah, <laughs> it's it, like and, and not just hitting the classics, right. not just hitting everything right. that's on the BFI list, but saying, but going after, you know, I mean, I that's what why
0: I'm so glad you brought coffee to the table because, <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: Coffee to the table. Oh, bring no, it you over. did no. It's, it's, but so, it's, it's true.
0: true. I mean, that's a movie. Is like this is perfect. This is the kind of because I was struggling with this as I started this podcast. It's you know like because we've talked about all kinds of stuff when it used to be part of Martin, uh, CG Garage, but I was like, we have to cover like the nerdy films that everyone loves because sure. that's the they're going to tune into that click
1: right since we are going to be doing Titanic because you haven't seen it <sighs> as we have to advertise in the future on every episode
3: and Dan you have seen Titanic I think more than once, right? I believe
1: no. Uh, Sheila's keeping uh, keeping count with his r- eye rolls.
3: <laughs> now, now here's the thing: I'm going to accept the dance dance Ron challenge. My goal is to see Tom Hooper's Cats oh, more man. times in the theater yeah. than you see Titanic, because that is going to be the thing is the greatest train wreck. <laughs> like it is going to be the best worst <laughs> movie great. I ever pay to see it's in the theater twice, if not great. 25
1: times. Th- now, now tell us, 27, 27, 27, yeah, 27. Yeah, yeah, like, Well, no, it's 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 25 times in the theater. Did you that it? when it originally came out. Right. And I have seen it in the theater uh, a couple wow. times past that. 25
4: so it, in the 20, theater. In the theater when it came out. Uh, the now, original yeah. original in the original run. Think of the yeah.
1: money. Oh, I know. I know. but I mean, exactly. <laughs> I mean it was uh, it cost as much as Titanic. Titanic. I'm just saying it's incredible. The so, movie's incredible. <laughs> and the And but not, the, not as
3: incredible as Tom Hooper's Cats. The
1: Tom Hooper's Cats is oh, I cannot <laughs> okay, so for those of you who may
3: not know, um, based on the Andrew Lloyd Wright, um, or uh, Andrew Weber. Lloyd Webber, thank yeah. you, um, uh, musical. Um, now, he made uh, two movies. One, King's Speech, which I actually enjoy. I oh, think well it's is, is yeah, well-made. Yeah, uh, and then Les Mis, which I think is uh, a misfire from the... Super interesting misfire. Can we su- say that? Super interesting yeah. misfire, but I've, I don't think I've ever seen, particularly from a cinematography standpoint, mm-hmm. somebody just get the wrong end of the cart. Completely in every way, yeah, shape, or form. Yeah, very true. Like other than the Anne Hathaway, scene, uh, not the, the Anne Hathaway, Anne Hathaway. scene. Like I, that that scene, just uh, I, uncontrollable tears erupted from yeah, my perfect. body, perfect. and I was so infuriated and angry at the rest of the movie right. for just its approach. Right now. So this is Tom Hooper. This is somebody I have a very mixed bag about. Now, him doing Cats is fascinating to me because it stars Jennifer Hudson. Right. stars Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. uh, Idris Elba. Uh Uh-huh. And Ian McKellen.
1: Yeah. Like, first of all, I just want to throw in, I fucking love Taylor Swift. I know all of her stuff. Hello, Tay Tay, yo. Oh, man. I've seen her in concert. Did you see her in Pasadena? My no, own. I
4: saw her down at the uh, Staples Center.
1: Oh, man, she's fucking fantastic. I I, lo- I love all of Taylor Swift's albums. I know them all by heart, and I can recite the lyrics yeah. to you. I
3: fun. celebrate her entire
1: catalog. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and her country stuff as
3: well. Yes. yes. Now, here's where things get fascinating. Mm-hmm. A, the movie's being shot on, on gigantic sets. So all of these characters are <laughs> yeah. actual cat size. <laughs> and then they're being replaced with um, oh. CGI fur yes. to turn them into cats.
1: Yes. So... I, this is a Comic-Con wet dream. I mean, like,
3: I have friends who are die-hard musical this fans. Is a, this
1: is a furry...
3: Oh, it. it's I have friends who are die-hard musical fans oh. and die-hard fans of Cats. Yeah. And even then, the most consistent review I have heard about Cats is... It had cats in it. It
2: has cats in it.
3: And that's and the it has most the song you know. Yeah, yeah, his memories and and <laughs> that's it. And like I I have no doubt that Jennifer Hudson is going to oh, yeah. rush like, memories. The, it's the, going the to be talent, amazing.
1: The, the 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 level of the talent involved is is uh, uh, what's that, uh, is inversely related to how terrible it will be! Yes,
3: it's basically. Oh, it. have you also heard that Taylor Swift has gone to cat school because oh, she considers herself to be a method I, actor? I dude, don't know what that is. I need footage I was of Taylor down by Swift. By cat school. It's <sighs> <just> like
1: sorry. <laughs> Man, I have my master's in I am cats. totally going to see this movie, absolutely. But I, but I have to find where Titanic is playing, so I will never let you achieve. Daniel, can we go see cats together? Oh, my God. This will, like, Whoever wins if pays, if pays for the ticket for cats. I don't Some know if I have the guts to see it, but I'm a when person. It it's it going to be incredible.
3: It's like Christmas, yeah, or it's like a year? a year out, something like that. It's got me, yeah. Somewhere around
1: there. I mean, it could be great. I'm definitely all for it being great. But like, it sounds like one of these complete car crash ideas that nobody knows how to stop. And I can't wait. Well, like Lay Miz is great going in, <laughs> yeah, and then he just
3: wrecked it. Yeah, it just doesn't work. I don't know work. if I've ever met somebody who's enthusiastic about the movie about the play Cats.
1: Yeah, yeah Cats is. And not then
3: f- adapting it in this way. I'm a
1: I'm a musical fan, and I uh, I have never seen Cats on stage. I've seen I uh, saw it on stage in
4: London. How did it work for you? Uh, I thought it was dopey, but that's just me. It's dopey, right? It's was it dopey? better than it's Cats? Dopey.
1: Is it better than Cats or less than Cats? <laughs> <laughs> like we just need. What is that? What is that? Is better or worse brain? than Doctor yeah. Katz? Doctor yes. Katz. No, oh, Dr. I love Doctor Katz. Katz. That's that's the dude we wish we could get on the podcast. If we can ever, we can all put our mental Jonathan Katz. Oh, my God, that guy. Whew, the greatest. The, like that. The thing is, I fucking talk over him. That's that's <laughs> what would happen.
0: <laughs> I mean, you would be actually, honestly speaking, as one of his patients, you yeah. would be perfect for <laughs> Doctor Katz. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's so, so I'm I'm just filled with it. this is the shame episode. It's the shame. Don't episode. feel shame. Oh, I'm feeling shame. I should.
0: Feel Dan, shame. Dan, shame. I I I wanted you on the podcast for Don't a reason. Don't feel bad
1: <laughs> just because you really
4: <laughs> fucked up and made mistakes. Totally, <laughs> so totally
0: you, I'm totally just drafted. I'm just introducing you to a uh, new challenge. We didn't used to have guests. Now we do have guests, yeah, which means we have to let the, the guests cha- speak. The challenge: <laughs> called <laughs> Shut your pie hole. <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> perfectly reasonable. So yes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to
0: let you finish. Yeah,
4: I'm, I'm <laughs> going to finish. But that's yeah, part of the damage, man. That's part of the damage because you talk, you kide, you blather. Bl- but no, you you can contr- you move this. You whole
1: do move, world yeah. Oh, yes, and, yeah. And then I'm like Rickles. You are like Rickles, and I mean that with the greatest respect. Yeah, this is the funniest fucking comedian who's ever lived.
4: Rickles in, yeah. Rickles out. Yeah. And. But you—that's just the dynamic, and you know, for the gas to come, you know, step out onto the highway a little bit and run across the street.
1: Yeah, like Pam Pamper does in coffee. We brought it around. Oh. There we
4: go. <laughs> so,
1: speaking well, of job, yeah, speaking now, of, job, we set that up. I,
0: I
4: admit we set that up.
0: <laughs> I, I am going to for, for that. For, I, I, okay, keep going because I for for that I'm going to reset the mood in this room. Uh, go ahead.
1: Dude.
3: Okay. You okay. So uh, Pam here is wearing an amazing pair of red plaid pants. Yes. That is where we left <laughs> oh, off. Yeah, oh my god! Oh. You
1: wouldn't even believe. like oh. You talk about shit Bode. just got sexy. The, this is like with the like. We have an amazing lamp in this uh, studio, and uh, it has Chris has color control Let's from his phone. It now looks like uh, uh, scene I am, from Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> it's now, the, it's now the set of Mandy. It's uh it's quite beautiful. Got so sexy, and we're still talking about Pam Greer's plaid pants. Go Ken okay. and red, so, red. So I made the room very red. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, oh, so buddy. she
3: goes to a junkie's house in order to uh, uh, to basically get more information, so she can uh, uh, work her way up the drug drug ladder and find King George. So she uh, uh, threatens this woman, uh, and she's able to to finally get some information out of her. Just as she does, her very large, very butch. Uh, their own admission, uh, lesbian girlfriend uh, shows up and essentially like, shows up and is like, what the hell? I left the house for just a second for you to turn a trick and I come back here and I find you with this uh, inappropriate expletive. Woman. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, they proceed to have a, uh, a quick night fight where we see Pam Greer is Definitely somebody who's been in a knife fight before, because her initial reaction is to wrap up her hand yeah. in a cloth. Oh man. And this is the actually like, if you didn't what get you would the do idea. in a knife fight, yeah.
1: In the, in the opening of the movie she blows this dude's head off. Uh that is the moment when when she wraps her hand up, breaks the bottle, and and goes in for the kill on that on, the, on the, in that scene. Like I was like, what is amazing is that she is insane mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm like that is a dangerous fucking character right now like that is like I'm supporting like, the hero that I'm supporting is not like it's not your traditional uh uh movie hero oh no like, not at she all she is she is She's ready to do well, this. Well, I mean,
3: just look at, the, going back to the introduction of her, like, look at the number of reversals just in that opening uh, number. Like, you have her, we set her up, oh, she's some drunky prostitute. Right. Okay, fine. Then we find out, oh, no, she's some sort of crazed vigilante. Right. And then, oh, no, she's an ER nurse who's actually out to improve the community and to try yeah. and help her, right. like, help her sister and avenge that. And she's way smarter than you think it is. And right. just, just for three reversals of your main character yeah. in your opening 10 minutes is brilliant no, it's, screenwriting. It's, it's great. It's great. And it g- is one of the things about this movie that is, it's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this movie is because it is so surprising. Can we go back oh, a little coming. bit? <laughs>
0: what, what, there's one thing I want to talk about. I know we have to go back a little bit. But the scene of her being too tired in the hospital mm-hmm. was an interesting one because that also humanizes her in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. Right. Because the thing is, a lot of heroes, I mean, she, she basically comes off a little bit of like a superhero in this film. Mm-hmm. And her, like, I'm too fucking tired to actually do my job, right? Uh, is actually interesting because, like, no, go home. You can't, you, you're, you're you, yeah. you missed your shift. You're too tired. You, you're not. And that was interesting because most people are like, I'm going to kill a bunch of hero, a b- bunch of bad guys, and then I'm going to go back, do my job as a nurse, and I'm going to kick ass on all those things. I'm not going to get any sleep because I'm a superhero. Yeah. And she's not. Can yeah, I point right. something out? though? Okay. sorry. Go,
4: on. go ahead. No, Eric. I just pulled a Dan on you, and I apologize. Oh, I'm going to cut stuff. you
1: both off right now and have a different opinion. Yeah, but hold on a second. <laughs> Honcho, hold on. <laughs> just a second. God, your hair looks great right now. What happened? <sighs> Jesus, was that, did that happen when the light was red? Easy with the hands. <laughs> saying. Easy with the hands. Um,
4: the guy they were operating on, was it not the guy she shot? I. I was thinking about that. He was African-American on the operating table and they were working around his face. Really? Yes. I did catch this. I catch mean, I, mean, I did. I, don't I don't know know thought about you can that.
3: operate to a shotgun blast. Well, I don't that, know. He's like, his like is quite literally. Gone? Yeah, no. like The the <laughs> face, there was something place in where his face was is a second. Unless they're digging for organ donation, I don't think. But hold on a second. Could have been the junkies
4: with that guy who looks more Egyptian who comes out and he talks to the cops he's like, yeah, I got a question to ask you about. So it's referred Referring to the two people killed or right, the one right. guy's overdosed and the other guy was right. shot. Right. Then she comes in and they're operating on African-American. You can see the hand.
1: Uh, and right. I was like, right. oh, wait, is she like, that's it could be the junkie. Could be the junkie. That's true. Somebody. That's true.
4: And then that's why she saw and she got, uh, and then she goes to get much. coffee. Yeah.
1: Right, right. Like, like I, uh, yeah. Cause I, I definitely think like the, <laughs> I watched the head explosion scene, um, like slice, still, still frame through. You could survive. You could survive. And it's uh, a, <laughs> and like there is a single frame at the end where it is basically a, the neck is a. Is a is a short cup, <laughs> and the rest of the head is completely gone. But it's only there for a single frame, and it's like yeah, it's so so shocking. But if you use like a surgical band, you yeah, can it's true. put that but right. Yeah, right no, because a little yeah. bit of uh, new skin, and then you're totally really totally fine. fine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. do. I would I say like Neo Peter Sparn. Parker
3: and Spider Man is like one of the only other superhero movies I can think of where they really talk about like. Oh yeah, but he has a day job he has to keep right. up with, like well, it, kind of Tony Stark, and I'm a genius, and I get tired or PTSD sometimes. Right. But like not, but nobody's going to fire Tony Stark. Right. Like Peter Parker is one of the old, you know, is one of the only characters that you see struggling to just keep his shit together while also trying to be a super.
1: And well, and what's, what's particularly well, I think is particularly so Pam Should be the next Spider-Man. Absolutely, get, yes. guaranteed. Uh or, or at least the next Aunt May. Yeah. I mean, oh so yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm on board like, for that. Legit incredible. Um, but the. Um, uh the the uh, uh now, <clears throat> pardon me the the fact that she is uh, that you not just see her regular work life but that that aspect is so uh naturalistic and completely actually normal like it's like it's uh like she doesn't have uh like like cuz you watch the first 10 minutes of the movie like you have there are black doctors there's black cops like you know, like it's an actual real world um, and there's no bones about it. It's just like, this is how it is. And she's a surgical assistant and that's what's going on. And, uh, it's that fact that, uh, makes the cartooniness of, uh, everything else, uh, sort of reveal it for what it is, which is like, this is a, all this stuff is a hyper exaggeration of actual stresses for real people. And which is what makes the movie ultimately when we get to the end, like that's what makes the movie ultimately very powerful is because, all of the, all the sort of like completely like over the top madness that happens out of the stuff. Yeah. It's all, it's exploitation stuff and it's all through the roof. Um, but like any, any great genre film, there's plenty of bad genre films, but any great genre film, the mechanism by which it works is like, you're taking small, real things and then, uh, blowing the metaphor up by a thousand percent, you know? And like, but it's like with Kill Bill, Kill Bill is, is a love story. And it's actually a very subtle love story. Uh, that has lots of complex things to say, but in order to say it, it uses the most maximal terms. And in Coffee, the fact that like there's so much grounded realism in the corners of the movie is what reveals the the in the end the real meaningful point that the movie's making. Sorry, that's the end of that one. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. It. So yeah, I'm timing myself, I'm counting down from twenty. Well, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All
0: right. uh, We're at the lesbian scene fight.
3: Uh,
1: let's, uh, you always yeah. say that. <laughs>
3: Uh, so yeah, so she has oh, all there. my sentences.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, so she then she gets information on uh, Arturo, who is the uh the Oh right. The, yeah. The, uh, the the, the uh, what is it? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Alan Arbus, I think. Alan is? Arbus. Yeah. Yes, from so uh, from *Mash* uh, and, and From *Mash*. Fame. Right. Yes. Yeah, and to uh, Quickly
1: throw that he is. He's a he, really good actor. He, he passed also away recently, though, a couple years ago. True, yeah, a couple yeah. years And ago. he is the he is the husband of Diane Arbus. Arbus. That's right. Oh one wow! Of great photographers. That's right. Of all time.
3: Oh, I also wanted to mention this really quickly. The character who plays Carter is William Elliot, by the way, who's in one of my favorite movies of all time, *Night of the Lepus which you've never seen.
2: That's
1: a podcast. Oh yes, no. Giant, like, rabbits. giant rabbit, giant rabbit. Yeah, shot oh, on man. what is
3: clearly like a model railroad train set. Train, train oh set, my yes. god, and then, slow motion
1: giant rabbits oh, with blood in their in their muzzle. Oh my god, it's a chef's kiss, so yes. perfect. It's just perfect. <laughs> it's incredible. That's it. Yeah, like Food of the Gods, Night of the Living. It's a that's a, that, that's
3: a New combat. Beverly. Please, if you please can hear make us. our dreams come true. Yeah,
1: if you can hear us, New Beverly.
3: Okay, so um let's see here. So then we uh, she gets her in info on uh, Arturo uh, and King George and decides to go after them. And that is when we meet King George for the first time. Right. And holy fuck. King George's theme song is oh, yeah. so incredible. rolling in. Yeah, what is it? Uh, what he's is it?
0: pimping in. He George, looks like Kramer George, like Kramer George. and Seinfeld it's, when he's like, where's the...
4: Amazing. But the problem is he's like pulling up to the like high up by Mr. the square <laughs> <high. laughs> foot.
1: It's true. That is true. Don't play no fools. Oh, it's, incredible. Oh, it's, it's, it's like... Because it's, yeah. it that's the original King, gig that the, the, the band King that did George. Friday the 13th got.
3: <laughs> oh, I wish that is true. Please tell me that's true. Jason, Jason, Jason.
1: King George, 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 George. No, we can't do that. King Can you just say George? George. <laughs> King
3: George. King George. So then – uh, If we could just, do the King George was, slasher was, film, that would be
0: when incredible. I, when I, when it, like, sorry, just going back to like literally the beginning of the movie. is like coffee.
2: Coffee That's is the, the color co- of her skin. skin. It's, it's like yeah.
1: really? Oh, it's so this good. Did the you really have to say in. that? <laughs> It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Well, that oh, it's is cool. literally the theme yeah. song. Yeah. Well, like yeah.
3: apparently that the, the, that phrasing came from, if I remember correctly, a discussion between uh, Pam Greer and Jack Hill, where basically he referred to her as a black woman. And she said, I'm not black. I'm mm-hmm. coffee colored.
2: Right, 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 and that's where and that's where they go, and that that, that, that,
3: is firm, that is firm. That is at least that that is yeah, the movie. legend that I have heard. Um, yeah, right, so, say yeah. I tried to track down the commentary track for this. Um, it is only available on the uh, Arrow release of the film that has only been released in the UK region uh, right, two, right, right, right. and it is on the original DVD, which I didn't realize when I gave my DVD away, and I upgraded my Blu-ray, just assuming they kept the special features. Yeah, nope, nope. Uh, yeah, that's that, that is more. yeah. No, I have. I, I've stopped doing uh, I, don't if, if, I don't know if So cat- what do you
0: need To get it You need a region 2
3: a Region 2 player Or uh, I'm sure <laughs> If you just go to Amoeba And look through Just the DVDs You can get the Jack Hill Because I, I, I know I used to out it. Out. Well yeah, a yeah. Bit, but, Well torrenting we Commentaries Tends to be a it Tends to be a little Bit harder Because a lot of People don't rip uh, The special features Of the other They should audits. No they absolutely
0: Should yeah. we can be Relatively should sure be, That like, the Criterion be a, Channel is not Going to
1: be Showing this film There should be They should
3: Actually Criterion Channel should be well, if that if a Criterion joke. can have Armageddon in it yeah, and no. The Rock, I'm sorry. You can have coffee.
1: Yeah, dude. A Criterion. Here's my. I love. I'm actually actually. It. disappointed. By the way, they're in finally criterion releasing channel.
3: Clute, and I'm so happy. Oh my god! Really, yes, yeah, I've yeah, been screaming about, about yeah. this for Clutes months well. because it's Criterion years. channel.
0: The Criterion channel has uh, the Third Man.
2: Yeah, in all the, the Godzilla, Godzilla
3: movies.
0: No, 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 no. If you if you put it up mm-hmm. like and it says the Third Man, it's actually not in their collection.
1: It's not on the streaming well, collection. No. Yeah, no. No, you have to buy but, the but, but... They have it on the site. When you pull up <laughs> the Criterion
0: Channel app, right. it has the third I'm man sure, on it. I'm sure that Right want, in front and center. I'm, I'm but sure. But it's
1: not in their freaking film collection. Yeah, I believe that we'll be playing through on a loop with them. They'll bring it in and then take it out again. Well, the, that that so was also one of the shortest
3: primed. prints mm-hmm. out there that they had. Because I remember... Because I, I, like, you can get a Blu-ray of it from... Uh, I think it's from Kino. Mm-hmm. But... The uh, the third man one was, was only in print for like six months I think really? maybe yeah oh, no man. it was one of those ones because it was one of those ones that I was after and then it was one of those ones that was literally like wait why is this sixty dollars wait why is it eighty dollars oh my god why is it a hundred it's three hundred dollars yeah. now Dude. because it's just out of print and it's Criterion and and like but uh, why I is it on oh, if yeah. you pull have up the app criterion. of the Criterion it's of the channel it's incredible.
0: why is third man like, so front and center because in the it's collection. Famous, because
1: it's famous.
3: Advertising is lies? Yes,
0: but it's waits.
1: but it's not
0: in their collection.
1: Uh, yeah, they, I don't have the right to no, say they, like, they,
3: yeah, they, they, well, they Yeah, they don't. Because they call it the Criterion Channel. Right. But it's not everything from the Criterion Channel. I understand. But what, but what I'm, I'm saying is, right.
0: if I start an app... Yeah. And it shows me a bunch of in movies, the, yes. and the, Third Man I'm is sure. the one that is the prominent one in there. Why is it not <laughs> totally. in their freaking movie
1: I selection I, from I trust, the app? I, I, I trust that it will be. If in I go to their, a party and like Pam, the Pam Greer's there,
4: and she doesn't come home with me. Why doesn't she That's come true. home it's with me? Third Man. <laughs> it's just advertisement.
1: You, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the The <laughs> Criterion Channel's fault. Criterion Channel. My beef with the Criterion Channel is actually over the fact that they will put out Armageddon. But they will not put out uh, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert. Ford. How crazy is that? Why? Like, yeah. Are, are you talking about the Armageddon? They said that they were not going Armageddon's in there. Like, you they talking about Armageddon, Michael Bay Armageddon. Michael yes. Bay's Armageddon yeah. is a Criterion film. Yeah, that on
4: was on a big disappointment for me seeing that. Like, I was like, somebody paid off somebody. Well, if for that. you
3: go back to the Laserdiscs, it includes also uh, King Kong's in the Criterion Collection, all the James Bond movies in the Criterion King Kong? Collection. Which King Kong? Which King Kong? Thirty-three. Oh, Thirty-three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, no, the original, the first commentary track of all time. Was recorded for the Laserdisc Criterion release of King Kong. Right. And it's super funny. Like, it starts off literally with like, hello. So, okay. This, this we're may be new we're, to people. Yeah. We're going to try something new here. Right? here. Right. Don't freak out. The other audio track still exists. You just, you have to hit the little <laughs> so button good. there. Now, the train will be coming yeah. at you,
1: but it isn't physically we're there. We're
3: just going to talk about <laughs> what's going on on the screen. Right. But don't worry. The movie is still available on the other track. This is just another audio track. It, if select, you're feeling
1: yeah. fear, fr- call not 1-800-criterion-collection. Mm-hmm. And we will walk you through how to tr- change <laughs> the audio track around. Yeah, no, it's a, like, I think that, uh, that I understand, I actually endorse them putting up Armageddon as an, exa- of, of, uh, as an example of this kind of movie from the 90s, which well, is very important.
3: Ebert wrote the, um, the little blurb that's on right. the inside, and he basically was like, look, if you want a better example of a 90s giant action film, yeah, is which perfect. is a genre... Yeah. Good luck finding a better example yeah, absolutely of true. this. And and the thing, though, like, it's, pretty, right. it's a pretty
1: good movie. It's a pretty fun movie.
3: Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. No, I, I, Armageddon, I, I enjoy.
1: Like, it's, like, it's, only, it's only that it came out during like, you know, my adult life that makes me go, like, a Michael fucking Day movie is in the Criterion show, and then, you know, Assassination of Jesse James isn't. But, like, it is a legitimate thing to put in the collection, I think. <laughs> like, it's perfectly valid. Yeah. It's uh, not Pearl Harbor thank it's God. Yet, that's when that's, you're like, whoa, yeah, exactly. okay, and what's no, happening? Exactly. But, uh, but, but, it's uh, something like, just for the, just for me, like, the, just for the deacon'sness of it, you should put in something like Jesse oh, James. Oh, yes. No, like, I mean... Which is possibly the greatest photograph film I've yeah. ever seen in my Although, life. Although, 1984 is coming
3: out with him, and that's deacons too. It's one of his... Uh, oh, that record. is Deakins. Yeah, oh. I forgot that. Uh, that's uh, that's, that's uh, like his first movie, It must have been like 12. Something like that, he yeah. Hurt? No, oh, he, he, didn't he, didn't was, mean, all, he was uh, all... You, all uh, yeah, uh, John, Hurt. John, John Hurt. John Hurt. Yeah, it was all documentaries. Uh all I'm going to say
0: about Criterion is that either
3: We'd love you to sponsor us and send us free DVDs. That would be awesome. And Blu-rays. I
4: know, but Either I'm of, not pandering, but I, I think they're exceptional. I know these guys don't like them.
1: And you. yeah, I'm just saying. The all I'm saying are, yeah. is
0: either, either include the third man in the Criterion channel the or fucking, fucking remove the, the image of it on the podcast. Do you want to borrow
3: the, my DVD? Would that solve this? No. I, if on I the just website want to say don't played...
0: advertise that third man is in there <laughs> when I pull up the damn app <laughs> on my Roku. They, no, they,
1: they, can, they can play the music. On the website. How about that? We do That, that becomes the official web. Here's a question. Yeah, that's, that's not I that's just want a Ferris wheel going <laughs> on. <laughs> I just thought of this, and you were mentioning <laughs> oh,
4: earlier mm. was that. Back in New York, I had a guy who lived below me and he bought all the laser discs. had a what? He bought
0: <laughs> all the laser discs. He did you lived below <laughs> me in the West Village. I thought he said they had a the guy that blow I me. Did. Yeah, see, that
1: too. See, now I'm not feeling so bad about talking so much.
0: <laughs> well, I know. He has a cold. I'm sorry, Eric. <laughs> yes, but, go ahead. Yes. You had a lo- guy He lived below me and he collected
4: laser discs in the 90s in New York, in the city. When that was not a cheap thing to
2: collect. It wasn't. And he
4: a DP and a would rub it on his knee so you didn't break the plastic seal but just the end you pull it out how do they hold up now in terms of quality if you played that oh laser disc uh, uh, yes. slightly better than dvd actually yeah because yeah, it's, it's like not as good no. as blue it's uncompressed no. yeah because it's like it's
3: like uh, uh, dvd is 480 lines of resolution and i want to say laser disc is like yeah 540 <laughs> so but okay, but okay so, okay yeah.
0: but okay so it's basically so it's actually a kin to a- tomato it's s- about the s- audio a- uh, uh, no it's okay a blue uh, laser disc is is SD in terms of resolution. Yes, but it's uncompressed. That's right. Uh, DVDs uh, DVDs and Blu-rays are all compressed. Right. right, lossy compression. That's right.
1: But really, still, there's nothing you can you can do no better than to go with my analog copy um, vinyl copy of Blade Runner, which is sixty five feet wide, and you have to pay it, play it at six thousand RPM. But the visual is perfect four K. What,
4: what What are you talking about? He was being funny. <laughs> <laughs> in a non-funny way, but it it was super still. Funny. Was it? I was. There was yeah, there's a joke. For, that was a
3: joke for three people, and I was one of them. <laughs> but yeah, the other thing with the laser disc is you had all the different sides that you'd have to That's flip. Right, flip. Because yeah, like uh, in a lot of the stuff I saw in film school. Was on LaserDisc because it was the highest quality unit yep. at the time, and yep. stuff like Raging Bull was pretty much available oh, on a 35 yeah, millimeter print God, or disc and that was it. Yeah, and yeah, and that was one of the things that I remember was just but having to like, wait for the away. teacher to be like, still some value to it." Oh, oh yeah, no, no, absolutely.
0: absolutely, Don't throw away. I mean, if away. nothing
3: else, you can just use the cases and use them as wall decorations. Put them in the you know, put them in one of those record <laughs> uh, record frames that they have, and you mm-hmm. just put it on your wall, and the laser disc will still be in there. But and the, the, the cover is really cool.
0: Just for people who are maybe much younger. Who may not know this? LaserDisc basically looks like a DVD or a Blu-ray, except like an album twelve size.
3: inches wide. Yeah, it was as yeah. big as Ask big you, as as your an friends LP. what a vinyl is, and right. uh, They'll explain it. To it you was them. huge. <laughs>
0: it <laughs> was huge, and your player was huge,
3: and it was like a big deal. It was expensive too. But very oh, expensive. no! Yeah, uh, each of those either uh, of those laser was like. 90 120 That's bucks right. sometimes sure. more Crowley. and you had to feed had the laser disc wall. very carefully into the
1: machine it would take about six seconds to sort of consume the disc and right. load up it's like putting up a speed. pizza in the oven he would never yeah. let me yeah. <laughs> touch <laughs> them yeah it's like true.
4: oh let's put this in eric i got it it's like really i could no nah. he takes
1: out the velvet gloves
4: it was totally that yeah. i was like are yeah, you ridiculous lovely. come on man <laughs> but it was a wall of these but they were beautiful mm-hmm. i have to say right but you had to flip it. That's no, not.
2: but
1: I, the thing that I, I, I didn't have a legitimate player myself, but my uh, friend Nick uh, Allendolo, hello Nick, uh, he did. And the thing that I loved about them and I miss about – anything album related um, album shaped is the production design that went into these fucking things was amazing. Like the the lit, like the books that came with them, the actual cover design, everything that was jammed in with that thing is something that no matter what you have and just extras on the Criterion channel, you're never going to get again.
4: It's interesting. He was just quickly on Carlo. He was the AC for Larry, uh, Larry Fong. Oh yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. And cause I worked with Larry in the office with him and he was uh, Larry's AC. But So he yeah, spent all yeah. his money on these laser discs. But the quality is very good. But you don't want to throw them away. But you threw away your DVDs.
3: Uh, I, so ones that I upgraded, I gifted them to friends, mm-hmm. uh, essentially, uh, just because it was one of those ones like they were a little too loved to be sold. Right. But I, in, in most of the time, it would be like, okay, well, what am I going to do with three copies of this? Or a lot of times the Blu-rays now come with an extra DVD. Anyway, do, yeah. um, and there was just a couple of uh, special features that I've had that like just didn't move over. Like for some reason, like Thomas Crown Affair, mm-hmm. they just got rid of the uh, John McTiernan commentary. So I just went to Resput and I bought a two dollar copy of the DVD. Why did you
1: I- get rid of the John McTiernan? Commentary. I have no
3: idea. That's madness. I just assumed it was ported over to when I got the, the Blu-ray and it was just one of those ones I went to go check. Because a lot of times they say,
1: and other special features. Wait, did John McTiernan fall that far? Was that part of his prison deal? Like, I'm sorry, you can't have a commentary anymore? I mean, a lot of times I think it's just. <laughs> I bet you it has
4: something to do with that.
1: <laughs> so I mean, it might sad. be. It could
3: just be like, I could be just some sort of printing thing where right, it's just right. like, well, no, every extra bit do of Do you guys data. still
0: collect physical media?
3: I have no. over a thousand Blu-rays and I just bought one
1: last week. I I I, I mean, Blu-rays and I DVDs. i I, I I, I love i love the concept of it i i i
0: i i I get it and i and and i i applaud you for still collecting physical media but i just don't have room yeah and it's
1: yeah yeah i I will make room i i and that
0: and that's great that you would do that and i actually want to keep being friends with you because I want to be able to tap into your library. I I will open
4: you up (laughs) But at at the same time,
3: I'm not going to (laughs) judge. Yeah, no. but For me, there's a lot of middle, like, middle of the, middle of the pack films that will just be forgotten or, The chance of you finding them on streaming is impossible. Like Like, one of them, I know. Like Like the Third Man. Like (laughs) uh, the Third Man (laughs) (laughs) man will ever be forgotten. Like something like Roar is going to be (laughs) impossible to find in five. Roar was on your list. Yes, Uh, no, absolutely. Which, if you guys guys have never seen Roar, it is amazing. Do you guys know
4: about Roar? I, I, what remind me what it is? Uh,
3: So it is a movie that was made. um, It was made on Tippi Hendren's um, uh, uh, Wildcat Rescue Farm. Right. It was shot over five years with their family. So, like Melanie Griffith is in it. Mm-hmm. um but like when she's 12 um she doesn't really look like melanie griffith because she had facial it's reconstructive surgery
1: she had facial reconstructive surgery because.
3: because of the making of this movie yes. jan DeBont, who was the dp got his scalp t- partially t- uh, torn off yeah. uh, there were because really,
1: when we I, say giant cats we mean like lions. like full
3: on lines <laughs> so like I mean, 80 separate trips to the hospital yeah, for members of the casting crew.
1: God bless Tippi Hedren, who is an amazing uh, conservator of animals and and a, and animal- a wonderful woman for yep. putting up with all of hundred- Hitchcock's shit. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely true. Very very true. Um, she's still alive. I think. Yeah. I, I think. I think, I think, that think she so, is. Yes. Yeah, I have to check on that. But yeah, no, she is. She's incredible, and she's incredible in movies like The Birds. Uh, but uh, her daughter, I would see her. At our kid, my daughter's school. Oh no, kidding! Yeah. Really? Yeah, Melanie yeah the uh, the uh, like but uh, her her uh her concept of animal rights extended to trying to make a movie that sold people on the idea that lions uh were uh-huh Tame. Safe. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it. I know what you're talking about. Like, like literally with this,
4: my parents in the 70s. It's a. It's an. It's the guy. It's about. It's not free. Born free. It's
3: like born it's free plus plus about cats. It, <laughs> the yeah. The best description I have heard about what you watching Roar is like because I will legit say this. I have never been more terrified watching a movie than I saw Roar. Watching Roar is like uh, I, I'm going to quote a critic she's whose name the, I can't remember. She's in the but, pool with the cat. Um, yes uh, it's like watching Swiss Family Robinson while someone holds a fucking switchblade to your throat like <laughs> it is so it terrifying. is so supposed to be like this happy fun film with the Disney music and the we're all because like, basically what it is is uh, guy, been on a guy uh, uh, he's been on a wild cat rescue farm in Africa and his family is coming in to come and visit him uh, or uh, coming to, to live with him now that he's got things set up at the uh, cat park he goes to pick them up at the airport his car breaks down they wait at the airport until they the point, at the point where they're like, "Oh, I guess he's not coming," or maybe we got something wrong, so I guess we'll just go. We go know there. where we're going. We'll just go there. And so they get there, and there's no dad to tell them what they're getting into. There's just like a hundred tigers, uh, tigers and lions yeah. running around, and um, and then dad slowly wakes his makes his way home. But they literally are just terrorized by these. Giant lions and tigers. The actors. Uh, yeah, the actors. The actors are. And it is not, th- there's no safety glass. The, tone, the no, tone of the movie
1: is this is fun and happy. It's Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah, yeah. It's like, we're going to go on it's an adventure. It's a silly adventure film.
3: And then they're just, it, it, I mean, like it would be like if Disney released. Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. with a G, calling it like <laughs> Grandpa's
1: Barbecue Fun Park. What was Yann what was,
2: what was DeBont
1: doing? He was the DP. DP? Wow. <coughs> yeah, he was because wow. Yann uh, Demant was the DP on uh, what? Die Hard. Uh, and yeah, and Die Hard, Speed, uh, sp- uh, Speed. He's the director oh, he, of. Yep. Um, he shot
3: Cujo. Cujo. Um, he directed Twister. Directed Twister. Uh, my, he
1: directed um, with Philip
3: uh, What Hoffman. is it? Uh, Paul Verhoeven's uh, yeah. uh, Paul Verhoeven's <laughs> early films. I believe uh, the fifth. Fifth man is uh, early Fairhoven. Yeah, I have not seen uh, that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I, I believe that's him but I know he did work with Verhoeven because that's where yeah. Jan de Bont found him yeah. or that's where i um, sorry uh, McTerrion found him right. for, for Die Hard because of yeah. all this sexy moving camera stuff yeah, so yeah. like Jan de bon is an amazing director and an amazing DP and the fact that he got his spell ripped off while he was making this movie oh, is dear. just yeah. Yeah. cuckoo bananas yeah. but like that's a movie that you're probably not going to be able to find yeah. on streaming in 10 years there's another movie that's one of my favorites speaking of amazing trash cinema which is called For Your Height Only which stars a um, uh, Filipino little person named Wang Wang, and it is a uh, James Bond ripoff, and it is filled with karate chops to the yeah, nuts. Right. He jumps off of a building and floats down with an umbrella. He uses a rocket pack that is clearly just a fire extinguisher, <laughs> and it That's is amazing. But it is, it, it, but it is so much fun, right. and for you independent filmmakers out there, no matter how crazy your dream is, <laughs> anything is possible because they made a Filipino little person James Bond movie. Yeah, that's it. And it got released and it was made (laughs) and Wang Wei had other films he was in after that. Uh, If you guys ever check out the uh, documentary uh, Machete Maidens Unleashed, um, it is on there as their collection of crazy movies that were made in the Philippines in the the 70s. Have you seen the
0: the Turkish uh, uh, remakes of American... Oh, like Turkish Spider-Man? Well, Turkish Turkish uh, Spider-Man or or Turkish, uh, Turkish... star trek turkish exorcist i haven't seen that one i've seen turkish uh, exorcist is really good and turkish et is really good
1: okay i will check those out and and and, yeah but this is the kind of like i I definitely think that this kind of appreciation is uh like like you're saying like getting a hold of these kinds of movies is getting a little is getting harder and harder even though like like the you know it should be easy via the internet like i've actually had a tough time finding like movies that were easy to find before like uh, for the longest time, I was like, "Wait, Quatermass in the Pit." Mm-hmm. I mean, this stuff like this. Like, I think finally now it's on. Um, it, you, it's streamable. But I was just like, "What the fuck, dude!" Like, everyone should just be able to have that. Like, was it
3: Flamingo Kid wasn't available. Oh, oh my god! Kid. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was a Dick hit Krana. movie starring a movie star who's still around and making yeah. stuff. And, and it's Krana. just one of those movies that, like, I, that I ended up finding it on uh, for like three bucks yeah. at a Seven Eleven used. Yeah. Um, but Wait a minute,
4: that was a big release. Yeah, yeah I know. And it's not. It's not like.
3: Josie and the Pussycats is not out on Blu-ray. Right. Um,
1: Naked Lunch, Down with Love is not on
3: Blu-ray. I mean, there's there's a ton of movies that you'd be like, oh, this has been had an HD release of some sort. You're like, no, nothing, nothing, nothing. And I think
1: that this is like this is part of the. It's like when uh, when uh, uh, Disney bought Fox recently. I was like, this is the death of everything. Mm -hmm. Like like having these monopolies that control these licenses. I'm just like you're never going to see the stuff again. It's just going to be gone yeah. because people will forget about it and then forget what that ever existed in order to look for it. You know? And like they, that was, that was one of the sadnesses when, um, uh, filmstruck collapsed. I was like, they had access just having the Warner archive and the TCM archive. Yeah. I was like, you got all sorts of just weird, crazy shit in there that people so didn't have access to. Criterion before. is not filmstruck. No, it, it followed it. Like I, I don't, I mean, I, I'm very happy with the criterion channel for, for, Every reason there is. And sure. they follow exactly the format of Filmstruck. It's have you clearly been made by, by the same people. Have you noticed that the third CPU. man, but you can't rent it? Those motherfuckers, man. I, got I get the second and the fifth man, but nothing else.
4: <laughs> but
1: I just saw First Man, actually. That's really good. Now, that's really I cool. actually that's have, like, like just I, when he's young. I'm,
0: having, I'm having a thing because I actually bought, you know, the Criterion channel. But I'm like, it's really hard to search for stuff. Why don't you but, send me
4: your password and I'll test it out and see if I get angry. <laughs> it's perfectly reasonable. Like, I want
3: to quote Pauline Kale for a second just to make it a little bit a little, a little mm-hmm. more academic. Like, yeah, one of the things Pauline Kale said was like, if you can't appreciate great trash, how are you going to appreciate great art?
2: yeah exactly and
3: that to me is yeah, without a doubt. I without mean, doubt. yeah and, and that to me is one of the most important things like this is okay, uh, yeah or like a movie like the gray which right. is a movie that on the surface sounds like hey what if liam neeson made taken but we got rid of well, european wolves. guys and added wolves yeah. and you'd be like okay that sounds good no i'm telling you right now i weep my fucking eyes out every yeah, like time i watch that movie right. it's one of the best movies about masculinity i've ever seen is that a good movie the gray uh, the Gray is the amazing. Great. Yeah. Like I literally saw it in the theater opening weekend because I was like Wolf Puncher. This is going to be the best movie I've ever seen. And, and, no. and the ending of the movie, I'm literally like weeping like a child yeah. in the back row of the theater. And, and it, the, the credits come and up, and I just hear a dude behind me go, "Dude, that movie was dumb." And I was, I like, I wanted to be like a little more Wolf. Fights. You are
1: what's wrong with yeah. everything in the world. Because <laughs> like, like the awesomeness of The Gray is The Gray is like it's still. Essentially, a B movie. It's just a really great B movie. Like it's a, it's a philosophical. That's I think the rich thing, B movie.
0: Like I think that B movies are actually good, and I should appreciate them for what yes. they are. Yeah. If well, you take yeah. them seriously.
4: Well, or don't. But if you love them so much, they're really an A.
3: Well this this one said well I think well, like, when we talk well, about Raiders of the Lost Ark is a is a B movie, is a B movie. that is it's so fucking movie good movie. Yeah. it is a fucking
4: It's like a Flash film. What is it? A Flash Gordon or the right. from the thirties they took that idea
1: or it's just like a... Yeah, like, you know, like Star Wars is a B movie, this kind of stuff. I mean yeah. like the thing is, I man, like those are B movies like Raiders of the B movie in spirit. It's an A it's an A production for sure. But I mean like movies like Coffee and stuff like this, like these are actual like B movies in terms of like they are intentionally you know, this is the second run feature of of a movie theater marquee. That's the idea, and the uh, and the uh, I agree wholly with uh, wholeheartedly with uh, Scorsese when he talks about like like this is the stuff uh, where you can smuggle in all the important things that need to be done. Like you can ex- you can smuggle in statements and you can smuggle in experimentation that you other that studios will not pay for on a larger budget. And like that's like that's or what they'll,
3: they'll see it coming because they're like, see ah, I see what you're doing. You're making yeah. a movie about this thing. Yeah, exactly. uh, we're not going to make any statements about that, but you right. can smuggle it. And into where's like,
1: they're the fucking bad shit. movie? Yeah, yeah, because like, I mean, co- like, co- like coffee comes out, and coffee is you know, like it's a, uh, like it's got all the uh, exploitation stuff that you possibly want to sell tickets. Blam, right? But the subtext of what's going on is something that can't get said in a mainstream movie of the same period, period, like at all. You know, and whereas like there's there are movies that are A plus uh B movies, like the French Connection, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. But like that is uh that is made for that's uh it takes all the elements of exploitation and then makes an A plus production out of it. Where coffee is clearly not an A plus production, but it can say things that even French Connection cannot say. Like like there's more said in Coffee about how uh uh the government uh, uh, drug dealers, other countries and uh all in together are all in this together and it's and it 's very frankly presented and said out loud in a way that you just literally can 't put in a, 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 a an a script it 's just not even possible yeah or do, I, you, you know, I, just I, I want to approval. bring up
0: something because i need we need to get back to coffee just
1: I was just talking about coffee,
0: I know, <laughs> but I want to get back to the plot of coffee
1: yes, yes, hit it
0: uh, so we were talking about King George and he's presented and then I wanna I wanna fast forward a little bit of things because uh, it was something that was very disturbing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because it was actually present in the news very recently. Mm-hmm. Right? So uh, King George is presenting this thing, uh. King
1: George King George. George.
2: J- J- J-
1: King George. <laughs> King
0: uh, but uh, basically uh what happens is that there's someone above King George that is introduced, uh, and and you, you talked about him earlier. Alan Arbus. Alan Arbus. Well, he's
3: not technically above him. He's sort of side by side yeah. overseeing, overseeing him. And him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, like overseeing him. At this, they're both middle managers of some sort. Yeah. And then because of something that happens in a little bit here. He thinks that King George is trying to kill them and basically uses that for a hostile takeover right. Uh, right. of his business. And right.
0: basically, uh, uh, pamgur basically blames him for <coughs> coffee, blames him for uh, uh, what it is, and basically he's now a target. Yes. He's now right. going to be... Uh, done for
1: and she does this on purpose she's like
3: she does this on purpose well that's actually I would say is kind of hard yeah I agree with you to tell because like she goes in to kill Arturo
2: yeah
4: okay
3: and then she gets caught halfway through and he's like oh my god just admit that King George sent you here to kill me and she goes "Yep." 100% 100%, Hundred percent, yeah, that amigo. That's that's that's, <laughs> that's absolutely who sent me over right. here. And and she she just does the fake tears right. and, and pleads with him. No, 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 don't tell me this. Right. And uses the again, showing how smart this character is in her ability to take a situation that has just been flipped on its head and then still use it to her advantage, but still in a realistic way. Right. It makes a hundred percent sense that Arturo would assume that well, this lady's not here to kill me for any reason because right. come on right well, women can't do stuff and it's like that's not, not possible that's, that's right. craziness i <laughs> it's bet no you sense. it's that dude over right. there yeah, because
0: and, and she plays up the dumb the dumb broad oh multiple
3: yeah. times throughout yeah. the movie and then proves on multiple occasions that turns oh, she is <laughs> much smarter than yeah, you in so, so every yeah, way yeah, shape yeah, and form abs- Without abs- the fact that she's a nurse or just she knows her way around a yeah. knife fight right. like those are different kinds of smarts but okay. those are both yeah, it's, it's sort of like it's, it's hilarious how many times the movie. it's
1: just sort of like show like it plays into your expectations for this kind of a movie, yeah. and then she immediately turns it around. On, she's you know, like it's Doctor Strange. So, so
2: good, <laughs> <genial. that's laughs>
4: so good. What's that? She was not sexually attracted to Carter.
3: No?
1: to Jimmy Carter, the President of the United States. Yes,
2: yes. No, Carter. Carter. The, 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 she's the, 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 the one the actually.
4: She's
3: the one they
1: sold the peanut farm to. No, I knew it. I knew no, there was a connection. No, no, no. Yes.
3: He's talking about the cop.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 Yes, yes. She's, she was yeah. not. But yeah, she, no, saw... she thinks he's a nice guy, but he's kind yeah. of dope. Yeah. yeah he's, well, like, he's a good yeah, artist. I don't think, yeah. like,
3: the only person she's sexually attracted to was the- Howard. Howard. Which is one of those things where you're not sure about it at the very beginning.
1: Mm-hmm, right.
3: Like, you, you have that nice little interaction that she had with, with a, you know, make me laugh line. And, right. like, you get to... But because you've seen her playing these roles so many right. times... Right, and you don't trust it when you first yeah, see it. exactly. Yeah, like, and ah, then it's yeah. not till the end of the movie also, when, he is, spoiler alert, things end badly for Howard. Yes. You can really see that she's conflicted about this. Right. And she doesn't want to do it. And she wants to know why this guy who she likes is a total piece of shit. Yeah, he is but a piece of shit. But it's like piece of shit and I'm the same and yeah. things end
1: yeah for, for,
3: for, 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 that, poor, for that poor fella Spoiler
2: but alert. anyway
0: uh, well right we've been spoiling this entire time <laughs> so but anyway so we uh, so basically Arturo's goons go after King George mm-hmm. and basically get him in a car mm-hmm. in his own car which is the spectacular. Say, yeah. It's Aliva and Arturo. Oh, are the, names. The, the guy yeah, like with the, the
1: dude with the eye patch. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: And
1: but but that, they get him in the car is amazing. The car is amazing.
0: <laughs> and what they do is they basically like take him out. Like he thinks he's going for a meeting with Arturo, but it turns out he's just get getting whacked. put in the
3: back of the car. Yeah. yeah.
0: But what they do to him it's horrifying. It's horrifying. Yes. And they basically hang a noose around his neck and tie his hands and drag him behind a car, yeah. which is horrific. Of itself. Fact. Of itself. And graphic. And in the movie, it's very graphic. Yeah. Very graphic
3: what they just, do. Just
1: the amount of time that it happens for oh, is it's like really Oh, it's like a
3: four-minute yeah. sequence of dragging a – what is, to be fair – pretty clearly a dummy for a yeah, good chunk but of it still. but like <laughs> but, but still like just the concept upsetting. of it right. and, and it's w- one of those things that's
0: like it Asian is a park, dummy but it Asian but but you're emotionally invested of, oh yeah for a long period yeah. of time 100 and it's and, a, yeah but that is actually something that happened very graphically mm-hmm. in texas oh yes um mm-hmm. and and the one of the people that Was involved in that was recently executed uh, in Texas. Interesting. interesting. And it was a big controversy because of the whole thing. But basically, this was something that happened in East Texas uh, uh, where they basically, in the 90s? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, right. uh, well, no, I mean, Yeah, the like, Shepherd case.
1: This, this, this is a good. Yeah, yeah this is a yeah. good. Um, but this is uh, this, this is favorite this, thing to do for. But
0: this was this uh, happened. This was something everywhere. is like this is what we do to people. People we don't like. We, yeah. Well, or no, specifically black people. Or yeah. they use a different like, word like, at that point. Yeah, exactly. which I'm not there, going to use. There's,
1: there's like the, like this. There, is, this is
0: a racist thing. This is like we. This is
1: the text of the scene is makes it very upsetting. Like the, the like, it's it's beyond just sort of no. Like-
0: I want to actually be more more, more clear about this. Mm-hmm. This is they use they use the n word a lot in this movie, yeah,
1: right? and in really upsetting way, in a
0: very upsetting way, yeah. and they basically said this is what we do to the n word, right? And uh, I I can't say it out loud because of a lot of situations that are going out here, but. When you put that and it's, and and having lived in Texas, and I know people that lived around that area that were very upset about that situation, is like they graphically just demonstrated what that's like.
2: Yeah, it's really and ho- that's it's horrifying. Weir- it's the, horrible. the
0: horrible, the weirdest thing that's going on is like technically King George should be considered a bad guy.
1: He's He's one of the. He's in the position of being a villain in the movie, and this is the weird situation where he suddenly is sympathetic. played sympathetically, and then his death is shown sympathetically and it was well, horrible. And his
3: right? relationship with Meg, the uh was his uh, his father, oh, I believe, yeah, is yeah, the yeah. turn like in, in, scene. In, in the quote unquote was yeah, and like you see that there is. J- like genuine affection, kind of between them. Yeah, there's and, a real story that's happening. Yeah, on the and side he, of he like it's he doesn't you don't he doesn't do what you see in a lot of movies, which is just like he just slaps the hell out of her anytime she questions him. Like there is there's some true humanity in both the way he, that King George is written and the way that yeah, he is played, agree, which is what makes agree. his death as upsetting as and it I, is. It's very
0: upsetting. I think yeah. one of the like things. his death was actually
4: one of the hardest things
0: for yeah. me to deal because with because yeah. you
4: also realized when he was taking out the drugs and you knew it was sugar yeah. and he was putting the ashes. Back Back in the yeah. fireplace while talking to her, you're like, "Oh, dude, you're duped." Yeah. You already feel sorry for him, yeah. and then there was something about her where she—it was almost like, "Don't go." In a way, right. so you really—he was. Yeah, it's one of the, lower it, in yeah. a sense. In a you, you felt bad for him, so you were way ahead. You knew that something was yeah, coming. It's, it's one of the. What's
1: one of the greatest, most subtle tricks the movie pulls is that character could easily even just play it as a cartoon bad guy and they would have gotten away with it just fine you know but instead like they use it to like they 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 make use of the uh like they make use of the context of how he is killed uh and the context of of like uh they, they give surrounding him uh is so totally different from what you expect from this kind of a story that it makes you think hard about everything to do with him in a, in a weird, weird way that you wouldn't expect from a movie like well, this. Well,
2: like,
3: kind of building on that. So something I wanted to to touch on that, that actually happens in the summary kind of between uh, both uh, King George getting killed and uh, Pam Greer going to... Uh, uh, going to see King George um, that that that, uh, that you touched on with the uh, the uh, the switching out of the sugar and the the cocaine I'm guessing is yep. what it, is. But it <laughs> is or no heroin yes heroin so a Pam Greer pretends to be a Jamaican uh, uh, and a uh, Jamaican sex worker with the name of Mystique which let's just say is amazing as yeah. it is
2: yes. by the um, way is
4: Dan's middle name and I was like wait a minute
2: oh fantastic yeah it's, well,
1: it's parents were big X-Men fans <laughs> it's very true man. Um, well it's, yeah, it was going to be uh, uh, Callisto but uh.
4: yeah
3: and then when she she goes to uh, when she finally joins Which the is. not the harem, uh, the, his g- gaggle of uh, sex workers. Right. Uh, that that's what we, that's what we go with. Um, I believe a gaggle is the term. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's a brothel. Right? Yes, yeah, brothel. Yeah, brothel. There it's we go. Brothel. That's the that's the proper word I was looking for. Bordeaux. Um, there is yeah, a, a like there is a tone in the organized crime scenes, including those and the other members of the establishment that really captures the banality of working at like a small oh, yeah. business, Oh man, like yeah. just the, the way that the sex workers, like one of them's on the phone, completely lying about the way that she looks and then hands it off to another woman. And it's like, Hey, oh, it's, you've got a great. two o'clock. And she's great. like, Ugh, yeah. that guy, I don't really want to. She's like, look, it's just a blow job. It'll be like, It'll just be a little bit of time. It's yeah, a decent it amount. And She's an like, office. "Okay, yeah. fine." And like it's, it's, just, it's, like, so like, hey it's man, just like, "Hey, man, the printer's broken again. Yeah. Can you?" Uh, yeah, it's, okay, it's, I'll go. It's, I'll go clean out
4: the toner. Give me a
3: minute.
1: Yeah. and and it also shows like the friendship between everybody there, just like worker friendship of just like hanging out. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's like it's, well, it's they, like I thought they were
4: lovers. Though. Oh well, the two girls are definitely yes. Yeah, no, but sure. between they're, everybody, they're uh, Yeah, and but, that's but,
1: what matters to the audience. But that's the thing. This is like This is the way the movie. That's the way. It's a great example of how the movie works it's because like, i know like the movie is like it's drawing you in or at least drawing the male audience in in the most obvious ways and then the scene yep. it's showing you is uh is contrary uh, like is you know is it's to show you something you don't even think of going into that scene you know right like you're just like oh man i'm gonna see some naked chicks and, like that's what the audience is thinking and then the scene that they get shown gives them a different context a context of this entire lifestyle like the movie like constantly pulls you in with one thing and then makes you not the villain but shows you your own mindset over and over and over again and it's fucking it's totally awesome i love, like that's that scene in particular really stands out i was like that what a weird ass thing to be doing in the movie cuz it's something like it's not even like a a plot integral scene. Yeah. Like they're really going out of their way to do, to say this. And there's plenty of, you're just going to show nudity. There's lots of other ways to do it.
2: Yeah. You all know?
3: you have to do is look at every other exploitation film right. to realize how easy it is to fuck all this up yeah. and how much of a home run, coffee is hitting in every single scene Um, like even just in the next scene after which builds builds to our cat fight where the new girls are upset that there's a new girl in town that the boss seems to take a liking to and so immediately she at at this party spills a bunch of drinks on her quote-unquote accidentally which okay seems like a total bitch move whatever it is and you're like okay is coffee gonna go off and cry in the bathroom no she uses the opportunity to go in sneak into King George's office and switch out the heroin for sugar and then goes to the bathroom, puts razor blades in her hair. Yeah. And then walks out and starts the most badass cat fight. <laughs> ever committed to amazing. cinema exactly, because it's got pretty like crazy. it's got smart fighting in it it's got um, badass beatings everyone ends, ends up topless at some point right. but all in, the men
1: are, re- are represented as total reprehensible scumbags oh
3: yeah ab- absolutely and like it's um like it, to me it's like the Sullivan's Travels of cat fights. <laughs> like it's you know, it, it's talking about you know there's the, 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 the amazing things and watching this and that with a little sex in it yeah, exactly, like it's, exactly. it's 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 really playing yeah, the razor
0: blades in the hair was
3: brilliant that's, oh.
1: it's
0: so and it's crazy because, oh, so and it plays all, like,
3: up on the on the fro as well. Oh yeah, yeah it's awesome. Absolutely, so awesome. yeah. And just yeah, waits for this one girl to come and try and grab her by the hair, and yeah. then just walks back screaming with bloody hands. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's exactly oh, and I'm and stealing and the that ultra red blood that we oh,
1: already oh, talked yeah, about. Yes. Right, and because I mean, no, what you just brought up, Chris, is actually pretty great. It's like the because like with well, the like what's going on in that gag is that like here's something that's iconic for Pam Greer and for uh for for black culture in the 70s like this hairstyle is literally weaponized and it's fucking awesome <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yes that's like that's yes. a really really fucking na- it's it's like it's up it's, there with it's, black a panther tag. when it, she
3: whips the, the wig at her exactly. and you're just like yeah that is it's super uh, fucking awesome. yeah it's that a is strong thing that is that. using your the, like that is using the context of the culture and what you're trying to yeah. say and, and, in and, the and fight yeah, scene exactly. itself exactly. and show don't no, it's tell awesome.
1: it's fucking great. it's totally great stuff
3: yeah. So uh, so yeah. So from there we uh, mm-hmm. we have that, and then uh, King George uh, gets killed by Arturo and his gang right. um, for, in quotes, he, he thinks sending coffee after him. Right. Um, uh, let's see here. And then um, uh, they take Coffee um, hostage, mm-hmm. um, put her into uh, it's like a sauna or like a. Uh, pool, a sauna. House. Oh, yeah. Uh, a yeah. sauna of some sort. Um, Very popular in the 70s. Yeah. She,
1: she pleads for help. And also in T-Men, to reference another oh, one of our yes. episodes. Oh, yes. Hella yeah. Hella! Anthony.
0: No,
3: no, no. No, no, no. That Very different.
1: Man, Anthony Mann, Anthony Mann. We did an episode on yeah, T-Men. You sure? Uh, uh, yeah, super uh, good stuff. A T-Man was
0: a steam room, which that's is different uh, from a sauna. Yeah, okay. The apples There's and oranges. There's a Swedish is strong, sauna. It's different. And yeah. that's like putting hot water on stones. That's
3: right. Technically
1: different, but still Lots of steam. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. There we are. Yeah, a room to be fair naked up. and sweaty in. Yes. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's on my request sheet. I mean, it's, to be fair, every room I'm in. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's this room right now. It's this room changed. if we
2: turn <laughs> off the AC again.
3: Uh, so, all right. So, from there, um, the coffee uh, demands water. They're not hearing any. They're kind of gotten, at least, they seem to have gotten an idea that this woman, well, she tried to kill Arturo and came real close to it. Right. So, they'd be like, okay, we're going to. We're gonna handle this one with 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 some gloves on because clearly there's something up. So she immediately takes the opportunity to find a piece of wire, uh just on the floor, a piece of trash or whatever it is, and we just see her kind of start sharpening it on the uh on on the concrete on floor. The rock. No, 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 right. on, on a rock. On a rock. Sorry. Okay. Which there yeah, we are. We then kind of cut away from it and just kind of leave you with. She's going to do something with it. You yes, so no pick way. the lock right. or something like that. Um, so then uh, we uh, see Howard on the uh, campaign trail uh, mm-hmm. from, from earlier, and we're seeing him talk about how he's going to uh, make uh, – he's going to really try and m- uh, be a progressive politician in some right. way, shape, or form. He really and wants to – he's up a actually, lot of uh, actually uh, legit points. No, 100%. He's
0: actually very pro-black in yes. his thing because right. his campaign promise is like the reason – which is actually – he's making all the points that people really should be listening to. Right. Exactly. But it turns out he's completely crooked.
1: Yeah. Like, right? Like, because it, so it's sort of like – it's an awesome sort of uh, double criticism going on. Because, like, number one, the things that he's saying and the stuff that he's describing are actual. Like, mm-hmm. And they're really – and they're actually quite detailed. Uh, and then but, – but it also shows that he is just using these facts uh, for his own political gain. So, like, he says he's doing something about it. And he's not like he's, right. he's as much of a scumbag as anybody else is. Right. Like He's a total opportunist. And so even though he's saying these things out loud and you know that these are the right things to be talking about, like he's just using it as another fucking scam like every other scumbag in the movie is. Sure. It's you know? like Donald Trump giving a Bernie Sanders speech. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, saying- Elizabeth
3: Holmes opening her mouth. Yeah, look at that. That's there right. We well, I mean, yeah, somebody who's saying the right things, like she wants to do it, but it's all just madness and lies, and it doesn't doesn't mean anything. <laughs> exactly. Also, the funniest thing you can possibly think about is the idea of Elizabeth Holmes on a roller coaster <laughs> screaming in that baritone. Just, oh man, That's is brings me no endless amount of delight every time I think about
1: it.
0: Okay.
1: Now, do you want to explain who Elizabeth Holmes is?
3: Uh, yeah, she uh, she's the. Um, uh, lady who ran uh, Theranos uh, which has nothing to do with Avengers Endgame um,
2: but it sounds uh, like it should yes uh, it
3: absolutely should uh, where basically they made a, uh, a a box that was supposed to test your blood and instead it just made up a bunch of nonsense and didn't do anything <laughs> and a lot of money was and gathered and and she raised and like wasted. one and a half billion dollars or something crazy like that yeah
1: it's pretty great yeah. so it
3: actually is sort of like the plot of Avengers
1: yeah no it's not that <laughs> that's far that's off the girl in San Francisco <laughs> uh,
3: yeah Bay Area did they make a doc about that yeah it's yes. on uh, was it Bad Blood I think is what? no that's the
1: book yeah it, it's it's, it's, made it's up on, a, yeah, it it's on
3: what what uh it's on hbo it is quite good <laughs> yep there it is i'm gonna check that out oh uh, yeah no you should it's uh it, it is super good if you want to yell at your television over <sighs> yeah guys what what the is, what you... hell ah! yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: oh man yeah let's see here okay so um uh now that uh let's see here howard then meets up with arturo uh and basically like arturo lets kind of him know that like hey king george is out I'm kind of the guy who's in charge now. So anything that you need, you can kind of come through me. Um, Coffee now feigns weakness Mm -hmm. um, and uh, is screaming for help. Um, Sid Haig goes to help and goes to bring her uh, to Howard uh, for Arturo. Um, and uh, let's see here, uh, where Arturo is basically like, "Hey, look, she tried to kill me. Um, do you know this chick?" And uh, do, you want, right. do, do they you go know to they,
0: they go to a, a remote house
1: somewhere, mm-hmm. right. which
0: is uh, uh, our, uh, Howard's
3: house. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And now I cannot underscore enough what a uh, awful scumbag Arturo is. Oh, like, yes. It's like the for me the hardest stuff to watch is to do with him, and it's really it was legit upsetting what
3: he says to coffee right it's before awful. she pulls it's a gun on him awful. and the fact that she's trying to play into it where like he's yeah. basically just saying one racial epithet after yeah. another it's at her disgusting. and you horrible totally black bl- yeah, you know right. bah, 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 you know i i'm not gonna crawl on your g- knees yeah, exactly yeah, and she's trying to play into it at first because she's trying to kill him being like oh i don't deserve yeah, your, your wife, body so she can kill this yeah, yeah. and then and just every she pulls single the word you're
1: like i will kill this guy myself yes he keeps on talking yeah exactly or if he Touches Pam Greer. Yeah, oh my exactly. God, fuck yeah, this it's, guy. It's bad. Um, yeah.
3: And then she pulls the gun on him, and that's when she gets busted by Sid right. Haig and them. Um, so Sid
1: look- Haig, for uh, B-movie fans, is one of the legit greats of horror yeah. uh, craziness. You know, yeah. you've seen, uh, uh, Rob Zombie's movies. Has uh, uh, a Thousand uh, Corpses and in uh, A Bone Tomahawk yeah. the guy with Devil's the Rejects. One eye. Uh, no, 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 no. That
3: is... Uh, the guy with the one eye is <laughs> he's uh, Alvia. Yeah, he's, um, the, he's the bearded guy. Yeah, uh, that's uh, played by John Parak. He was in basically a bunch of 70s TV but nothing particularly regular. I guess his biggest role was um, it's like eight episodes Rockford of... Fos. Rockford Files. Uh, he was in Rockford Files. He was in like, yeah, an A-Team and yeah, Police Story... Uh, and a couple other things, but nothing. But he, he's no longer with us. Uh, no, he's not. Uh, at
1: least last. Sid Haig's still around though. Sid Haig is definitely yeah, so still who around. Is Sid Haig? Sid Haig is the bald guy with the with the. Um, oh yeah. And yeah. Sid Haig is he like he's just awesome in a million movies. He's mm-hmm. like the, I think he's like what Spider Baby. He's like the, he's the most delightful at. creep of all time. Oh yeah. He's and he and he, and he just delights. He it. is. That's if really anyone it. wants to see a fucking like uh he's not super long he's only really basically the beginning but see the movie bone tomahawk yeah if you, like craig, craig zeller man oh man if you want to see a really fucking crazy upsetting b movie bone Tomahawk. they uh they field
3: it. dress a man oh, it is man. uh it is, yeah it is not it is not light i also <laughs> would highly suggest brawl in cell block 99 I, I, yeah i haven't um, seen this with uh, vince, is, uh, vince vaughn. uh yeah it is vince vaughn it is Awesome. And I cannot believe that these words are about to come out of my mouth. It outdoes the curb stop scene in American History X. Also, Vince Vaughn beats up a car. (laughs) <laughs> and it is one of the most awesome things know you movie, will ever but they see. Put it in anyway. <laughs> is. I, I cannot suggest. Oh, like, did. yeah. Brawl Have you seen that? Sub- concrete. I've not seen that yet. I no, no, no. That. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I've got a friend who's a who's the sound guy on that. And oh, actually, yeah. on Bone bon, bon, Tomahawk as well.
1: Oh man, because that's that's some that's some good. Uh, like uh, Bone Tomahawk is is terp is terrific. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there's, there's a Bone Tomahawk, bon Tomahawk is largely. Um, it's a, it's a Western and it is largely a sort of, um, a -a talkathon through most of the movie. And then it goes so goddamn crazy in the end. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Mm -hmm. I was, it was like, it was like being electrocuted. I was was so happy. I was giddy coming out of the movie. It's so offensive and nuts. It's, it was. It was it fucking bananas great. Bananas, yeah, man, yeah and it. Cell
3: Block is is kind of the same oh, thing beautiful. with Super just again taking taking like a genre and characters and a situation that you've seen kind of a million times before, and you're expecting Vince Vaughn to be this very specific kind of a way, right? And he's it's, literally it's the, the complete what and was, total opposite. What
4: was the one I remember I saw in the theater? Um, uh, let me just fist this right. Nice. Um, was it Bad Boy? Not Bad Boys. Uh, Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Bad Boys. Bad, bad, bad Boy. Bad Boys. Yeah. yeah they bad it was with a
1: pillowcase full of soda cans. Boom! I know that one. Woo wee! That's a good one. <laughs> that's a that's another bracing scene. And you right can see cameraman in it too. And oh really? Yeah, Didn't I notice that. It's too I was too shocked by what I was saying. Yeah. Is it
3: Animal
4: Factory is another good one of those?
3: Where, oh, uh, oh, Animal Factory. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where what so, is it? Uh, where Tom, Yeah.
1: And Tom Arnold tries to
3: ramp um uh, what's his name from uh Terminator Two. Uh, the guy yeah, yeah, plays yeah. John Connor.
1: Uh, yeah, Edward Furlong. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, like that. No, it's yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. no, it's, 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 it's Edward. Yeah, f- yeah, yeah, because yeah, the, he's yeah, because yeah, he's that's, super a, that's a that's a that's a. Really good movies. Steve Buscemi, mm-hmm. he directed that, right? Yes, he did. Like, And he also directed uh, Trees Lounge. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, can, and these that's are, why he made Armageddon. Th- that's very true. He literally right. said that. They, they asked him. He's like, why, you
3: know, he would all these make art Trees movies. Lounge. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah it's, it was like oh, two weeks of work. These
1: are prime examples of the movies that probably no one's heard of and are pretty hard to find. Mm-hmm. Trees Lounge. Steve Buscemi. Tra- that I, I know about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait. see Animal Factory also. You've told me about Trees Lounge. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's got At some uh, point. Uh, uh, what's her, what's her name? Um, from Zodiac and Brown Bunny and. Oh, uh, uh, uh Chloe, uh, I believe she's, am I getting that wrong? She's in uh, trees lounge. I think yeah. she's in trees. Yeah, lounge. yeah I by the way, way, she's in Savannah kids and played uh,
4: my brother's, uh, mother-in-law in, in a
1: movie. No kidding. Yeah. Oh man. She's fucking great. She did a movie. They made a movie about
4: your brother. My, They made a movie, and I might have to offline some of this, about my brother's... Um, well, his wife passed about a year and a half ago, Sorry. but his mother was involved in a famous um, case.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, okay. Neat. And they made a movie about it with uh, Ben Kingsley, and Chloe played... Gandhi.
1: I knew it was Gandhi. <laughs>
4: it's was Gandhi. So Chloe played Lynn, who actually... <laughs> what was Your, It, it was, was in The, the Name Supreme of the King, reason, right? No, it was Mrs. Yes, Mrs. Mrs. Uh, you were both of
0: them. Uh, Mrs. Duttgart? Sexy Beast. No,
3: it was <laughs> Mrs. Sexy
1: Beast. Hi, Yui.
3: We haven't talked on Twitter in a while, but it I just want to Jean. let you know.
1: Yui? Oh, yeah. man. That dude. He has my respect. Yeah. 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 He made fun of me on Twitter, so I finally made it. Fucking A, man. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's a badge. Mm-hmm. That's a badge for me. Yeah, yeah right I was there. pretty happy about it.
4: Gene. <laughs> um, Shallot? Simmons, no. Hackman. No, it was... It, <laughs> It was the murder case was the uh, Scarsdale diet
1: doctor. Oh, okay. Oh, right, 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 right. Yep, yep, there you go. And wait, wait,
4: wait. there was a nurse. got to go with Kelly before that. There was a nurse <laughs> he was having an affair with, but <clears throat> McDance, he was also was dating a woman British. that ran Madeira, which was a prep school, a girls' prep school. The nurse uh, was my brother's uh, mother-in-law. Oh. Uh, and I still talk to her. She called me like three weeks ago. We talked for a bit. She's wonderful. But yeah. And I saw the movie, and I didn't want to because Chloe was portraying
0: her, oh, right, and right. I was
4: like, oh, "I'll see it." And it's so weird. So every time you, I hear her name, I think Lynn, and I'm like, "Oh man, it's kind of weird." Yeah, that you know that person, yeah, and right, then they're right, portraying.
1: Right. Yeah, but I've never, I don't have any experience. Like that's, that. the that's the only experience strange. I have, and I'm like, "That's weird. a very weird experience." <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. but but at least it's Chloe. it's pretty fucking awesome. Like, That'd be great. like watching oh, a yeah.
0: movie where Dan is doing a portrait of me. But and no, then
1: there are young no, actors no, for who train moment.
4: my brother's wife and her sister.
1: Can we take a, take a moment aside and say, uh, no, the person who is, this, is the target of it can't say. But can everyone else say, who would you <laughs> cast for the Martini Giant movie? Oh, my God. I can uh, tell you right now. Okay. Brad Pitt for Eric yeah, that's, I think that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, okay. Uh,
3: R- Robbie Coleman, I believe, is the guy who played Hagrid, and that's who I would fill in oh, for Oh, Robbie your, Coltrane. Robbie okay. Coltrane, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yes. yeah I try so to Hagrid out
1: in every, in yes, that physically is, in every sense. Uh, and, it's not, and we've already mentioned
0: in, him on the podcast. Yeah. Steve Buscemi.
1: Uh, Steve Buscemi. Okay, so certainly Robbie Coltrane, Steve Buscemi, David Lynch. Uh, <laughs> David Lynch. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, you uh, totally. I would also it. accept
3: Jim Jarmusch. Jim, <laughs> yeah,
1: Jim
4: Jarmusch. Funny, yeah. I used to have more short. And Rob uh, Pereira. When mm-hmm. I, we Mar- should Pereira, I yeah. first started, Mark, when I st- started getting the haircuts, more like David. Mm-hmm. He's like uh, David Lynch. You called he. Uh, he wants his haircut back. <laughs> <right. laughs> yes, Eric. Eric Schilly would be David Lynch. David Lynch. You would or, be or Hagrid. T- I,
2: I, wait, be Hagrid or, or slash Mark Two I would, I would say right. it would also be good. <laughs> and
0: uh, I, I'm 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 labeling myself as T. Bouchery. I think some people
4: said young. However, I Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. For me, your Some buddy. people have said to me years ago, Tim Robbins, young Tim Robbins, yeah,
3: around
1: the yeah, yeah. baseball no, say, movie he did you, 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 in the Face. Yes, uh, absolutely. Okay. Bull Durham, the greatest so, fucking baseball yeah. movie of all time. So period about, so and of so story. About Twenty yeah. years
0: ago, yeah. so I used to be like,
1: called out by people that
0: strangers said that I looked like Tom Green.
1: I can kind of see that. It's that mainly was a around, long time yeah.
0: ago when I had more hair, right? Yeah. Uh, and then it then it became uh,
1: and sausage fingers. Yeah, it's yeah, it's true, and uh, and then and, and then putting, it became uh, 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 oh, oh my god, no.
4: who, who, oh I know the Dad, guy from like some sausage L.A. Confidential, sausage fingers. the guy that played the corrupt cop in L.A. Confidential. He's Australian. He was also in Babe the Pig.
1: Oh yeah, oh the, yeah, he's actually a, uh, Australian. Australian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not
4: James Coburn. It's James. Uh, James Cromwell. Cromwell,
1: yes, James Cromwell. James Cromwell is a good one.
0: The no. other one was uh, who plays the corrupt cop in The Professional? Gary
1: Oldman. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Yeah, I've I know, gotten I some see- Gary Oldman yeah, comments I see that. before. No, I could, if you put you in sort of like uh, armor that looked like it was made of muscle and you stabbed a cross, yeah. I would totally say that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> none, of, none, of, none of these, none of these people are particularly known as attractive. No, but they are all movie stars, and you should feel good about. Yeah. you office.
3: have not read nearly enough Hagrid slash fiction, oh, sir. Dude, I mean, right.
1: well, not the stuff I've written, but it is up now. Yeah, yeah, it's right.
3: Re- really the the bears great. and otters are all over it.
1: I also would have accepted. Um, uh, who's hey. the Scottish comedian? And once my hair gets grayer, I'm going to go with. Uh, oh,
3: uh, the guy used to always confuse with uh, John Cleese. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's magnificent. He's so. like Scottish John Cleese. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Scottish John. I mean, I mean, he it
1: talks, it talks like this all the time that guy what's his name oh uh, shit yes
0: why am I blanking Gr- uh, Graham uh, something Graham something
1: Graham uh, and, and there's a bit, great bit in the trip when um, uh, Steve Coogan does him and he's saying like go to attack at daybreak attack at daybreak rise at daybreak he was also in 24-hour party good. people.
3: <laughs> yes, which is a great movie. That is a perfect example of a movie that is absolutely going to be nowhere to be found. 24-hour party, 24 24 hour party people, 24-hour party people. Oh, yeah.
1: Genius A+, perfect film. I
2: know perfect. a
4: guy. I haven't seen him in years. I'm recording silence. He was, he was there when uh, they went into the music store with a gun. He was in the music store. <laughs> right, 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 right. Stocking mm-hmm. records.
1: Because it was the guy from – what
4: was the band?
1: Crispy Ambulance.
4: No, in in 24-Hour Party People, the band was –
2: Yes. Uh, That's the
4: band from uh, the movie Control. It's um, Uh, it's Joy Division. Joy Division, Division. Division. yes. And the guy goes into the record store with a gun. Right. The guy, Ross – uh was there oh, that's amazing. literally working yeah. in the record store in manchester oh, w- it, when that actually happened that's
1: insane that's and he went insane. on to
4: be go into um i'll think of the name of the band it's uh it's a oh, god i'm really bad tonight no we're on Every yeah, everyone's I'm on the tussin everyone's on the tussin you're
1: tonight. on a medication it's okay. dude it's okay it's all good
2: medication yeah
1: well, yeah make it sexy what happened to the red light i just feel like yeah you want more red or less red i, I I always want more red. I also want you to make a sort of a sounding noise. Rocks uh, <laughs> that's what we need. That's all we need. I tell you, like I
3: need you to put on that red light. This
1: is the this uh, we uh, as we always say. We need to put out a version of the podcast that has sound effects in the background. And this uh, is cool. And for uh, the red light, we need uh, the sound of a submarine diving. <laughs> Where do you want to go? You want to
0: go cooler? We're now in the green area. What do you think, Eric?
4: Make red. the call. On, on, little, on, right. No, 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 on no, no, no. That Go feels back to so like the bluish.
1: We're looking at a bluish, red place blue, right now, like uh, purplish. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold so, on. You Say now, this is the this is great podcasting. Okay. Oh because, yeah, this is yeah, this is where it's at. People are just like, oh yeah, it's remember, so much less better.
4: green, a little more blue, a little more blue, please. Yes. Oh man, that's nice this to is show cool. You. Boom, Blade Runner. I just just don't understand understand why it keeps,
1: like, this app is not actually working to it. So it's a little more blue. Can can it, can it, can it, You can narrate, yes. Like, this is, this is what we need. It's like, I, I think if we had, uh, uh, color appropriate, um, podcasting for (laughs) what a kind of movie we're made, like, this is good for the abyss. Right, what we have right, right. now. Uh, or Wong Kar Y, 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 Wong y films. films. Exactly. No, this is this is every actually. And we can have a rain machine. I'll stand in there and cry. This this looks like a. This is can a we, can ch- I just talk, talk, talk about right how now.
0: disappointed I was in a Meg? That was not a shittier movie
1: than it was. The Meg. The Meg was too good for you.
0: No, it was just like, <laughs> like I wanted it to be worse, so it could be like better. Yeah, you know what I movie I saw? That's and a movie I, about I like- the
1: hundred foot
3: long Meg Ryan, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's true. It's, yeah, she yeah, fights it's true. Jason, it's Jason Statham. Jason yeah, Statham, it's Meg Ryan, Kaiju. A, yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saving well, Mr. Don't Banks. make that movie well, immediately. That, I want to. I see saw somebody. Saving Mr. Banks. I liked it. Oh yeah, I heard that. I heard that's quite charming. Uh, interesting. Quite nice. yeah.
4: Have not seen it. It was. Uh, it was a well-made movie.
1: I uh, this uh, this weekend I watched with family Eraserhead. Yes. Yeah, And it is it, it holds up as one of my favorite weirdest movies of all time. It was funny because
0: you know. I was walking with my son, and I was hanging out with. Uh, we we do our normal walk to school, and uh, he meets up with his friend, and, and and his friend's dad walks his son to school, and we're talking about different things. And I said, "Yeah, Brady really likes Frazier." Yeah, my my son is nine years old, and he, he looks at my my friend's son or my friend's his friend's dad, or and says, "Yeah, I've." What I've watched Frasier all twelve seasons three times.
3: <laughs> oh dude, rocking. I have to say Well, that I'm f- getting your son a set of Blukers for uh
0: my buddy know. like was like it's like, oh my god, you're like a fifty year old man trapped in a nine year old's oh, so body.
1: Good. I have to say Brady has actually inspired me to start rewatching Fraser. The fucking show is great. It, I know a true story. that's a true story. True and, story. Right and and <laughs>
0: what's funny is that we started watching uh Kimi Schmidt. Oh, yeah, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Which is very funny. Mm -hmm. And there was a, it was like the second episode. Mm -hmm. And she, because it's very fast dialogue, that's the style of comedy. Gilmore Girls Esque. Gilmore Girls Esque. and, And she said, and she says in the things like, that is an incredibly well-structured sentence, and I've watched Frasier.
3: <laughs> and
0: my, and Brady goes like, brilliant! Like, just like, he totally, like, and he's nine years old!
1: That's so good. That and is adorable. Like... That is very powerful. Actually, that's adorkable. That's, that that's, yeah. that's, that's a Yeah, That's a complimentary thing to say. Quite and adorable. it started as
0: like, holy shit, you have watched all 12 seasons three times. That's oh,
1: insane. Yeah, Dude, I forgot I forgot how, how the, the writing of that show is. So I like Cheers. Good show. But that is a tight the, oh, oh, Tell that oh, kid oh, to get yeah. a job.
0: The, the, the structure of the sentences <laughs> and the sayings that they
1: use and the know, words. It's like, it's like Roberto Bologna. It's oh, insane. It's my God. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and I'm just going to uh, – you saw this on Twitter and uh, and we had a back and forth about it. Uh, the show that I must recommend, and this is going to destroy the remnants of my credibility, is I am in the middle of watching Z Nation. I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> What? I love The, the Asi- Nation, man. I love the, uh, it. it.
3: It's the asylum knockoff of um, Walking, dead, Walking Dead except the cuckoo bananas just turned is turned up to infinity.
1: <laughs> it's insane.
3: It would be, it, it was like, all right, you so see you know that story about Titanic where the one day they lost like 3 days of production because someone put a bunch of uh, LSD it, up in, in I, Nova Scotia. I, yeah, yeah, in the in the Crafty. <laughs> yeah, this would be like if you doused the writers room of <laughs> Walking you, Dead of Walking Dead with, with, with yeah, peyote and LSD. Oh D. And God. then, like, they just were like, I mean, we have to shoot this. It's uh, we, yeah, yeah, we, we got to make we our go into production. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I guess zombie Jesus it's, and the three men exist. And so uh,
1: There is literally a scene in which a zombie baby is born and zombies have traveled across the country, including three wise men, zombies and a zombie camel to show up for the for the baby's birth. This show a plus. <laughs> I love the show. I love the characters. And what's really hilarious is that as low, it's made for like five bucks an episode, but as crappy and straight up Sharknado style as the entire show is, they still pull off these very meaningful character moments that are well done. And I'm like, oh, I got a little choked up at that. Over and over again. It's a ridiculous show. And you see, I this is what I wanted it. the, it's meg like to be, and the Meg. One good writer, And like four guys just,
3: <laughs> and just pitching bugs. crazy stuff. And the other guy being like, "Can okay, I just we'll have one scene about people, and then we can do <laughs> exactly. all the nonsense was, you guys want to do?" <laughs> what was wrong with
4: the Meg?
0: It. it was just too. Not It was too straight-laced. Yes. Yeah. It, it should have been more Godzilla-ish, and it was actually, like, trying to be a
1: good movie. This is the thing, dude. Okay, I'm going to swing this back around to coffee. This is the thing that uh, low-budget movies allow you to do, is be crazy and inventive and experimental. And the reason why shit like Piranha 2 is awesome or Evil Dead <laughs> 2 is amazing is because it's cheap. You could do fucking anything when it's cheap. They, yes. don't, they don't give a shit.
3: And someone cared.
1: And someone cared. They're, they're like, I want to make a good movie, and no one's looking. So I'm going to do it before anyone gets their hands on this thing. The Meg was obviously fair, I have not seen it. I didn't see it because what it looked like was... Sharknado kind of thing well no, no, shark, no, no. Sharknado Sharknado
0: was actually better
4: like shark, Sharknado is oh I know but trash. they are trying to emulate that but no, they put too right. much but, time but yeah. they
1: put too much time and sort of like uh, man- uh yeah. manicured it <laughs> they manicured it It's it was like, political they're, they're, it's yeah and I am it's very, very good Chinese. Chinese it's yeah. very Chinese well, it was, it was Richard Sharknado
2: was
3: I'm very good friends with the DP of the first three Sharknado oh Nados. fuck yeah man
1: Sharknado was hilarious I didn't the second but the first one was very
2: very
0: funny there's actually someone that I work with who is friends with the director of Sharknado, and he, I wanted to get him on CG Garage. Oh yeah,
1: dude, it's been a struggle. Well, you know, okay, here's I, I, I want to send a call if I out. can help. Yeah, like, yes, yes, please. Here, the the dude that I would kill to have on this podcast uh, is um, uh, is the dude who directed most of uh, Black Summer and was the producer of Z Nation, and he is the son of uh, the director of Outland, Capricorn One. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, God. Yeah. It's Himes. Peter Himes. Peter Himes. Yeah. And his son is now a director and a producer. And he's fucking great. Chris Himes. He, Chris Himes. And he I did, know Chris Himes. You know Chris Himes?
4: He talked about that on an episode. Wait yes. a second. The
1: Chris Himes? See, yes. this is what happens, Daniel, oh when, talk See, when everybody, everybody, you talk over everybody. You don't find out I'm like fucking Dan, talking about about It's all stuff. about Dan. Okay, Lynn, I have a couple of things to say here. Just a second. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm but. <not> Let's finish. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. Sally Slade, I'm going to so, so let you finish. I think that should, if we're going to ask what oh, Sally Slade's t shirt should be, it should be that. All
0: right. No, I have not spoken to Chris Himes in 20 that's it, no, is it chris himes? Oh,
1: no, or is it john himes john no, himes. chris himes okay either whoever directed black summer and is the producer on z nation so i went to great. school
0: with him at rice university mm-hmm. and i would hang out with him and i would talk And I was like wait your dad directed capricorn one and goes yeah oh, he told that great, story
3: during the Snyder thing yes okay. what yeah movie himes did is do? one of the only uh, dp uh, 20,
1: directors 2010 he is great universal soldier sequels 2010 yeah, yeah. yeah like Twenty. I mean, like Himes. Like I'm a huge Peter Himes fan. And like straight from like the early days when he did. Uh, the, well, I forgot what the name of it is, but the uh, the abortion drama they did in the seventies. Um, uh, uh, one of the best fucking action movies that nobody's ever heard of called Busting with Elliot uh, Gould and uh, Robert Blake. Uh, uh, Capricorn One 2010, uh, uh, Running Scared with Billy Crystal and Gregory Chris Himes. Oh, actually,
0: Chris, god. Uh, is is actually, Chris Himes champions. is actually in Capricorn One,
1: is he? Oh my god, I, I, things, I, I know that okay, I'm remembering you talk about this and I didn't put this all together. This is amazing, please continue. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Chris
0: Himes is basically when he goes is like, Where's daddy? and he's like, in yeah, the pool, okay, whatever, right is right. like. Daddy's not home right now. Blah blah blah. blah. He's off directing Hollywood. He's, he's actually off making a a, a movie about Mars. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that is in Capricorn One, and Chris Himes is, plays the kid in the that,
1: pool. That his like the the great director gene has been passed on. Like that that dude is so inventive. Oh, and he's so the nicest clever. guy. Oh, it's awesome. He's great. He's great. i mean, like black, the thing is, I started watching Z Nation because on Netflix they have Black Summer, the zombie movie. like mm-hmm. you know, it's like four episodes. For I forgot eight episodes and it's a uh like it's a totally straightforward fast zombie horror movie it's very it's many episodes long it's super well made in terms of like being scary it's a really and and there's almost like what i loved about it and stephen king actually put this up on twitter is that it's a zombie tv show without any characters sitting around and bitching for hours like there's no grumpy teens, Stephen King said. Like there's no grumpy teens. There's oh, no God. backstories. There's no any of that stuff. It's zombie action through and through. Super nasty, super dark, very scary, really well done. And off of that, I watched um, uh, the uh, the show uh, Z Nation, which Black Summer is a prequel to. And I quickly learned that the black that black summer making black summer as a prequel to z nation is like having young frankenstein and then making the prequel actually frankenstein <laughs> like they are totally as different as possible but so it's are, like frankenstein and bride of frankenstein frank frankenstein, okay. bride of frankenstein i'm gonna exactly. give you i'm
0: gonna give you one one reason why um trying to get peter himes on the podcast is not going to work
1: okay um, thrilling stuff yeah
0: and and Let's say, let's say I'm able to f- somehow magically resurrect my communication with Chris, who I have not right. talked to in 25 oh, wait, years. Oh, well, right?
1: we'll, let's get Chris Himes. Mean, Peter Himes would be incredible. Doesn't let's, matter. Let's get Chris. He's fantastic.
0: Here's, and I will tell you, <laughs> and I will be very upfront. So when we made the, uh, uh, the Neil Blankamp episode, mm-hmm. I have uh, a friend of mine who is very close to Neil mm-hmm. and uh, gave him a preview of our podcast, hoping that Neil, Would actually promote this podcast and put it on his Twitter. It feels like great podcast about my movies, whatever. Anyway, Neil listened to our podcast about Neil Blankamp films, did not like it.
1: Mm -hmm. That's true. Hated it. Yeah.
0: Why? Yeah. Because we didn't say necessarily good things about his films. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: only like, Yeah, we're not weird are it. Wait at a point. minute.
4: I was fairly complimentary. Well, it like,
1: uh, yeah, no, you no, were. Fair, you were absolutely yeah. you don't This douchebag over here did <laughs> it? It was not.
4: I mean, <laughs> okay. I didn't say that I love Chappie, but I knew, I felt that the actors ran they, away. I, with I, okay. No, it, my, I didn't, I won't, I won't, uh, uh, I, 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 <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> want to put
0: words. I don't want to put words in his mouth, yeah. but I will say. Uh, objectively don't, speaking don't, what he said is like no i'm not going to promote that right
1: what, yeah, what the fuck is that well that's, no, no i don't think no, anyway. that's no, no, that's completely made, legitimate it's, it's completely make, it makes perfect sense we were also very upfront like i because i i said to you when you asked like i said listen i have said some pretty shitty things about his last couple of movies online i, or I reviewed them and i right it was especially towards uh uh what do you call it uh elysium Matt I shredded it and I was very was very mean about it. Right, uh, in a way that I I I would not be now towards any movie. Absolutely, um, but but, uh,
0: but we were not a, like fanboys of Neil Blankamp films necessarily. We were giving an objective criticism. Yeah, about think, the think I film. think he's a marvelous filmmaker, and I mean, like, so his, his, his great he stuff doesn't feel like going to go too late, too late. <laughs> I get I, I I get it, I get it. Is like you know
1: what? i I don't right. feel I thinking,
0: like I want to. I want to say I love this criticism of my movie. I get it. I, it's I, totally fine. Like it's it's
1: it's totally legit that he would hear the podcast and go, "I don't think I want to be on it." Be a, to sure. push that, put that out there. That's to- and like I don't think he's a jerk for that at all. I think it's totally reasonable. And <laughs> yes. like I don't think we were jerks about his movies. And no, I just, and I, and I it stood stood by.
0: It. I basically you know told Sounds my like told guy. my friend I said, "Hey, you know what? That's fine. I appreciate what you said, <laughs> right? but I'm not going to necessarily <laughs> yeah. back totally down. Legit. This. Totally
1: legit. There no no offense either way. I hope."
0: So uh, I do remember our very first official episode of Martini Giant. Mm-hmm. Eric said, talking about two thousand one versus two thousand ten. He, he said, fun. "Finally, like, the spotlight's off me." It's like a Rembrandt versus <laughs> versus a, 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 a you know a, a Bob Ross, and referring to Peter Heim's film as a Bob Ross.
1: I I I, I no, uh, no Bob Ross is also very amazing. However, I think that we're I we Happy must trees. have bounced that with lots and lots of complimentary things to say about 2010 because I'm a I was very complimentary. Fan
4: I did I thought maybe was it was it Bob Ross or Marcus Stabby?
1: Yeah, something like that. Is Thomas Kincaid, Kincaid if Kincaid, I remember right. Yeah. I think it was Kincaid, yeah. So, yeah, so like 2010. I'm was just the
4: saying that we were
0: we, 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 we you, have, you did say great things about Peter yeah. Himes. I'm just saying we basically shredded 2010 at the same
1: time. Right. But the thing is, I mean, we're not going to, like, the thing is, Peter Himes in interviews about 2010 and comparing it to 2001 was very straightforward. He's like, there's no fucking way that I'm going to beat that movie. It's one of the great works of art of all time, so I'm not even going to try. Okay. Huh?
0: So, so there you this is an interesting test though. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's completely hypothetical, right? So what if Peter Himes comes on to an episode like this, which is not going to happen? I'm going to talk over pretend- him the
1: entire time. and mean, there's going to be no, you <laughs> like, yeah. thank you very much. Oh, Peter <laughs> Himes is here, everybody. I- You're going
0: to Sally Slade him. <laughs> Slade him. Slade him. Slate him. I love that. Shrugs it.
1: Slade <laughs> oh, him. Man. Oh, man. Yeah, I swear, we've got to bring Sally back just so I have to fucking sit here with tape over my mouth. That's 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 the next <laughs> anyway,
0: thing. Anyway, so if you bring it back and he basically is like, yeah, I agree. It's like, that actually would be amazing. I would love- someone to come in here and let us basically say, this is what I think was right and this is what I think is wrong. Well, I don't know if they can do that. No,
1: but there, I, I, there are certainly filmmakers that like, are there? Yeah, they are filmmakers that have done that. So yeah, I, I think that's uh, a buddy of mine
3: uh actually met Fincher around the time he made Alien Three. Oh man. And uh, oh, he was shit. low on the totem pole uh, at the time and got brought in. They're like, hey, this is right. David Fincher, whatever it is, and they asked. And like he didn't put together that it was David Fincher, director of Alien Three. And he's like, Did you see that shitty movie Alien well, 3? And he you know and they asked him, you know, what he thought. He was like, oh, I didn't think it was that good. And they were kinda of, like they all kind of slapped him and was like, d knock right. it off. Stop saying that stuff. And go. Go work on that thing out there. Right. And so he, uh, my buddy uh, left. And uh, like 10 minutes later, Fincher came up to him in the hallway. and was like, hey, man, I wanted to ask about what you said. And uh, my friend went ahead and relayed the problems that he had with <coughs> Alien 3. Mm-hmm. And Fincher nodded his head
1: and says, you're not wrong.
2: Yeah, yeah, man.
3: <laughs> I mean, and, and, and that, I mean, because Fincher's a dude who knows that Alien 3 was not the movie that he wanted to make in right. and, and Fincher, in And also,
1: Fincher, for as much of a reputation as he has being a hard ass to work with, because yeah, he really, demands his high demands, and he knows, and he knows how, how to do, do your job. Fucking well, completely straightforward, well, he knows person.
3: how to do your job better than yeah, you do, like, so there is no arguing with someone yeah. like and that. And he has really big hands. So, you <laughs> <really>? you haven't <laughs> heard that story? No, no, no. It's like
1: <laughs> Rock size hands. I swear to God. <laughs> I have a special title for this episode. It's not. <laughs> but he's, here's the short story. Here's what Dan Thron's only uh, words David Fincher when David Fincher comes by during the production of Zodiac to compliment Dan Thron on the matte paintings that he's doing for Digital Domain. So I thank very much. Dan Thron says to him, "So, As, so, uh, or, so no, I have heard." He,
0: he shakes your hands like, yes. "Thank you for these matte paintings."
1: Yes, Sh- shakes my hand, and then I said, "You got some big hands there, Dave." <laughs> and then he left. I lived in shame. The rest of my life that is
3: like I, I think I, I've got you beat, so um I was dating a girl who uh worked for the Chicago Symphony Orchestra um she got us tickets to go see john williams uh-, uh, uh, uh was it uh conduct the the symphony mm-hmm. and uh, uh everything finishes I'm like that was amazing. she's like, so you want to go backstage and meet John Williams and I was like oh my God, yes, I am not prepared for this. And I'm trying to think in my head, oh my God, what am I going to say to John Williams? Like you were the inspiration for my entire, like the, the soundtrack of my childhood. I can't tell you the number of times that like the movies that you have scored have spoken to me and like, I'm a filmmaker and I wouldn't be here without you. He, and, he's heard all of that yeah, before. <laughs> and we get in, we get into the line uh, and John Williams comes down and he gets to me and I'm like, And as you've probably noticed on this podcast, I have no problem talking endlessly. And he gets to me and he puts out his hand and I just say, you're an inspiration. And he nodded to me and said thank you and went on to the next person and I have lived in that shame it, ever
1: since. It's, it's an endless endless prison was, of doubt yeah it was just hatred. like
3: my tongue my brain was screaming say these things and my tongue yeah. was like I don't know yeah, how to I'm not do- gonna
1: do that nope
3: don't know how Tell to do you what, that though,
1: I'm gonna fuck it up yeah
3: let's just uh, I'm gonna hit the embarrassment button and embarrassment. <laughs> and, oh, it's stuck it's stuck yep.
1: until you're 49 yep yeah so that is uh, that's I feel yeah, your pain so
3: that's that's where I'm that's definitely where I'm really I like, mean if I met David Fincher I would probably just shriek like a child and yeah. recoil if he got near me because I was just he's that's a, a very interesting guy
1: yeah no he's fucking he's yeah he's, he's awesome yeah <laughs> I, I, I like he's awesome to uh, work for in the uh, small amount that we've work for him. what's well, in interesting so. to
0: me about him when I when I you know sort of I, I never talked to him directly because mm. but I was in a room with him in the screening room don't take we any going, advice from me on this Uh uh no is he's actually uh surprisingly soft spoken yeah
1: is it is it. He's a straightforward
0: because it, he would feel that he would be like, a la, 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 la la, this is how I want it, but he's not. He's oh. actually very yeah, Kubrick methodical. Is the same way. Yep.
1: Yeah, very straight like yeah, just very straightforward he, he wants what he wants and he's going to figure it out and he's going to figure it out yeah. with you and that's it. Well, he
3: wants what he wants, he knows how to get it, yep, and, and- yeah, like you said, like
1: he, he can hop on the box and do the, the shot for you. Like, he's like, he knows exactly what the fuck you're, yeah, what you're he can doing. pick up a camera and shoot
3: it. He can, yeah, yeah he can da- set the lights. Like, in
1: dailies, I saw him call out something for being like in a, in a completely like what looked to be like a yellow and green shot 100%. He's like, I think that the magenta is up uh, in that area is up like, like, like 2%. And I was, um, people looking at like, okay. And then you look at it numerically and it's exactly true. He's <laughs> just going wow. huh? <laughs> yeah, no, Kubrick he the has same. extra uh, cells in his well, eyeballs. Well, that was that
0: was Eric Barbour says like he he can smell magenta from the parking lot.
1: Yeah,
3: no, it's insane, dude. Yeah, yeah it's Kubrick totally was insane. on the set of uh, um, uh, what is it? Uh, Eyes wide shut, and uh, walked in and looked ar- looked over to the was it the the, the gaffer, or the lighting cameraman, and was like, I think the lights are off by like a little bit. And he was like, No, we haven't touched them. He's like,
2: No, mm, they're off. They are. Sure
3: enough, they were off by a tenth of a stop. Oh yeah, you know, and I mean like. A tenth of a stop is that's, that's small. That is that is incredibly small <laughs> incremental amount that's of small. light to that's notice with your eyeballs, yes. yeah. let alone with a meter. Like that's or switch that, but like it's yeah. I mean, those guys are those guys. For, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Like working
1: with working with serious pros like that is one of the great blessings I think we've all had here in uh, in this room, uh, and uh, and it's like the you know as much as you uh, like yeah. There's like the the Hollywood you know. In, how can I say it? Like the Hollywood vision of how how these people act and like how you, how it's described on Twitter and whatnot. Um, and it puts you in the time, it puts you in the frame of mind so that when you meet one of them, say for instance, like when I did that, I was starstruck out of my mind and I'm totally acted like an idiot, which is common for me. Um, but the, but the fact is like they're, you know, like at least that dude is very straightforward. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, that's when you say like bring people on the podcast when you say something like, down about their movie or whatever it is like like if someone were to say that about a movie that i made i would you know i would like to go and talk to them about that i would definitely go and talk to them about that on air and like and not be pissed about it like i think that it's, it's better to, to expect that people are reasonable uh,
0: yeah, yes yes but at the same time like hollywood is is Sensitive stupidly ego. kind to terrible Possible. Yeah, yeah sure, I, th- sure,
2: I think
3: it's sure. just you need to be the pe- it's the people who are going to be confident that they're actually good at their job and not just getting smoke blown up their ass. Because if you listen to like the WTF episode with Paul Thomas Anderson, right. mm-hmm. Marin starts off joking. He's like, "So Magnolia."
1: fuck is that that was
3: pretty fucking long and yeah pta was just like oh dude 100 percent." like i was going i i would cut a half an hour out of that movie if i could and he's very upfront about his movies like about you know and the master being the kind of movie that like Like, that's what i would respect yeah i know exactly yeah Yeah, maron's like dude i saw the master and Fuck you! I gotta go see this movie like four more times before I understand what the hell's going on in it. And the fact that he could be like, "Yeah, hundred percent." That's but that's that's the the kind kind of movie movie it is. is, And he's, but he still knows he's Paul Thomas Anderson. It's only if you're one of these guys, like uh, if you're, say, Brett Ratner, who's a talentless hack. um, You know, you're one of these (laughs) guys who just needs, who (laughs) needs to have everybody tell them around what a special little boy they are, and. Well, that okay. If you're actually the, the, good, you was, don't need that. Right.
0: That right. was that was exactly kind of where I was going when I was, you know, I remember we were do I was working on with Eric actually on stealth and we went to
4: Ah, Planes in the Sky. <laughs> stealth. That's the ah. Yeah. Oh, that's Flash Gordon, sorry. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Planes in the Sky though. Planes in the Sky should ah, be. Yes. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and Let's and Bob and Rob basically Cone, we were, we were Rob Rob and, yes. and
0: and he w- had a special screening for us that he wanted to do for the guys at Diddy, which was very kind of him, right? Mm-hmm, sure. And and we were like hanging out and – anyway, it was a crazy party that he set up for us. Right. Uh, but there was some dude that was in the audience with him and it's so clearly a terrible movie. <laughs> so clearly a terrible movie. Don't, don't work too well. <laughs> and work. and so this guy was sitting next to Rob, and I know how the situation is, right? And he's like, "The we're like, we're all at that point by the time of the movie, like we've seen it in some way or f- shape or form, but we're drunk at that point. We're like, yeah, awesome, and we're all cheering because we don't care anymore. We've been working on this thing for a freaking oh, year,
1: right,
4: right." <laughs>
0: We, we, I think going. the last five
4: months were four and a half, five months were seven days a week, wow. fourteen hours a day. Yeah, yikes!
1: And on, on, on that home. movie, <laughs> that is
0: good God. That's, on that's that amazing. movie, and so this guy looks at at Rob and goes, "That was so awesome!" And and I'm like, "You're." It's so good. You good. Lying.
3: <laughs> you're so good. lying. You're lying. Did you están see? Fuego. Did you
0: see what I just saw? You are obviously a big Hollywood executive, and you're lying through your fucking teeth. Yeah.
1: Right. Oh, it was so great. <laughs> That's gonna be. You be can't.
0: It, like, I actually want someone to go this is not good.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like,
0: I mean, that's what I would expect. Right. Like, you know, like creatively. Well, I mean, like
1: it's, I'm, I'm sure that it's difficult when you put that much effort in something. And then, you know, people are like, oh, you know, or, or, or worse. Well, but at the same time, it's just sort of like, you know, like, I, th- I think it's better. It's healthier for you to go. Yeah. Sometimes I don't make a good movie. What are you going to do? Well, yeah. I mean, I think part, but
3: like part of it, I think is a lot of the way that we talk about movies in general. Yeah. Sure. Um, If you see a movie that I don't like and we're on the internet, chances are if you didn't like the latest Avengers movie, I'm going to be like, what are you, an idiot? Did you not get it? What the hell is wrong with you? I don't actually do this because of what I'm about to explain. Um, I feel that we need to change the way that we talk about movies and make it much more similar to the way that we talk about food. You can be allergic to certain foods. I'm lactose intolerant, so I can't eat cheese. Mm -hmm. So I don't really fuck like you. I,
4: I, I, you're a, exactly. a fucking asshole. Yeah, exactly. I don't, How but, could you not like so, Gouda? Well, the here's the fuck? thing. You're I don't... Me
1: sick. People yeah. like you make me sick. Yeah, exactly. For, it's crazy, dude.
4: Gouda? Gouda? So like, when I say I
3: don't like pizza, right. that is not a dig against right. anybody who right. likes pizza. Right. And when it comes to food, like food is one of the only... Like being a chef is one of the only jobs I can think of that is really akin to being a film director because you're someone who takes ingredients prepares and parses them in a certain way mm-hmm. presents them on a plate for both a like a emotional experience mm-hmm. and a, a feeling experience at the same time right. now there are people who love spicy food and they love the spiciest craziest everything they can get they carry sriracha around with them all the time and that's just their favorite thing and there are people who cannot have even a drop of tabasco on anything there are people who love horror films and that's all they want to watch and they want the craziest goriest most effed up stuff they can absolutely find and there are other people who are like if i watch a scary movie i am up for five days straight now i can go to the county fair and have a deep fried twinkie and find it very tasty i also will admit my tummy's gonna hurt afterwards and in no universe am i ever going to argue with anyone that the deep fried twinkie was good for me. However, <laughs> I could delicious. say it was quite delicious at that time. It there are movies delicious. that are bad, yes. or are poorly made, yeah. and are bad, but are totally enjoyable to watch. I've had, yes. Yeah, I've, Sh- I've, like, Schindler's List to me is a perfect salad. Right. Like, it is, I'm so glad that I ate the salad. Yeah. I feel better. It, it makes it, me it, happier. But sure, eating, yeah. eating the salad at the time might not be the most fun i've ever had sure sure sure. you can have like so i like my steaks uh medium rare right there are other people who like their steaks well done right i don't care how perfectly well done a steak is right which from a technical standpoint means it is perfectly cooked i think you fucked it up from the very (laughs) start like you you you, (laughs) like so here's here's a movie that i i personally don't like but i have zero problems with um the movie creed I I think the acting is great in it. I like the writing. I like the directing. Mm -hmm. I like the editing. I like the cinematography. Mm -hmm. I don't like Creed because to me, Creed is the story of an overdog as opposed to an underdog. It is, what if Muhammad Ali's son was also good at boxing?
1: (laughs) Now, (laughs) "Mm."
2: if
3: you like... Creed, I have no problem with You should
1: Cobra Kai that movie.
3: (laughs) Well, like, it's – but, like, here's the thing. The problems I have with Creed Mm -hmm. are all on this side of the table, my side of the table. So it doesn't affect the movie at all. And I think the way that we talk about movies a lot of times in the culture is we get hung up on, you know, if I liked it, it is good. I, okay no so
1: can i can i get super uh lame philosophical nerd for a second you better uh, all right let's do this uh so um we were talking about this briefly before the podcast chris and i uh that i was uh i was uh speaking online with a friend of mine and uh <coughs> uh, uh and uh the i a sort of criticism of um uh what whats uh, what what's the phrase uh what what is the what do they call it now like uh S- serialized drama, whatever it is anyway. Oh, like, uh, uh, s- serialized storytelling, a serialized storytelling. That's it. Okay. Serialized storytelling. And I said, uh, serial, like there, a serial, a serialized storytelling is not storytelling. Like it is by definition, not storytelling. Like you, like you're not, you are like it's in the same way that, uh, uh, that plays are, and vaudeville are two different things. Right, the idea of a play is you're going there to see an idea talked about to a conclusion and delivered. Like that's the idea of a, whether it's a good play or a bad play. There's a concept that you're being that you're that is the subject, and that's what you're talking about. And you come to a conclusion, and that's what it is. That's what storytelling is. Stories are designed to do that very thing. Um, vaudeville can be amazing, like and uh, tell a story, and and there can be there can be stories within it. For instance, right. Um, but it is a sequence of entertainments that are have no relationship relationship to each other whatsoever. It's just the next person on the stage. The only context you get was the sh- was the act that was just on. Like it isn't adding up to anything. It's just entertainments. Some of them that like, can be smart, it can be fun, it can be beautiful, whatever it is. But it's not there to it's not there to do any kind of storytelling at all. It's just an experience, right? And uh and uh when I was talking this out with this dude, this is what I brought up with Chris, is like the way we treat like movies are becoming more and more like that. Like the way that the Marvel movies are. Oh, work, absolutely. Right. Uh, they're not movies anymore. They're not they're not And then this is not to say they're not that this I mean, this is not a qualitative difference I'm making. This is just like what they are doing. Like like the like uh, many of the Avengers movies are really good, a lot of superhero movies are really, really good in the Marvel franchise. Um but the what they are doing is Continuing, they bring on the next act, and they bring on the next act until you are tired and you go to sleep. That's what vaudeville does, and uh, and that works exactly the same way that twenty four hour news cycles do. Like it's just more more and more and more and more and more and more and more, and it's all put in the context of drama like watch if you watch cnn if you watch uh fox news like it's dun dun da dum da da ba drama drama these are the characters and neither none of it's none of it ever goes anywhere and doesn't add up to anything because it's reality there isn't actually a story there they're just using the context of storytelling to make it feel like you're part of a drama right and i feel that we are starting to mix these things up in our lives in a sort of like a in a generalized way when we treat um when we treat 24-hour news uh, as if it's a movie which is basically what we do and we make political decisions based upon the emotional dramas that we think we are paying attention to and then we treat movies as if they are like israel-palestine conflicts like we fucked something up like you shouldn't be in a giant screaming argument about Star Wars or a
3: Starbucks Cup in a Game of Thrones yeah, starbucks
1: like this isn 't reality at all at all you know it 's very emotionally it 's very emotional it 's very, very compelling and it 's meaningful to you. Absolutely true. Well, yeah. Pull an average person off the side of the street and ask them about the history of
3: Westeros versus the history of America, yeah. and I guarantee you, right. they can tell you more about the history of Westeros <laughs> yeah, exactly. than about American history. Right. And yes. the,
0: which is which is totally. They le- can identify King's Landing on a map
1: faster <laughs> than they, they can identify St. Louis. Right. Exactly. And the thing is, I mean, like that is not that is neither. And that's good, sad. Well, I don't know if it's it's like I mean, I could, I could probably tell you more about the history of Lord of the Rings than I could tell you about the history of the Americas. I could probably do that, but I don't mistake one for the other, in terms of the weight of what I'm talking about, right. like Lord of the Rings is a story that is meaningful to me, and that's what it is. There isn't any other context at all. It isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. And the fact that we have now become so because uh,
4: everyone's saying this is what's meaningful to me, they're mis- yes. because
1: they have no meaning in their life. They, yes, yes, and I think it's a it's a it's a recursive phenomenon um, because uh, 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 people. Like, because it when you, when you engage in life like that, and that's sort of like very, when you look at, well, you watch, you know, 48 hours of whatever of Fox News, like, you're not getting anything substantial there. Like, you're getting your nerves twiddled, and that's it. It's always I, I kinda
4: feel like everybody wants to be in a country club of some size, of something. Yeah. In a way like this is my community, this is my club, this yeah, is my tribe. My this is my tribe, tribe yeah. whatever it is. And they're and, and
1: they fight for it like it's the most important it. thing in the and world. And that
4: whole thing of fighting for it is what you're talking about yeah. as well. It's like why? What what the fuck this are you is talking about? This is my world, this yeah. is this is my gig, this yes. is my thing. And
1: you just like it, man. This, this is the, and we get into this with, like when we talk, cause tribes and fandoms and all this stuff like the, the, uh, the fandom mindset, uh, like is, is so like, um, demanding, like you're, you're not servicing me correctly. Like, I'm just like, it's fucking made up. Like it's made up. Yeah. Right. This is someone is making some stuff up and you liked it. So you bought it. If you don't like it now, that's fine. Don't keep buying it, but like, don't show up at George R. R. Martin's house with death threats because he's not writing the book fast enough. It isn't; he isn't yours, you know. Like you're mixing up reality and your emotional reality. Rupert Pupkin. It's Rupert Pupkin, dude. Like that's we're living in Rupert Pupkin land right now. Heck yeah, you know. And well, like,
4: and hey man, Scorsese talked about that eighty three. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, like that's the fucking like we are all Rupert Pupkin in this situation, just like like Mom! Jerry Langford, <laughs> Mom,
4: Jerry Langford here, ladies and gentlemen.
1: You know, and that's that's the kind of shit where I'm just like, there's no point in fucking talking about movies in this weird defensive, uh, like tribal way. Like movies are for celebration and therefore there's reasons for fucking talking about, talking about real things. they are tools to dig through your own stuff and your heart and what you believe in and share that with others. But they are not fucking reasons to fight ever. It's art. (laughs) Like, I mean, I totally, it it makes me crazy. when It's like getting
3: into a fist fight over the Mona Lisa. Yeah. To what end, sir? Like what, what do you, you're not going to change the painting and all you're proving is that you're willing to fight over, yeah.
2: Yeah. you don't if you're you're you don't getting like it, anything out of it you yeah, don't just like it don't look at it right that's it like just nobody's hurting yeah. you yeah no it's one made just you a see thing. It.
1: exactly and so like that's the like when you talk movies like like coffee like like when the beginning of the podcast when you're just like you know you'll know in five minutes whether or not this movie is for you that's pretty much how it goes um but if it's for you Fucking celebrate it because there's a lot to celebrate. It's a it's a powerful movie. It's got a lot to say, you know. And it maybe it's, is, and it it, maybe, says, maybe says things in ways you don't like. That the you want to experience. That, okay, don't experience. Them.
0: I, and it just go back to the movie because we gotta kind of get. It what on, are we on? Like an up. hour and a half now.
1: It's about hour twenty.
3: Uh, I'm gonna say two and a half hours.
0: Three I would say hour
4: hour Three. Hour 16? three. 18?
3: Tell
2: me three. Three hours and 13 minutes.
3: Yeah, baby. I knew it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, so, that was a deep mind. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, go off by bringing 20 it back minutes. around to yeah. coffee, about, uh, and I want to end eight minutes into the movie. Um, this is when um, they bring coffee in to uh, Arturo and uh, Sid Haig bring um, coffee in to uh, Howard and basically they're like, hey, this woman tried to kill me. What's up with that? And he's like, I don't know. She's just some lady that I've been sleeping with. And you know what? And like he's like, yeah, but like, look, look, she's black, and like King George is black, and like, don't you guys kind of hang out together? And he's like, look, man, I may say that I'm about the black and the brown, I'm really all about the green. Oh yeah, he's yeah, sorry, exactly. baby. He's and, and basically sends them off bag. to yeah. kill her.
1: Yeah, and he, and he says, kill it. Like, yeah, he says, go ahead. And yeah, hundred percent to yeah. her face.
3: Yeah, yeah. And like, and scum so bag. this is when Sid Haig um, yeah. decides, okay, I'm finally gonna get a piece of this. I'm not gonna kill her, and not at least try yeah so he decides to give her the heroin that they had stolen from king george and uh take her off to uh rape her and you will remember actually no 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 no
0: no 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 no.
1: yeah she Ah. she hooks him and sort of seduces him. no no
3: this is an
0: important plot point because they're basically going to take her in a car under the freeway overdose her with heroin and say this is the best way for you to go you should be happy about this right and then
3: she says Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah. She, yeah, starts, she says she
0: says, Yeah, but you know,
3: no shame,
0: I would love to have a little action.
3: That's right. You're here. so handsome city. Yeah. You're <laughs> handsome. So handsome. once again, sexual agency in her hands and, and, yes, and so right. she
0: uses her you know, her sexuality as a weapon right. to, to get what she wants. Yeah, And things. the guy and the guy's
1: like, No, fucking do that out somewhere else. Even if this dude had a brain in his head to be like Oh wait a minute, this might be a trick. Yeah. So yeah, so she, yeah. she feigns being her
0: v- boobs and her actions are so powerful yeah. Yeah. and I hate to and s- he's a, say that it's a moron. He and he's a moron. Yeah. Yeah. And he's yeah. like yeah, yeah like that, a mouse
3: yeah. is always gonna go for the peanut butter in the trap and yeah. Pam Greer knows it. she so had a chest full of peanut butter absolutely. Like, she
0: had exactly. a chest full of peanut butter <laughs> oh and God. so they basically shoot <laughs> it's, her
1: up it's the end of our political careers I'm just saying
0: <laughs> sh- they, they shoot her up but it turns out that it's not heroin it's,
1: sh- it's, it's sugar, the sugar, sugar yeah. water.
0: they don't know this but she acts like she's really freaking stoned right and then pulls the her. needle
3: that she's been sharpening in her hair and stabs right. it so, so right oh. in the neck. And, uh, so but, yeah, and that's so the good. thing so that so
0: was satisfying. interesting, right? So I was like, how long is that thing in her hair going to be a plot point? Because you think, now it is? Nope, nope. now it is. It's now still it is. there. Now it is. that. And they, they it set
1: it up so nicely with the uh, the razor blades in the hair before. Yeah, like It's, yes. thing. Yes. it's, just it's, just it's like a good
3: 10, yeah. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, it's like a 102.
1: She puts the wire in So basically, like
3: they think
0: that she's overdosed on Heroin, and he's basically going to rape her, and then she's going to die.
3: Right. Or they're going to have. Semi-consensual, she so like, yeah. She's gonna She's basically right. gonna have a wonderful death. She's yes. gonna
0: basically like overdose from heroin and have an orgasm and die.
3: Yeah, and and like, So I mean, she is selling. To I don't Sid Sid think Sid is Hague. gonna bring her to completion, but yeah, I, I, I think like where Sid is that. probably. A pretty that's what. He, that's yes. the thing. Yeah.
0: And it turns out like we need to make no. selfish. Letter. She's not Sid actually high, and then basically she stabs him in the neck with a very fine point. In in the artery in a very specific point, and he bleeds to death, at which point she is completely lucid, runs away, and the cops chase after
1: her. Mm And this is when the movie goes fucking yeah. crazy. One now it goes yeah. like
3: bonkers. Yeah. One of the cops gets just nailed by a car as his, his drives across the freeway. That oh my
4: good. god! It's just the driving of the other guy was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It's so yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah that doesn't yeah. that takes a little bit of while. So one
0: co- one but, cop chases her on foot as she runs across the freeway. Magically avoiding being hit by a car. Yes. he does not. He is, there's no magic- the power of Final
3: Cut Pro. Yes, yeah. exactly.
0: <laughs> so he gets rolled get over by multiple oh. pickup trucks. Oh, it's so good! It's and, so and, good. It, and it's <laughs> like I'm I'm saying like you may have, you may think that you've seen someone get hit by a car, but in this situation, oh. it's ugly.
1: It's ugly. It's brutal and it's ugly. It's and ugly. it's deserved. You know, in turn, in the context of the movie, you're just like. So you know that's what happens, man. You're right. you're you're bad. a bad cop. Yeah. But <laughs> the other
0: thing was interesting is that you know the 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 as the other cop is in a cop car and is chasing her around. Right? His expression on his face is so blasé. Mm, yeah. Here we are. He's like, mm, just I'm just chasing, chasing another boy, woman, chasing another black woman down some alley, <laughs> yeah, I'm right. and I'm ramming into these the uh, ramming Maybe. into these signs that says "No Road, Road Closed," and he's like,
3: Mm-hmm-hmm. he just, <laughs> I'm looks, a stuntman. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even look like he cares. It's like, a, like yeah. and it's like a weird, crazy, low-budget like car tag stunt yeah. sequence where yeah. she's just barely missing every time, and like she's. She's ducking. There's a couple there's of times couple you're, of you're close like, ones Yeah, there's a couple of near misses, like really and you're like, ones. Wow, like that- I,
1: I would say, like, I agree with Eric. Like, it's a weird, it's a weird, awkward scene, like, mid staging wise. Uh, but the stunts are like, she gets almost and hit by he that. He tries car. to
4: hit her by parallel parking, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he does almost it so does it. correctly because it was 15 <laughs> degrees and tor- and you know, yeah, he did it right.
1: Well, because <laughs> you want to drive up and you want to move, the so crossbar right comes at back. the end of the other car, and then you, and you turn the wheel all the way around. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, he fails to do that parks incorrectly, and yep. explodes. <laughs> well, she chucks the brick at his, his, his windshield, so he flips
3: over, it. and then we hear him pleading. Yeah. And in, and, this is why and, I failed my driver's yeah. license. I t- love the pleading. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> pleading, and She's then in like, a moment that's <laughs> very mad max Uh, like she just leans down into the car and you're like oh she's gonna help him that's interesting she just takes the shotgun out of the car and just walks away as he keeps screaming even more and more he's like it's gonna it's gonna
1: burst into flames and then the car bursts into flames and she just lets him burn to death and it it doesn't explode it doesn't like he gets knocked out by an explosion no he catches fire yeah, slowly dies. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and yeah, which is again I think you, why this you, movie is badass.
0: You, you basically said it is very Mad Max. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. 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 Like, there, there's almost no way off. George
3: Miller didn't see this, or the yeah, yeah. writer of Mad, yeah. Mad Max and was
1: like, "I bet you, I can build on that." Actually, I like, I like, yeah, I like the so cut good. of your jib, ma'am. So good, yeah. so good. But yeah, like that. Yeah. So like the, the, this, like. So at this
0: point now, she is killed. The one guy who tried to rape her and two corrupt cops. Yep. And.
1: And blown off the guy's head in the beginning.
0: Blown off the car, and now and then she has a shotgun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now here's a the and it's a really well constructed plot, just like you said. So she is still like hot woman, mm-hmm. although she's messed up. Like she's her hair's all frazzled, she's bruised, she's got scratches on her chest, all this stuff. But she decides. I got to go after these things. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit at a bus stop and look sexy. Oh, this is, oh yeah, this (laughs) is a fucking
1: crazy scene, right? Like she sits at, yeah, like she She sits sits at a bus stop. So basically
0: the scene is she sits at a bus stop and she looks sexy.
1: Gets hit on by a creeper.
0: By a creeper. And she knows like I, I can pretty much get a creeper to come over here. This is the movie in a nutshell. In this one sequence. This is the mousetrap. Yeah. It's
1: incredible. And, Covered in peanut butter. And, right. <laughs>
0: like, and so some creepy white guy is like, hey, he's like, yeah, my," and she looks is like my she boyfriend. She drives up,
1: assumes that she's a prostitute, right? Right. Like gets her, like she gets in the car and, uh, and she's like, oh, well, you know, if this is going to get serious, you might want to buy me some booze. Right, park so, like, so he's like,
0: yeah. It's like, oh yeah, my boyfriend left me, whatever. It's like, uh, it's like I need a ride. It's like I can do that for you, honey. And it's like, you know, I've I I could use a drink. Maybe you can go to buy a liquor store. Right. And as I like, and just, yeah, because he thinks, yes, I'm going to get yeah. this girl. drunk. She's playing to every happen.
1: stereotype that he has in his mind. Right.
0: And so she sits in the car while. He jumps
1: into a liquor store.
0: Now, the only thing that I'm disappointed about this mm-hmm. is what I really wanted it to be, is I really wanted her to go to Circus Liquor.
1: I know. I thought it was Circus Liquor for a second. It was not. <laughs> it was not Circus yeah, Liquor. That, would
0: have, that would have been, like, at that point, I would have literally, like, just been on the ground yeah. praising this movie. Yeah. I
3: mean, you guys work in effects. It seems like it would be not that hard to change the building <laughs> we to We could do a special guest <laughs> yeah. make it exactly. circus, circus Liquor. Circus
1: Liquor edition.
0: Anyway, you're right. But anyway, the guy... Leaves the car with her in it to go to the liquor store, and sh- at which point she just slides over and steals this car. Goes back. This is brilliant plot. Building. Goes back to where well, she got uh, picked up.
3: Right, right beforehand, uh, Arturo and Howard say their goodbyes and go their separate ways. So Howard goes to a different place. Right. Right. And then. And one of my favorite moments, when Howard gets to the car, he just has this moment of just like, oh, okay, I totally just barely survived that by the... Yeah, uh, by the barely skin of my teeth, hops in his car and drives off like you would if yeah. you were in a situation where a bunch of gangsters said, "Did yeah. you have this I lady? Got away with it. I did your killed. girlfriend try to kill me?" No, nope, not, 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 Seems not at all. To be fun. Please don't kill me. as all right. like which is again is another one of those great humanizing moments. Yeah, it's like uh, in John Wick where you know the guy he says you know his sons you know oh who who you know who did he steal the car from John Wick and suddenly he's just like.
1: Oh, oh, no. oh,
3: no. Like, <laughs> and just in a way that oh, you've man. never heard a person with that much power in one yeah. of these movies react. It's just like, oh, we're all like, dead. Oh, sh- <laughs> we're yeah. All dead right yeah. No right. flexing, no nothing. Just pure the humanity of.
0: <sighs> yeah, because I would argue that. Like, and he's also driving a really badass Corvette.
1: Yeah, it's very true. I mean, like, I would say that. Uh, like he was, our, wasn't he? Like yeah. was. He was a, was a badass Corvette. Like, like between uh, the, the villain, between all the villains in the movie. Like uh Arturo is the most vile, like immediately <coughs> vile. Yes. Um but at the very least, Arturo it's Arturo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Arturo is um uh Alan What's artist.
0: his what's his what's his uh the city supposed to be? Um not really sure.
1: I'm not sure. I would he, like, say he's a, Israeli. Know, he's, yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. But anyway, he's like you know like he's played as just sort of classic scumbag white guy. And uh and he's uh No,
4: because he says a comment about he says something about, you know, you uh, something about when they're playing pool, like, um,
0: yeah, America,
4: man. like it has all these different types of people, or like, right, right. It, There was some comment where I was trying to make. I was like, is that, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not that, sure where he goes back. I have to make things. a comment.
0: Go back to the pool thing. Just huh? something I noticed because I used to play a lot of bar pool and stuff like that. Mm. There's a shot where the 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 blind the, guy. the blind the the, the one eyed guy. guy is playing pool mm-hmm. and he's trying to make a shot and it's basically like over the shoulder over him. Oliva uh, is his name. <laughs> and, 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 and basically he's trying to make he's trying to make I believe a nine ball in the corner pocket and there's a five ball I think it's in the in the way mm-hmm. And he basically takes his stick and just moves the five ball. (laughs) Did you notice that?
1: Nice. Look at that. Did you see that? (laughs) No, I didn't. But I'll look at that next time. Because he
0: basically, like, takes his stick and he's like, the five ball is like there. And he's like, and uh, and he just moves it out of the way so that he can make the corner pocket. Screw. And I was like,
2: is anyone
1: going to call him on that? (laughs) What? (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) We're drunk. Hey, when you're the
0: boss, you can cheat. It was actually like... It's quite amazing. Just, I was like, uh, what? Yeah, exactly. You know, because they're having a very serious political conversation. He's like playing pool. Like, yeah, and mm-hmm. no one calls him on the ship? Yeah. Come on. Come yeah. on.
3: Yeah, he must be the boss. Anyway, but, yeah. I want to get back. Okay, so, so, so yeah, you're okay. – so, you Now she's speeding back to, okay. uh, uh, to Arturo's.
0: So, no. No, 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 no. no she Arturo gave.
3: leaves.
1: She steals the car. No, Howard leaves. The story that you did not complete, which we want to complete, is that she steals the car from the creeper. Right. Right and it's back to where she got picked up from yeah she grabs goes back shotgun, she goes back grabs to the shotgun out of the bushes right oh yes, yes. that's right yeah. she goes gold, back
0: to gold. the bus stop yeah. i was like why is she back here again yeah. and it's a it's brilliant like, this
1: is the whole fucking plan dude. like
0: i have I, I i hid the shotgun because you can't get in the yeah. in, a, in in a and steal some guy's car yeah, while she's wearing
3: home. like a, a uh, like a polka dot dress at that point. Like, no, it's she's not... wearing a knit dress. Yeah. A knit dress, right. yes. Thanks. It's because a like, knit.
1: Uh... As an audience member, like when you see her sitting there to start with, like she's just been through <laughs> intensely crazy shit. I took it as like she's been through intensely crazy shit, and she's just wiped out, right? And then this dude comes along to hit on her, and she and she's going to take advantage of this, and then she steals the car. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. She steals the car because like she's got to get out of there, and then she goes back to the fucking pickup point. <laughs> and picks up the shotgun, I was like, whoa, I got played. Like I, I'm i like, the audience got played. I was she like, is so she is in control of the scene from the start. She's she, not like, she's not yeah, like, no, like, she like is, sit, is, sitting
0: there a She has planned it yeah. all out. Oh, it's fucking she great. Is so smart. That's what my and favorite she's using all of her femininity and yeah. everything to get to where she needs yep. to go yep.
1: and playing
0: up all these chauvinist Assholes. But, and, again,
1: and again, it plays it off on me. Like that's like, yes. the movie constantly makes me the it makes bad guy. fun of chauvinism. That's really good. That's it really, really, really good.
0: basically yeah. mocks the dumbness of chauvinism,
1: yeah. i.e., me.
2: Yes, <laughs> like the audience or, member, or the audience it members. Is me, right. It is me. That's what so is anyway,
0: so now she now, now we've got a now we got a girl or sorry now we've got a woman. See? See, yeah, there it is with a loaded shotgun in a stolen car, going back to where she was in trouble and got where she was supposed to be murdered right? right and she's going back there and the the men that are in that house no longer howard's no longer there so we still have the two gangs yeah. the basically Sid and arturo
3: Sid, no, no, uh, Sid Hague is dead. It's Arturo and it's uh, Oliva, and then there's one more. Uh, right, right, right. Uh, Oliva. I'm sorry.
1: Another, up, the, he's supposed to uh, another
0: Oliva. Hispanic guy, right? Yeah. It's,
1: uh, like, Oliva's at the door. He's the other so guy with the martinis. Home. They're yeah. drinking martinis. And she. She drives way. up. So they're,
0: they're – <laughs> And then – Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil I'm it. Holding, like, like, okay. She drives so, up to so the So basically it's like they should have been back by now killing <laughs> yeah. her. I'm a little bit worried. Yeah. And they're like, I think I can hear them now. It's like he drive. He's. they're driving really fast. Right. Something's not right.
1: Now, he I'm goes a, to the door. I'm a he big goes fan. to the door. I'm a big fan of the Terminator. But it didn't do this gag as well as it's done in coffee. <laughs> Which is as he opens the door, Pam Greer just
3: drives through the front of the house. Drives through him. Just, yeah, absolutely just just demolishes him. Yeah. Like, Basically
0: she takes the co- he's she's driving down the dirt road at warp speed. <laughs> It's into so the house, it's so good. and yeah. kills like and the, then, yeah. the the one
3: guy like that guy's done. The vengeance yeah, side of the mirror is like off yeah, the one I do. Yeah. Scale. Yeah. then she takes the shotgun, shotguns pretty much the rest of the motherfuckers in the yeah. house. And especially chases, Ar- yeah. Arturo. Well, she chases Arturo into yeah. the pool, yeah. and then one of those looks like he can't swim. Yeah, yeah or yeah. Yeah, at least can't. It yeah, doesn't swim great, and then. Like he hops into the pool, he's begging for her life, and you know, and she's basically like, "I'll give you a million dollars." Oh, that's the best line. Yeah, he's like, "I'll do anything. I'll give you a million dollars."
0: It's like, all right, give me a million dollars. I'll take like, it. Okay, and then she just shoots him
1: in the face. That's for my sister.
0: Well, <laughs> give me a million dollars. Just tell me where Howard is because yeah. I want to deal with that oh, guy. Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah. Sell, yeah. Don't sells yeah sells on Howard you. on top of it as well. He's like, like yeah, Howard's over at the beach house. Great, thanks. Shoots him in the face because
3: yeah. she doesn't want a million dollars. Yeah. she, she wants says, yeah, it's a present for my sister and a cop is. named Carter. It, like,
1: <laughs> it's like she is like, uh, and again, like Arturo is a, is one of the most vile characters I've seen on a movie screen. Right. In his last moments, he is so helpless. I felt a little bit bad for him. Did you? I felt just, I was just like, that's ho- – what is what is happening is horrifying. But he, he may be the worst person in the world. He reminded though,
4: the character in the – was it Magnum Force? Who was that – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where it was that serial killer kind yeah. of mm-hmm. guy. Right. Like a Zodiac type yeah, yeah. Of guy. That's the right. first That's one. First That's Dirty one, yeah, Harry. Yeah, that guy Yeah, the second creepy. one's the Dirty yeah. Cops.
1: Yeah, they, yeah. Magnum Force with uh, – ca- uh, ca- Cagney Lacey Star. what's uh, no, no, uh,
3: yeah. That's the second and um, third one. No, no that's, that's the Enforcer. That's, yeah, yeah, That's the Enforcer. That's the, enforcer. Um, the one, you know, it's, um, I think it's Starsky. Yeah, Starsky. Yeah. That's right, Starsky. Uh, okay. yeah. So and Hutch for you kids. We're so close to the end take, of the
1: movie. Takes, it takes care of Arturo, which is awesome. And yes. then she heads into the final scene. Beach house. Yeah. With her former boyfriend. Howard. Howard, the political person. And by the way,
0: Howard, at this point, said, I got to go to my beach house and someone's waiting for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. He says that before he left before. Right. Right. And so she shows up at his beach house. She right. knows exactly where it is because they're lovers. Right. Right. Or were lovers. Yep. And he, as she walks in to his house, he's walking down with a robe, getting yeah. ice in. Him. He's looking pretty loungy. He's very like yeah, he's he's between
3: innings.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's uh. Uh,
3: fun fact. So that's Booker Bradshaw, who mm-hmm. actually um, wasn't a big actor. He wasn't in a ton of stuff, but actually, what he was most famous for was he was the manager of both the Supremes. And the temptations? No kidding.
1: Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, at all. yeah, no, in movie. real life or in, in real life, real life. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, cause you
3: look at his IMDb page, it's like a smattering of stuff. It's just a couple that's of things awesome, here dude. and there. And then, yeah, it turns out that yeah, no, he was a record oh, producer, so and that's yeah, how he actually awesome. got his start. He
1: is, he is such a, he's a. This is what I was gonna say earlier is Arturo is terrible and a scumbag and says the worst things I've ever heard in a movie, but uh, uh, Howard is the worst person oh, in the film for like, sure. He is so fucking awful he is an awful person because well, he can he but can he, straight he, lie he, to your face he is about the most sincere things but you
0: can tell you can tell he he feels political
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 You know what I mean, even, like- even when, even when the same, because I was going to say earlier, like when you first see them together in their first, in their love scene, like part of it is because, you know, part of the way I feel about the scene is like, okay, well, she did lie so successfully to that other dude. So there's something about this. Like, I think she's lying and that guy's a scumbag. And the fact is she isn't lying and that guy's a scumbag. Mm-hmm. You can feel it in the scene. Like. There's something treacherous about the way this dude is acting. And then in that final scene, it pays off Stone Cold. Yeah, because he is he's pleading.
3: He is, you know, telling her she confronts him about all the things that are going on. He basically is like, Look, the problems that are so big out there I have to do something. And so if I have to do a couple of bad things yeah. in order to she, make up the
1: Thanos of this movie, yeah, in order to do <laughs> in order to do a couple of really
3: great big things, right. I'm really working for the community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to do it. And you can see how this talk is kind of what got her in the first place. Yeah. He's also somebody who's actively because yeah. like, don't forget, well-meaning, well-meaning. coffee is also yeah, acting but, in this way. But right. she's actually just punishing terrible thing, people, yeah. other, not victimizing. The other thing I thought was very
0: powerful about this. Uh, and it it happens at multiple times in the movie, is how irrational and like uh, uh, you get when there's a gun to your head,
2: right?
4: right.
0: Because the fact is, if he didn't have a gun to to his head, he could actually be a lot more constructive in his argument. Right. But with the gun at his head, (laughs) he was like – grasping at straws. Yeah, he's trying to find you anything to work. You can tell because l- let's go back to his political speech when he was doing in a park, right? It was all televised. Mm-hmm. He was like perfectly – Yeah, it's totally organized. Really organized, yeah, sure. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And then he's not like, yeah, but I did this. Oh, and I did this. And I did this. Like he was – you could tell how stupid he was. Like he was really just like I'm trying to save his own life. and 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 you realize like – yeah, you're
3: He's taking stabs. Fucking
0: sellout. But
3: yeah. but what's crazy is in that moment right before the <laughs> the the big twist in quote hap- like happens at the very end, you can see Pam Greer wanting to she believe him. She wants to believe it, man. Yeah. And she, she hell. almost yeah. does. She yeah. comes this close yeah. and my yeah. fingers are very close together but to these people who can't on, see me he's right he's now. He's her. <laughs> and then the, she
4: comes down the stairs. Well, yeah. like
3: well, he says I'm your man, I'll make it all go away. Right. Yeah, she, and she wants to believe him yeah, and course. just as that After happens, everything that she's been through. Some white lady from yeah. upstairs yeah. with a top on comes yeah. out and says, "Hey baby, are you Hey baby, you coming back to bed?" And she just blows his off.
2: Actually,
1: very
3: very
0: more specifically what happens is uh, he says to her just before she shoots him, "It's like you're my baby. Baby, I thought you were dead.
1: Yeah, come on, it's okay. It's okay. It's I thought I you were dead. Like, went and had sex with somebody which else, which was was like two hours before you saw <laughs> I me. I was grieving. Yeah, like he may as well have said, but baby, I said for them to go and kill you. So I, I felt, felt super dead, bad about it. So I went and had sex with somebody else.'" It's perfectly reasonable. I tried to send <laughs> somebody to kill you, but you I felt bad dead. about it.
0: I was like, <laughs> "And she, shoots, and him she shoots him in the balls." That's your defense. Your defense is that she
1: shoots him in the balls. She blows his oh, yeah, all of his stuff off. Yeah, that's she basically the,
0: in the beginning of the movie she blows the head down. off. And at the beginning end of the movie, she blows his entire crotch off with yes. a
1: shotgun. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she it's, walks
3: off into the sunset and yeah. because it's a low budget movie, she doesn't keep walking, freeze frame.
1: Yeah, it's fucking great. It's yeah. so great. And she's, she's that got a limp. It was the her end too. of the short ends. Oh <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just, yeah, we ran it's a rollout. Yeah. Rollout. Sorry, man. You know what? Just freeze frame it, call it a day, guys. <laughs> we'll it. fix that shit now. Also, also want
0: to note that she did not kill the girl.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of yeah I Yeah. No, she's And then
4: I'm like, that girl's gonna Tell
1: the cops. No, I, mean, I know, that's I what I was they, thinking. Yeah, and then you can't have coffee is number fucked. two. <laughs> she is, she is Why do you want trouble. to
0: keep making sequels to these movies? Well, the thing is, they, they intended they, to make a sequel. Cops,
4: you want a sequel. <laughs> they,
1: they did intend to make a sequel uh, of this uh, with Foxy Brown, but it turned into a different movie. That was the, that was the next movie. It was, she was originally called Creamer. I, I really hope it was, but... I'm never going to sit. That oh, that actually, sugar—that would be better. <laughs> sure. yeah. Sugar would work. Coffee, sugar, yeah, well, cream. That, there's would be already third sugar one. hill, though. Sugar hill. Okay, right. there we go. That's 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 what that was. But yeah, no, it's just like the uh, uh, that that movie. Like the first, I would say the the general experience of watching that movie is the first half. It, the production values are so low, and the and the construction is so shaky that you may have to just sort of hang on and trust it. But the second half of that movie, especially the last third of that movie, the last third, like okay. delivers so, so the goods to your the door, last Amazon 20, com style.
0: Literally, the, the 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 moment that I started to realize, like, okay, I'm not gonna, this is not gonna be just about like random boob shots and and people getting murdered anymore, was the point where uh, 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 King. Uh, what's his name? King, King, George. King, King George. King George gets in the car and then he gets yeah. lynched. suddenly
1: gets really serious. And, and then suddenly, like idiotic. that moment, I'm like, this yeah. this, this is fucked There's up. There's something else going on here. And, yeah.
0: it, and it gets really, like the last 25 minutes of the movie because it, it is goal. literally, the entire movie is an hour and, and 30 minutes and we've gone three it, hours. It is
3: 90 minutes and 25 seconds long. Yep. Right. Yep.
0: But it is, the last 25 minutes of this movie are
3: Rocket fueled
1: cocaine. Yeah, it's insane. Oh, and it's also God. where, yeah, like, like they, so they, good. It's also where the sort of like the, the, uh, the, like the, the powerful point of the movie comes, comes through so well in the last 25 minutes. It seems like the way you're reading it, the way I was reading it for the first, you know, hour or whatever. Like, better than Frasier. It's, it's like, yes, better than Fra- Much, much better, especially the last season. But the, uh, <laughs> but the, uh, like the, the way that you're, I was like, okay, maybe reading into it, maybe reading into it, but in the last 25 minutes, they're like, Nope, this is exactly what we're intending to be saying. And all of the stuff that you thought the movie was saying, it's saying like as loud as possible. Yes. And uh and she becomes a very uh like a because she's not an action hero in a traditional action hero way. She's not a mindless killer like she's not like, you know, John McClane, like blithely killing people like it's traumatic everything that happens is traumatic to her and to the audience like it's like everything is as high stakes as it gets and it's all emotionally backed and it's incredibly hard-hitting and it's all around uh this idea of a realistic person who has an actual job suffering uh suffering from something that was like uh suffering from something that is real like this the, like the problems that she's facing represent actual real problems and those problems have been exaggerated into a you know into a uh, in a uh, into a pulpy uh, action film way but in the end it never lets go of the actual emotional force of it right. just for fun like sure. it's really really intense at the yeah, end Yeah
0: and also you know like you said these are black exploitation films which means these are targeted towards black audiences right. and the message that they're saying in this resonates with the audience absolutely because it's 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 an exagger-
1: it's a, it's an exaggerated story but it's about like the pain I- of this uh, of like yeah. drugs in this community destroying everything. And nobody wants to fucking do anything. And this about is during it. the black and, power. Yeah. And it's know, like, black Panther and movement the cops and are stuff. supporting this yeah. and everybody's fucking making money yeah. off this head to as people are suffering. By
0: the way, uh, a couple of things we really need to wrap up, but a couple of things there's, uh, if you are in Los Angeles and I, hopefully by the time this podcast comes out, it's still there. The Broad has a fantastic exhibit of, um, um, Uh, black of uh, 1960 to 1985 black uh, art up there. Oh, sweet. Oh, awesome, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And it's specifically about Black Panther movement and all that other stuff. Really great. A lot of stuff with, uh, uh, you know, uh, Knock and Max and all that stuff. I'm a terrible
3: Angelino. I've never been to the Broad.
0: Oh, it's one of the best museums. I hear it's amazing. I've never been. Go. Anyway.
3: One last thing I want to add in just um, so I actually really like the cinematography and the blocking uh, directing uh, in coffee. Uh, I think it's really smart, um, good, low budget, crunchy stuff. Sure, right, They're, right. They don't overshoot anything. Um, the opening of the movie is like a 35 second single take yeah, as yeah. they kind of weave through the club. There's a lot of really, really smart directing <laughs> yep. decisions that Jack Hill makes that if you are a cinematographer or a director, you can learn from. Remember, uh, that I'll, club scene reminded me
4: of Heat. Well, yeah, right. actually, the right. thing
3: that actually, weirdly enough, the, the cinematography in this movie Jimeno. that I'm reminded of kind of Michael actually the most Jimeno. is the Terminator <laughs> because yeah, totally. it's 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 gritty. It's real, but it's natural. Uh-huh. And it's got like a real and it's got a real no fuss, no frills, yeah, it's no just exactly That's what you, what you need. He, yeah. The
4: cop car pulls up and they're giving her sugar mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I want a piece of this ass. I'm going to pull you out. The way they put those huge lights on the columns is like that shot in Terminator. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, The fence is all, like, red at the
1: edges. And I was
4: like, yeah, it's set up like the way the car was in.
1: It is the same fucking great low-budget. Uh, like, I mean, it's a, like it's, we're talking about
3: leaning into the problems that you have as opposed to trying yeah, this to for them. like we were talking about Phil Noir them.
1: on the other episode. Uh, like, this, it's the you solve, like, you have well, a fucking was, kit. That you was that kit. latter yeah. half was
4: Phil Noir yeah. because that house up there above Los Angeles was very much like. A lot of locations in film noir and even um, like L.A. Confidential. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Where they kill that same thing where there's a big open space to drive up car lights and then that lodge. We have a great location. We lose in eight hours and we only have two lights.
2: (laughs) And I think that's Elysian Park.
4: Where they yep. dragged his body. I think that's Elysian Park. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. No, it's it's such good stuff, man. Uh, thank you very much for mentioning <laughs> this coming movie. Oh, absolutely. absolutely awesome. I, I,
3: I hope uh, everybody in the audience checks it out, and uh, I hope it sufficiently blows your mind as it did the first it's time super, I saw it. It's super,
1: super exciting. And also, uh, get on Hulu and check out uh, Toy Box. Yep. And uh, on Amazon for uh, Clantown.
3: Uh, Town, yes. And uh, in a couple of months, I got another movie coming out called uh, Escape from um, uh, Was Escape from Death Block 13, nice. which stars uh, Robert Bronzy, a Hungarian Charles Bronson impersonator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. who is amazing day. and literally one of the nicest guys and also, like, looking at the ghost of it, Charles Bronson. He looks exactly it like is, fucking Charles
2: Bronson yeah, no, I've is, seen it. It it's is crazy. spooky.
3: He's got amazing energy. And, yeah, that's, uh, it was shot in uh, Mansfield, Ohio, uh, at the uh, prison where they shot uh, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, uh, check out uh, Escape from Death Block 13. Do you know when who, was, through, where, you know
4: who Bronson's, uh, Chuck Bronson's roommate was in the 50s? Uh, Al Gore. No. No. Um, <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones' mom. Damn
1: it. No. Um,
3: <laughs> from The Odd
1: Couple, Jack Klugman. Jack Klugman. Oh, I love Jack Klugman. I almost said Matthew LeBlanc. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It could have been. could have been. Makes sense time-wise, I think. not sure. Clug- Jack Clug- man, Klugman. He was, Ooh, he was in the remake. Klugman, he'd be like, yeah. we got to do a Klugman episode, and uh, and we have to do a uh, – off of that, we have to Goodbye, do – Goodbye, Columbus. Um, I was going to say, we have to do a – uh taking Pelham one through 3 stars oh oh
4: my god what's this? what is this yeah got? he is chucky just, Looks exactly like it's yeah, like this it's is like a picture
3: him. of charles bronson or sorry of robert Bronzie, Yeah. who is not you, charles bronson the nor see this. is he related Imagine to him a
1: picture of charles bronson and then someone telling you it's not charles right, bronson. i can i can send you one of these pictures if you want to put it up on the website <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so uh, beautiful uh yes no i was going to say One, that, two, three. 2 uh, 3 taking Pelham, one through 3 stars what's his name uh also in failsafe uh, also in um, uh, charade also in uh, uh Oh God, so embarrassing.
4: uh, uh, Roberts is in it from no. uh, Woody Allen
1: Films yep, uh, it's Quince from Jaws um, nope no different dude I'm talking oh. about, it's a, not cl- it's fuck god guys Walter Matthau of all the Walter Matthau thank you Walter Matthau <laughs> we have to do a Walter Matthau yeah. sexiest oh, man in cinema yeah, no, 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 And my
0: apologies I, actually, speaking, my apologies Walter for Malta, sniffling I really tonight. want to do Hopscotch, <laughs> hopscotch I love
1: Hopscotch oh yes. uh, yeah and, uh, oh, and Glenda and Jackson yes. oh my god Hop- Hopscotch, hopscotch, hopscotch is, is awesome
0: that is my grandfather's favorite movie yep. and I love that movie
1: have you ever seen Charade yes yep another another great one if you haven't seen that that's a great one. Behind the green door too.
4: Oh, another so great good! One. I mean, and I definitely was in in that. a lot farther in the hot tub. Yeah, that's true. Hey, let's
1: wow. go for Wow, that's the wow was for another Charles Bronson photo. Oh, no, Robert Bronzy. Robert Bronzy. Sorry, yeah. it looks the same.
3: I mean, like, yeah. The, if you have, if you need a reason to check out Escape from Death Block 13, it's because you can see. What it looks like, what Charles Bronson would have looked like, had he ever been shot in 4K, all crisp, no grain. If you really <laughs> want to know what he looked like to, up close and personal, I think
1: that means we have to reshoot House of Wax. I think done. that's what that means. Done okay. and done. Oh, death wish. <laughs> all right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, up up. boys and
3: girls of the internet, it has been a
1: pleasure. Thank you Are we ready to do it?
0: Yeah. Drink. Talk. Drink.
2: drink.